welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions' Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Jason Thomas. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. 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 Coming at you. Some Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. Thank you for listening. Uh, it is Monday night, April 28, 2014. New York City Supercross is come and gone, and we are excited to have a great show for all you jerkies listening. Thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, sorry we weren't there last week, but uh, we're going to try to deliver an even better show this week. Chad Reed, Vince Freeze, Alex Martin, Nick Way, Mike Williamson, mechanic for Ryan Villapoto, all supposed to be on the line with us tonight. And uh, we're looking forward to having all that. And we got the Race Tech emails, X Brand Tariffs, BTOsports.com, Gabba Gibbs, and the NFAB question of the day. Like I said, my name is Steve Mathis. Joining me in the studio here, former top privateer rider. Two-time German Supercross champion, two-time Montreal Supercross champion. He makes a rare in-studio appearance uh, here for Fly Racing. Jason Thomas, what's going on? Puncture here in the studio. Yeah, now not, we, now not we, much downtime, but I'm here. Now we can argue uh, with each other and see each other in front of people. Yeah, yeah, we argue and you know oh. behind the behind closed doors all the time. Right. Uh, no, thanks for coming by. Appreciate it. How's things at Fly Racing? Everything? Yeah, we're good. Uh, I've actually been there a little bit lately, so that's a nice change. But, um, yeah, obviously wanted to get down to Vegas and, uh, you know, I'd travel kind of during the week and, and see dealers and stuff like that. So doing that here this week and uh, wrapping the Supercross series up. All right. we Last show, we uh, promised to give away a um, uh, Trey Kennard replica F2 carbon helmet. Um, by the way, I predicted Trey Kennard would get a podium before – it's done. He's got one more week to do it. He's fast. He's just yeah. He's just, you have to stay off the ground. You right? do. Yeah, you, you have to start up front. Yeah, I mean, he won his heat race this weekend. I know. So I know. The, everything's there, but you get if you get a bad start, you put yourself in a bad spot, and then uh, getting pile ups and bad so, things happen. So thanks to our folks at Fly Racing for coming on board. We're giving away this helmet. I need you right now to pick a random number between one and one hundred and eighty-six. Sixty-six. Wow. Okay. All right. We'll do some digging, and we'll find out who email 66 is. <laughs> and he wins the Trey Kennard F2 uh, carbon helmet. So. You're hoping I would say, like, four or <laughs> yeah, five. Exactly. Now i got to count to 66. <laughs> hey, uh, taking, the call, taking your calls, producing the show, handling everything going on. Um, he, uh, he missed last show, um, but uh, he's back and better than ever. Devin Gibbs, what's up, man? What's going on, guys? How are you guys doing tonight? How was the missed show? Did you listen? Yeah, of course. I was listening. So you listened shows. to the tits legendary yeah. reclaiming his old chair. It was like old times for me, just being a fan. Right. Listening. Right. Were you mad? Were you saying like, ah, oh, I could have done that better? Uh, no, it was it was interesting to hear tits and his like you could hear how he missed it and he yeah. missed it early, but then as the nine o'clock hour approached, he was yeah. Then he started whining. Right. Yeah. Right. Started but, missing his truck bed a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, his tweet at tits intro is much stronger than my Gavin Gibbs intro. I like your Gavin Gibbs. I'm, I'm oh no, it, I don't. Yeah, it's not that right. I don't like it. It's right. his is strong. Right. Um, all right, everybody, and we couldn't do this without BTOsports.com. Of course, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Acherbys, 
FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, The Moto Company, Optrix, and Guts Racing. GutsRacing.com, the official seat foam of the Monster Pro Circuit, guys. Uh, check them out. They got their uh, lightweight stuff, the regular stuff. If you need different heights, GutsRacing.com. And I want to thank those guys for hooking it up on Project 90. Uh, they did the uh, got me foam for 1990 KX250, which is amazing, and then they put the cover on for me too. Did a great job on that. So, JT, you saw Project 90 in the flesh. It is coming together. It is coming. It's together. more like Project 10 because that's it's about 10 percent done. Bullshit! No way. 10 percent. <laughs> got a lot. Don't know. 10 percent. Got a lot of work. To you go. know what? I'll call Frank, and as a fellow mechanic, Frank will. Tell me. You've got to do all the – you've got to wire everything, all the cables, motor. I mean, there's nothing. It's just bare bones right now. There's a frame. There's forks. Yeah, that's it. And a swing arm. <laughs> and a swing arm is that's done. It. Don't worry about it. I'm putting it together. It's going to come together great. You're about six bolts away from being completely <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> Vortex racing the official – Bar and sprocket of uh, many racers in the pits. Tyler Bowers being one of them. Alex Martin uses their bars. Chisholm. James Stewart runs their sprocket. We're going to give away two tickets to Vegas, courtesy of the folks at Vortex. Vortex Racing. Uh, we're going. Alex Martin's coming up right away because uh, we are. Uh, what's wrong, Devin? You signaling to me? Oh no, I was going to say also congratulations on getting Josh Hanson on the show. Yeah, that's I was right. jealous yeah. of that. I wasn't yeah, here you, for that. Well, no, me and Hanny. Do you think we should take the Hanny off the beginning of the show? Because he doesn't think I'm a douchebag anymore. You're still anymore. a douchebag, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he says, I don't just don't like the guy. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's pretty good intro. I, I feel like his his analysis of you is so good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so spot on, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. take away. Right, okay, all right. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we can do that. Um, uh, so, yeah, we're going to get Alex Martin on here right away. We're going to economate some of our East Coast guests. But let's take some calls uh, right now while we wait for that. Kyle, what's up, man? What's going on, guys? Hey, how are you? Thanks for listening to the show. What's your question? Doing good, man. Um, I was on Vital earlier snooping around, and uh, somebody had leaked a picture of Barsha on a Yamaha. So I saw that. I was just wondering, yeah, I was wondering what kind of backlash could he possibly get from that, and what did you guys think about that getting out before his contract was up? Well, as I tweeted out, someone offered me some photos um earlier uh before the season started of barsha on a yamaha and would i want to run them and i said no because it's private property man and you can't be taking photos like that obviously justin has some sort of mole but in the last 10 minutes i've been in contact with the jgr guys they're claiming that's not their bike they're claiming that's full photoshop okay so it would be really i I wasn't sure and and i had seen that on vital too someone said that it didn't quite look like a jgr bike and yeah. Some, some things might have looked photoshopped. So. Well, yeah. I mean, look, I believe he's going to JGR next year, uh, and I'm positive he rode the bike. These guys all ride the bike, right, JT? I oh, mean, yeah. sure. nobody yeah. signs a deal without riding a bike. But it is in their contract to not be allowed to ride bikes. Yeah, so. and I think they would have a very hard time. If, if Honda just went nuts and decided we're going to try to not pay him or fire him or something, I think they would have a very hard time proving in a court of law that that's either A, Justin – uh, well, that would be the, obviously the biggest thing is just proving that it's him. You could put anybody in that gear. Yeah. And from that photo, how would you ever say that that's him? Yeah. So. No, it, but it's not cool of someone. Look, the, the photos, the guy sent me the photos uh, saying I can have them, and I followed up with the JGR guys, and they're, you know, they, were, they were out there. But So it's not cool of somebody to do that. That's I feel not like cool. the real backlash is Justin's going to find out who took that picture. If it's yeah. him. If it is him, Justin's yeah. going to find out, and there's going to be a serious – because you can't, you can't do that. 
Like, that's somebody right on this track property. There's a circle yeah. of trust that's involved in all these guys, Chad, DeVille, Poto, everybody. There's things that go on that, that, do, that don't get out, and they don't get out for a reason, and yeah. you can't do stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, I think sure. next year, 2015, I think, uh, Kyle, you'll see him on the JGR Yamaha. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I used to be down there at Barsha's for a little bit, and, uh, you know, he'd ride all kinds of things, and they, would, they were very clear about it. You know, if you take pictures or videos, but yeah. do not let any of this get out. And no. was, you know, like, like you said, Mathis, I mean, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to tarnish? Yeah. I mean, Jason Thomas here may or may not have ridden the factory Cowie, the factory Suzuki, the factory Honda motorcycles uh, in his time. So, you know, this stuff happens. Yeah, like I said, a lot, this stuff all goes on, yeah. but it's everyone trusts each other. Right. You know, you don't do JT, stupid things that are going to get people in trouble. We saw some stuff this year. Oh, yeah, we, have, we have not said anything. We will not say anything. Right. Um, it's just not cool to do to people. No, it goes yeah. on all the time. That's, right. You just you don't burn people like that. All right. All right, thanks, Kyle. Can I ask one more question real quick? Sure. What do you guys think of uh, Barsha getting, you know, passed by Roxon and then getting him back and passing Dungeon, look, giving him the look back? Yeah, I loved it. It was a great race. <laughs> Good, best race of the I night. I thought, awesome. I thought it was cool. I, I thought that was awesome. I mean, I think maybe Justin was, like, setting up, like, where are you at, Dungey? I don't think it was any sort of disrespect. It was like, where is he coming at me from? Or You know what I mean? I don't think it was. I don't know. Then again, it is Justin, and he's got a huge chip right on his shoulder. So Yeah, I, uh, I love this style, man. I love the guy to death. And uh, yeah. when he does stuff like that, you know, like the big rocks and whip, I know that got a lot well, of attention. But that like wasn't – without- That wasn't cool. That I'm a fan of Justin, Different too. Different moves, I think. That was not cool. Yeah, a little bit different. <laughs> You know, right, but, I'm just saying, yeah. without a guy like that, I mean, the sport wouldn't be as entertaining as it is. Nope, absolutely not. Thanks, man. All right, guys, I appreciate it. Thank you, appreciate it. Uh, right off to the start here, Pop Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Uh, before we get to – no, let's get to our next guest. Uh, we're going to have to wait. John's got tires. About, John's got a question about tires. You have to wait, though. This man uses Vortex racing handlebars and couldn't be happier with them. The products you get from Vortex are made with the best materials, the tightest tolerances. Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like me and you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. thousand different gear choices, a handlebar that's 29% stronger than a competition. Stuart, Bowers, Renner, Martin, Chisholm, many more. Use, uh, use VortexRacing.com. And uh, if you want a discount, go to Sponsor Deals. If you, you've got to need bars and sprockets. So go on there. And uh, we're going to give away two tickets to Vegas, too, courtesy of Vortex. But right now, let's get to our, our next guest. Uh, he is my favorite Martin. Alex Martin, what's up? Hey, not much, Steve. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. JT's in studio here, so um, hey. Uh, yeah, they keep telling me that. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you don't know what it means. <laughs> it means he's sitting right here. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, hey, how's things down there at uh, your training facility? Oh, it's going good. Just uh, club you know, easy Monday today. Pretty humid down here. Um, Trying to get used to that humidity for the summer. Yeah, good for training for outdoors. Did uh, what did Filthy do today? That was funny or humorous or entertaining? Uh, I mean, that's kind of hard. He does something like that every day. He's on the couch a lot. He complains. He moans. Usually, <laughs> a Monday after a race, he's sore from wadding up, crashing, or someone runs him over. So he's trying to recover. <laughs> I would imagine he's pretty. Yeah, uh, he's pretty beat up when he comes home on Sundays. Oh, definitely, yeah. Him, him and Top Jimmy have his life is a lot harder than everyone else's. Him and Top Jimmy have rough beginnings to every week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we try to outdo each other. 
Um, hey, how'd your New York City go? It was your race was going pretty well until uh, disaster struck? It looked like, but uh, uh, it was going all right. You were riding pretty well. Yeah, definitely. I, I have to say, it was probably shaping up to be one of the best mains of the year for me. Uh, you know, running up and forth and trying to chase down Vince for third, but uh, just the weird. I mean, it was obviously slippery. It had been raining through most of the main event and most mm-hmm. of the day, really, and just. Where I crashed though was such it was such a lame ordeal. I was kind of <laughs> bummed about it. <laughs> um, hey, how, and how's your season been going as a whole? Some some good, some bad. A rough start, but uh, I think you've been coming around lately. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely had some ups and downs. I mean, I think overall it's definitely. If you look at where I was last year in 2013, I kind of hit rock bottom. Um, you know, with the team pulling and then just trying to make it through the rest of the outdoors, and so I feel. If I look at it that way, I've really came a long way and mm-hmm. making progress every weekend. Feel a lot better about myself and yep. and racing in general. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough, right? I mean, it's it's uh, you're going in there against the factory guys. You're trying to do the best you can. I mean, you've gotten a lot of top tens, um, you know, and, and the, the podium's got to be something that at least seeing a guy like Vince, you got to be like, hey, I can do that, right? I mean, no, no offense against Vince, he's a great rider, but you, there's no there's these this last race in Vegas, this podium could be yours, troll. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's definitely what I'm, I've been telling myself and trying to get through my head is that I can be a podium guy. Um, you know, I've been battling with Vince, I think, since 2009. Mm-hmm. I've never battled with him in the outdoors and having a hell of a time trying to pass him for 30 minutes, you know. And mm-hmm. I'm definitely a little bit disappointed with how many ninths and sevenths I've had. I think I can be definitely up there farther. You know, I just yep. kind of had little mistakes here and there that have hindered me a little bit, but. And, definitely improving and you're t- you're tired of me talking about how you're not good in the whoops you are claiming whoop speed now yeah i had to get on you after that race with st louis and i know i crashed in the whoops which technically <laughs> was dragon's back i crashed right, on but right. i do definitely feel like my whoop speed has come around full circle for sure what do you think jt he's claiming whoop speed is is increased <laughs> i think it's all right i mean uh, it doesn't stand out to me that he's bad there i think his, he's better than his brother that helps. His brother's gotten a little bit better as the season's gone on too, but I felt yeah. like that there was we his go. brother's weak weak spot most of the year. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about your brother a little bit. Not too much, but a little. What what what's going on with him? Like he got second. Yeah. I know, but it's still you know it's still been a rough year for him. So JT, you said a possible uh, uh, title winner before yeah, the season. Yeah, he, you know, he was he in he my were... one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. And... I mean, I, it, obviously, I think. You'd be silly to not say it's been a little bit disappointing for him, but it's definitely gotten better. And, you know, what What else can you do? Just try to keep improving. And he's obviously riding the best he's ridden all year. And, you know, outdoors is where he shined last year. So, what? I mean, it, it is, you know, I, I don't think anybody's going to look back on the season for him and say, oh, that was awesome, you know, but what are you going to do at this point other than he got on the podium and seemed really happy about it. So I actually thought that he might catch Bogle because I figured Bogle might be a little cautious, but. Um, yeah, it mm-hmm. just didn't work out, but second's still good. Yeah, that was definitely a hot topic, I think, at the beginning of the season with him not making those first two mains. It was just like, oh, my gosh, I couldn't believe it. And, you know, if you would ask me before Dallas, I would have told you he was going to win the championship or at least be right. in the top two for sure. I mean, I went down and rode with him and just, you know, he had, was on the podium last year and he had a great outdoor season, and I really expected nothing less than a championship man, from him. And then two races in, I was just like, oh, my gosh, this kid's, like, he's terrible. He was obviously <laughs> struggling. And, right. You know, I was happy I was beating him, but I don't really want to be getting ninth and beating him, you know. Yeah, no. So. It's been, um, it's been rough. Hey, what I, want, I want to ask you, though, like, 
when you're racing with them, and I always and I see it happen. It's happened three or four times this year. What's that like? I mean, is it? Do you give him a bit of room? Does he give you a bit of room? Or are you guys the opposite where you can race harder with each other? I mean, what's that like when you do get together out there? Um, well, I think one of the things is training here at Cobra Max really benefits me is we're always riding with different people. Um, and it, we're always working on passing and stuff like that on our interval days. And he rides a lot by himself. And honestly, he's a wuss when it comes to passing. He really sucks at passing. <laughs> he usually passes me when I make a mistake, so... I need to try and limit my mistakes, but, um, you know, it's actually, it's really cool riding with him. I think, like, last year it really was so much slower that we never really got a chance to battle, and this year it seems like we're always together. Yeah. Um, I usually get a little bit better start, so I'm always ahead of him, and he has to come through, but yeah, it, it's been fun. It's been a good experience, for sure. Hey, last year your uh, your team kind of fell apart. You got picked up by the Rock River guys, uh, uh, Christina and everybody down there. You're still there this year. What, what's that program like? Talk about it, uh, how you're enjoying it, and uh, and all that. Oh, it's been great. I, I have nothing nothing but good things to say about the whole Cycle Trader team and Christina and everyone. They've been they've been really welcoming and and really really good with just my practice program, keeping me up and running with with spare parts all the time and. And the atmosphere at the truck at the races is is always uh, very friendly, and it's just been a great platform for me to mm-hmm. just try and get better on get good results. I think JT that uh, the Cycle Trader Rock River team a little more of a team now than it used to be. It used to be kind of pay your own way, pay some stuff, show up. They're they're starting to try to you know with Cycle Trader coming on board, they're trying to. Well, it's I mean it's all about funding. You yeah. know, it's it's a fly racing team. Yeah, when when you actually have a budget and can do things and hire riders and get good equipment. It, everything kind of comes together. You know, I think they were doing the best they could, but when you don't have, you know, resources to, to do it the right way, you're just trying to get by. And yeah. it's it's the same thing that the BTO KTM team has done. You know, they started really small, didn't have any money, and they've gotten better and better, and their image has gotten better, which brings on more sponsors, and, and yeah. they're willing to spend more money on it. So it's just a continuous process. Alex, how's the, uh, how's the outdoor training, testing coming? Have you started it much, or...? How's that? Uh, yeah, we got probably about two and a half weeks in. Okay. After, or I guess after St. Louis before uh, New York. Mm-hmm. Just mainly here at Club Club Max, the the track's been really really rough. They actually just totally redid the outdoor track, um, new layout, and and we had a lot of rain and they dug it, so we had some great bumps and mm-hmm. for testing, suspension testing, and feeling really good, feeling yep. prepared. Um, definitely excited for sure. I think that's my strong suit and yeah. uh, ready to. Just turn things around. I mean, I think I got a good Supercross season going, and we're gonna, I think, only get better in outdoors. Yeah, it's gotten better for you as the season's gone on, for sure, indoors. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, I'd, like you said, you're you're just a whoop master now. You know, so <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, down there, Club MX. Any Stroopy sightings? What's going on with the comeback? It's it's been silent lately from the Stroopster. Yeah, it's silent for a reason. I think. <laughs> oh really? Oh, don't tell me it all went off the rails again, did it? Oh man! I mean, you know, there's always some drama behind every every story, and I think we got plenty of stories down here. But um, JT, you know, he was down here for a couple of weeks, and he was trying to do the program, and I'm not oh, really sure what happened. Yeah, but he's not here anymore. Oh, Stroopy, just couldn't hold it together. We thought it was yeah. We thought we were going to yeah, see. God someone. bless him. <laughs> right, nice guy. No, no, I'd love to see him get out there. You know, and get back at it. Just, just not. Yeah, no. There was one day he rode. Um, it was like probably 40 degrees, just a cold, dreary day, and he had like on a brown sweatshirt. I mean, it just as far as, as far as style, he looked terrible, but 
he was still hauling the mail. Right. You know? And right. the one day he rode, I think he was here maybe a month and a half. He rode one day. So. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I thought it was much more serious. than Me this. too. I, I did. I thought also that it was a lot, a lot more serious. I didn't. I, His uh, tweets are so cryptic. You would never know if he's. <laughs> well, I think he was trying to just get healthy again. You know, trying to stay away right. from all the bad stuff. Right. What right. He was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Right. Um, hey, uh, what? So, a few guys. I've talked to a few guys down there at Club of Mex about you. Um, you have a ninety-two. I can imagine. You have a ninety-two Geo Metro, and they say you treat it like a Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my baby. Five hundred bucks. Got it, in Minnesota. Drove it twenty-two hours down here, going fifty-five, sixty average. Nice. I had to get it rebuilt. Actually, one hundred fifty-dollar piston kit. <laughs> wow. Well, t- times are tough for the for Alex there. The ninety-two Geo Metro. Yeah, well, you know, it was all about that fifty miles per gallon at the time when I bought <laughs> right, it. Right, 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 right. Well, if things fall yep. apart with the cycle trader team, you can get a three rail. And go to the Nationals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's terrible. Yeah. And then what's this about you're afraid uh, when you swim, you're afraid to to put your head underneath the water? What, what, what's going on with that? You know, I feel like you just directly texted Phil Nicoletti before this <laughs> I, interview. I, I cannot confirm or deny this. I cannot <laughs> confirm or deny this. I may have gotten texted myself. So... Um, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. He's got some blackmail videos of me for sure swimming in the pool. I, I, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying to do that triathlon thing, but the swimming legs bite me big really? time right now. He's not a swimmer, are you? Not a swimmer. No, nope, I just sink. <laughs> uh, hey, how's the um, uh, how's the the uh, one thing I want to ask a lot of guys is 2014 Yamaha, a much different motorcycle uh, than last year's. What what what, uh, what do you what do you think? What uh, how much better is it? Talk about what is better. Um, oh, the bike is great. I have, I'm really pumped on the bike. Probably the first time I rode it back in November, I couldn't believe how much better it was. You know, for starters, the motor is so much better than the 13 mm-hmm. and the chassis and everything. I was just, I think it's definitely making my races this year a lot easier for me being on a new bike for sure. So motor, motor is big difference. Yeah. Motor is yeah. a lot more bottom end. The bog, not having a bog really helps. Um, you know, so definitely pumped on the bike for sure. Right. Uh, let's let's take a call. We got a call for you, troll. Uh, <laughs> I'm not supposed to call you troll. I'm sorry. My wife <laughs> said that you don't like that. So, um, oh, D- Dave, what's up, man? I just got a question for him. I, you know, I haven't heard any press about uh, his teammates Webb or Rodriguez. Are they going to be ready for the outdoors, or what's going on with them? You know? Well, that's not his teammates. He's on Cycle Trader. But oh, that's right. I'm sorry. It's yeah, the other. It's the younger brothers' teammates. Uh, but do you see yeah. Cooper and uh, Cooper? I mean, he's he's fine. But what about A Rod? Uh, is do you think is he down there? Isn't he one of those guys? No, I think he's an MTS guy. But he's been out in California. I think I saw pictures of him riding outdoors. So I'm sure he's getting ready for outdoors. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah. There you go, Dave. Okay, man. That's it. All right. No Thank problem. You. Thanks. Thanks for calling. So outdoors. What are you thinking? What's uh what's a goal? Where where where, where can you go, Alex? Where how, how can you be? Um yeah, I, I hate to throw a number out there, especially you know with where it was last year, but I definitely expect to if I'm outside the top 10, um I'm going to be pretty disappointed for sure. Yeah. I mean, I expect to be out there battling at the front, you know, getting all the TV time for Cycle Trader. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and that's a good point, right? Um, hey, yeah. man, well, um, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Uh, good times. 
Uh, we want to squeeze you in here real quick. You had to, you have the early bedtime, so we had to get you in early in the show. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you having me on. For no, sure. yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, good luck with everything. You got Vegas this weekend. I imagine not one of your, uh, well, not one of your favorite Supercross tracks. But hey, you got the, you know, you got the uh, the final, uh, the main event, and then the East West Shootout. So. Yeah, well, and you know, to be honest, I'm looking forward to riding a track without any ruts on it for a little bit. You know, uh, Vegas will be, has been pretty gnarly lately. <laughs> Vegas will be it. it it's just, gonna be really hard track because the dirt's been in there and baking. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet, he says. So I'm looking forward to showing off my whoop skills. Hopefully this weekend. <laughs> well, I look forward to seeing him. I, like I said, I haven't written that since you told me that. Since you told me how much better you are. I'm staying away from that, there Alex. You I do not want to anger cool. you. Your brother already is not really a fan. So I didn't need the oh. other you know, I didn't need the yeah, other. He's Martin. easily swayed though. Oh, is he? Really? Can I yeah. maybe just write some good things about him, and then he'll come around to? to... Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. It doesn't take much of him. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, well, that's good. I don't need both Martins angry at me. So, um, <laughs> thanks, Alex. Appreciate it, man. Good luck. We'll see you this weekend. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All Have right. a good night. See ya. Yeah. Bye. Alex Martin, Club MX, Cycle Trader, Rock River. You were really strong. You you wanted to say the other place down there. I get them always mixed up. Yeah. Always. Every time. Isn't there three? Uh well Club MX south of the border south of the border and isn't there not another one in that Carolina so. region no I don't think so okay just MTF and GTF yeah yeah, and down, all that. yeah down south I think it's just those two the uh, really struggle there the older I get JT the more I'm just turning really into my dad you know what I mean I'm just screwing things up I'm just messing up uh, okay. you know so uh, hey uh, thanks for listening everybody we really appreciate it um, let's get to some calls do you think your dad would have thrown a faster pitch than you did. I think I feel like your dad has forty miles an hour in him. I don't want to talk about it. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Too I don't. Bad. I don't know. I promise you, we're getting very in depth into this. Well, we could do it later on the show. Maybe, <laughs> I think our next guest. I think, maybe our, I think next our next guest. guest may have some light to shed. Uh, let's go with uh, who do we got on? I don't know. I can't even see the screen. John. Hey guys. What's up? What's your question about tires? Hey. Uh, Hey, uh, maybe, but I'm sure you know know this as well. What's the difference between the race spec tire that that the guys use and in the retail tires that us us guys can buy? Uh, and Steve knows just as much as I do on this, but it's it's completely built differently. It's uh, the compounds softer. Um, you know, they're basically you're looking for more performance, uh, but when you get more performance, you're giving up uh, life. Life, exactly. So. Uh, stiffer sidewalls is a pretty important thing too, because in supercross, the, the impact and load is so great that the tire wants to roll on a production tire. So like if you landed really hard on a triple, the the sidewall would want to roll on a production tire and it's going to make you kind of swerve that way. So they stiffen that up. Um, then they can play around with a lot of different things. They can play around with the knob height and do all kinds of different things that on a production level aren't, it's not really practical. Um, I've, I've heard guys talk about like the old tire, the 762 mm-hmm. being, you know, like super grippy and like great for hole shots. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's probably, it's guys have gone away from it a little bit, but there was a year or two, probably two or three years where everywhere, where every single rider was running it. <laughs> okay. The 762. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it was quite a bit better than even the production one. It was, uh, you know, a little bit softer. So when you have a, when you have a huge, like that tire did. You need it to the knobs to give a little bit, but the good thing about that tire was that the, the knobs were tall, but you have a huge gap in between them, so you're getting a huge gap in between them, so you're getting a really um, flexing over, but that, and that knob would roll and flatten out too. So, 
uh, man, I, I really like that thing. Um, how do I, how do I, how do we find those things? I don't know. I got, that. <laughs> I got my hands on one of them, and it's just you know, I'm a I'm a novice guy, but that it was like amazing. Right, and I'd heard from the uh, I'd heard from a couple guys at Dunlop that they had some really serious conversations at their their offices because the the sales guys were really upset that the that they were all the guys were racing on this tire and they really didn't sell it. So. Uh, there was a huge disconnect between what they were selling and what they were and what they were racing was not a good thing for <laughs> for anyone. Yeah, so. but you couldn't you couldn't sell the ones that these guys race with. They consumers would they wouldn't last. Well, well, Dunlop did for a while. I don't yeah, think they do it anymore. The biggest problem is if you go with a production 762, um, those things don't last very long. The knobs are the spacing so big that if you ride on hard pack, they chunk the knobs yeah. really easily. Okay. So what what the pro riders are getting away with they could get away with for 20 laps but if you tried to sell that thing and a guy went i went to a hard track he's just going to completely annihilate the tire in an hour and and they're going to have a lot of complaints so okay so so if you were riding glenn helen mm-hmm. wouldn't 7062 be like the best tire i really like well i'm a pirelli guy that you know it's i was on pirelli's my last year and obviously i'm affiliated with them now but now but if you were a Dunlop guy, yes, I would expect there will be a high percentage of guys on that tire come May 24th. And then the Pirelli, the mid-soft would be the best at, uh, at uh, Glen Helen? Being 32, uh, that's that's my favorite tire they have. I ran in Supercross and Outdoors, so I, I really like the aggressive tire, uh, regardless of the company. So uh, I think the start's you know the most important thing. And, and they've gotten so good with the the carcasses and the compounds now that I feel like you can get away with it. The, you know, I don't really care what Billman says. He has his own opinion, but I think you can pretty much get away with that tire everywhere. The, the MX-32 looks like it has a really aggressive pattern as well. It is, yeah, yeah. It's very similar in theory to like a 762. Um, okay. And you'll see even you'll see guys at Vegas running that tire, running the 762 and the 32. So uh, I I think, you know, regardless of, regardless of what D is, it, it's pretty standard. Uh, everybody go. wants to go for the start. Here and Everybody wants that that really solid feel so so these guys line up for the outdoors in on dunlops right uh, yep. at glen helen what are they going to have as far as what uh, tires back tire uh i don't know i mean dunlops obviously launched their their new stuff um yeah they have 32 and all the stuff they have going on their own 32 yeah. um so i i don't know it's tough to say I'm, I'm pretty far removed from what dunlop has to offer now um but the biggest things you're going to look at regardless of whether it's the exact same tread pattern as what you buy. It's going to, their tire is going to be three to four pounds lighter minimum. Um, instead of a 15 pound tire, that's production. You're going to be looking at a 10 pound tire for them. Uh, and then the thing's just going to be a lot, the, the, the compound will be a lot softer and softer. And if you're on hard pack, I mean, it, 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 you kind of don't really care if you're ripping up the tire anyways, right? If you really want to, you know, if you can just go buy another one, right? Yeah, so no, the, it's completely whatever works the best. Though, right, right, so the 762 would be maybe even, if you didn't care about ripping it up, it might be great for hard, might be great for hard pack too. Um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think I think that companies have come, they've, they've actually gotten a little bit better. Um, they have a little bit more to offer. Mm. But when everybody switched from Bridgestone to Dunlop and, and Pirelli, there, there was a kind of a void of where the guys felt like where they were with Bridgestone. They're not, Dunlop really wasn't there yet. But that t- tire was on point. They felt like so everybody went there. But as the tires have developed, I think they have a few more choices now that are acceptable. Cool. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate sure. it. All right. Lots of tire talk. Uh, all right. Let's get it to our next guest here on the show. Uh, he's uh, gonna make his debuts. Debuts. Reday. 
coming in at uh, Glen Helen. Started riding today, two-time Supercross champion, former 450 motocross champion, uh, one of the legends, Chad Reed. Chad Reed, what's up on the show? Guys, how you doing? Good. Hey, we appreciate you. Are you in the bathroom? Out. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm in the op- I'm in the office. Same thing. <laughs> Why? Sound like yeah. I mean, oh, you're just, you're just uh, echoing a little bit. Uh, yeah, a little bit of echoing. You busted my balls already. A little bit. You know, Dude, just getting started. I just one of these five pounds less tires, like. Where did, why don't I get five pounds left? You do. Higher. You've Wait. never run that five pound heavier one. That's <laughs> why you just don't even know that it's there. Yeah. You're crazy. Okay. Okay. I actually weighed. I've weighed your tire and I've weighed the tire I had on. Uh, um. Yeah. Don't get Chad. Don't get Chad talking about tires. He's gonna get himself in trouble. We'll just move on from tire to yeah. with with Chad Reed. Um. Hey. So I saw on Twitter you're you're now started riding outdoors. Well, yeah, I, I, technically, yes, I rode a dirt bike today. I okay. wouldn't uh, call it <laughs> motos or anything like that. I just wanted to ride a little bit. I don't have the official green light to ride, so okay. Um, hopefully, Dr. Ryman doesn't listen to your show. Your show, but anyway, I, I probably has <laughs> I did, Instagram. I wanted to get out there and just feel it out a little bit. Yeah, and and uh, so when do you start? Start when will you get official clearance? You think? Uh, I see him in Vegas. He's gonna okay. um, he's gonna be in Vegas doing Asterix. So I mean, but I'm fine. I mean, it's not like when I, it's not like I ride and it hurts or anything like that. It feels a little bit weak, and and obviously I'm being super cautious with it. But other than that, it feels feels good. Right. Well, that's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Glenn Helen should be really easy on your shoulder too. I don't. I don't think there'll be any yeah. issues. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even when you're in shape, it's right. Uh, hey, so uh, the news is out. Tyler Bowers is going to race uh, race your bike this weekend in Vegas. Talk about why you chose Tyler, why you're giving him this opportunity, and uh, and what you think. I mean, I think he's you know the the obvious. He rides a green bike. Uh, he's ready, available. Uh, he's excited to go ride some Supercross, and he's a full time Marina Cross champion. So. Um, you know, I think he fits the picture. We had to take a semi mm-hmm. to Vegas anyway for sponsorship, so why not put uh, you know yeah. put Tyler on the bike and give him an opportunity? And I think it'd be fun for the guys to do a little bit of racing and and be fun for Tyler to you know ride a what I would like to call a you know a good competitive 450. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. JT, what do you think? How can Tyler do? Uh, I look for him to be anywhere from uh, five to ten just depending on, you know, how he feels and his start and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think that the guys inside the top five are, you know, they're on a little bit different level than Tyler's going to be, especially just jumping in for one race. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we've seen, you know, Pike and those guys get into fifth. So yeah. uh, it, it's hard to say, but I think that's his range. So Well, and then also, too, he was in Costa Rica and stuff, so hopefully he's... He was racing, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I mean, I think uh... – you know, talking to Tyler, it sounds like he kind of limped through arena cross. You know, he was hurt at the beginning, and then he got hurt again. And so, uh, you know, he kind of – he's a little nervous just because he claims he's not as fit as as strong as he really wants to be at this point. But mm-hmm. he's been dealing with a lot of injuries. But, you know, it's we're not – this is not a Wilson deal where we, you yeah. know, expect the kid to go out there and light the world on fire. We, You know, we're, I'm just happy that he's, you know, willing to ride the bike, you know, get some good TV time for us and – I think it'll be a good opportunity for him. And um, mm-hmm. 
JT. Uh, and, uh, hopefully, hopefully he does well. JT, someone in the chat room is saying that Bowers will smoke Pike. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't really know. That, I, I mean, I think they're both right. capable of beating each other. At, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't care. Okay, great. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, how was the New York Supercars for you, Chad? Obviously, you're not racing it, but uh, what did you think of the whole thing? And the, I mean, considering the weather was so shitty and was on and off rain, I thought it held together pretty well. And uh, obviously, RV uh, really. From the, I mean, from the stands, it looked like uh, it looked like the track held up really well, considering how much rain we got off and on all day, and the lap times didn't drop drop too much. The track didn't come apart too much. So, I mean, it seemed like it was a pretty. Mm-hmm cool track um you know i wouldn't say it necessarily there was amazing racing i mean rb got the whole shot and i walked you know i pretty much knew the race was over at that <laughs> right. point yeah um I, le- I left actually i left at lap eight or seven or something like that knew the race was over so i just went and got my backpack and left nice. but um right. oh. the missed traffic but uh anyway right. I, I thought it was cool i mean i think it's it's a necessary spot for us to go and mm-hmm and race, I think, it, you know, the crowd was super into it, it whatever, which I thought was yeah. awesome. You know, like, they yep. they were really aware of what was going on. It seemed like it seemed like basically the crowd was just full of, you know, dealer fans, you know, like they were actually <laughs> moto, moto people that, that got it and understood it. And, you know, even, you know, they were into their hometown people, and yeah. I thought it was pretty cool to see Dakotas up there. And now, I, I mean, I thought the, the event itself was, was awesome. Yeah. No, they were into it. There's, there's no doubt about it. Um uh, breaking news, by the way, James just uh, tweeted that he'll be in Vegas racing. So it looks like the knee injury isn't that serious. So, um, yeah, so it looks forward. Like Amazing. We'll, yeah, it looks like we'll see him there. Um, hey, so uh, what about what about New York City itself? We we hung out a little bit on Friday, you, myself, and JT and, and Burner. We went to a, a baseball game. Uh, you've never been there. Uh, you've never been to the city. It's pretty amazing, huh? Just It just never stops, man. Yeah, I mean, crazy city. I mean, it's definitely not for me. I like my, <laughs> I like, I like Florida. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it was. I mean, it was cool. You know, just to take in the experience. Um, you know, Ground Zero was pretty gnarly. You know, to just to think of. You know, I mean, it was. You know, it was us that went and checked that out. So yeah. Um, yeah, pretty nuts to just think of. You know, a plane going hauling butt into a building is pretty gnarly. So, um, I mean, going to a baseball game i can tick that off of my list to never ever do again <laughs> um that was probably the most boring experience of my life but uh let me ask you this did, yeah, did the I mean, Yankees? it was cool i went to if you're gonna go to watch one why not go to the yankees and angels game did did the yankee sweatshirt make it home yes oh that was old. oh okay all right and i and i found out i paid a hundred dollars for that thing so as soon as i found that out <laughs> I, I thought, yeah, most most right, time. right. We were betting on whether that thing ever so I think left. JT, technically, I think JT owes you five bucks. I think he does. Yeah, I think... made it home. Yep. Yeah, oh, you, you said it never. Yeah, I wore it home. You wore it. Wow. Okay. Big Yankee. Yeah, I think fan. He was very cold. Big Yankee. It must fan. have been very cold Sunday morning. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, no, it uh, it's 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 going to be uh, uh, exciting to see you back on the bike for outdoors, and uh, you know. We're hoping that you're going to be – I mean, are you going to be 100% for Glen Helen? Do you think – are you kind of putting yourself in the mindset a little bit where you're going to have to take a couple races to uh, to get back to, to, you know, 100%? Yeah, I mean, today, obviously, I rode, and, uh, you know, it's we're just going to try to – I mean, the biggest – the most important thing to do is we're just going to have to try to, you know, limit the 
the curve, you know. I mean, it's a new bike for us for outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't have, you know, months to, to wrap our heads around it and see, you know, what what feels best. Um, you know, today I tweaked on the bike a lot. I mean, basically we got, you know, base settings from, you know, from RV from last year and, and – for as fast as that dude goes outdoors, I'm completely. I don't know how he rides the bike like that. So <laughs> you've always that, you always run. Yeah. That yeah. setting does not work for me. So uh, <laughs> I, I would uh, I would have to admit that today was a little disappointing. I, I, we're further off of the setting than yeah. than what I would like to admit. But uh, you know, so I got stuff getting FedEx tonight. I'll ride again a little bit tomorrow, and yeah, just try to get the guys information. And my hands are probably going to be the biggest thing, you know. Try to get my hands back in shape. Um, my hands were pretty sore after, you know, a little bit of riding, and yeah, just try to, you know, just try to get ready. I mean, I'll be totally stoked to be honest with you, just to be at Glen Helen and have, you know, and, and be in a competitive, um, you know, way uh, mm-hmm. as far as like just physically. I think the. I think the bike will come around fast. Um, you know, we made a lot of tweaks, and I think we found a good direction. So those guys will hopefully hit it on the on the head tomorrow, and uh, and then I can just roll. Well, it's not a surprise. It's not a surprise for you. you. You didn't like the Honda guy settings either. You've always told me, like, man, I don't. I just I like my bike the way Lars has told me the same thing. So that shouldn't have been that much of a surprise. You like stuff a certain way. It works for you. And I'm not sure if anybody else has ever. I don't remember you being like that at Yamaha too much, but I guess over the years you developed just the way you like a bike to feel. Yeah, I think like that. And I think that at Yamaha, I mean, think about it. I mean, you know, who was there before us was Jeremy. And I think Jeremy, you know, pretty much other than DV, everything was more, you know, Jeremy, I mean, DV was kind of had his own setting. He did. And that was kind of left field compared to us. But, like, Timmy and I, I think we just kind of piggybacked off of, um, you know, where mm-hmm. Jeremy finished off. And I think that, for me, that was the style that I enjoyed and the and the, that what fit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of the, the, you know, recent bikes that I've gone to, I think that they've been, you know, just, they've just been different, you know, like from what I was used to. So, right. um, I'm not surprised that the settings are, are, you know, and it's not that they were just way off. It's just different, you know, like yeah, the way yeah. he looks yeah. it is is obviously different than what I like it. It's just, it's really interesting to get to ride somebody else's. Yeah. And I wouldn't say it's the hundred percent he's setting. It's probably a base setting you right. know, that's within the ballpark of where he ended up. They're not going to just hand us over the, you know, where he finished. Um, right, right. so I would imagine, you know, taking a wild guess, it's probably, uh, you know, just, we need to back up on a few things and, and, you know, get the balance, but, you know, watching from the outside, you see how fast he is and his strength and everything like that. And, I always thought it was kind of bike and settings, but it's just the way he rides and mm-hmm. what makes him comfortable and, and likewise, you know, in my settings. Right. So I'm going to have to ask you this because I, I've taken a lot of heat for my bashing of this uh, post-game post uh, pitch-off that Steve had with Dan Truman. Can you please uh, give me your honest opinion of what what went down here? <laughs> uh, yeah. I just – I can't believe I didn't video it. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy you did. I actually was like, we we probably don't need video of Truman getting beat by Mathis throwing a baseball. So I think that that was why I didn't do it. But then I was in such shock that Mathis was so horrible at throwing a baseball after throwing down a twenty dollar bet. If it's anyone knew that it was going to turn out like that, everyone would have videoed it. Who knew? I know. I, 
I, I never knew it was going to be that bad. I think just straight out of rotator cuff surgery and a screw in my coracoid and labrum <laughs> surgery, I think I 36 miles an hour. I don't know what happened, man. Everything went numb when I threw the first pitch, and and it was just <laughs> like I think I need Tommy John or rotator surgery. I, it was a disaster. And, and the worst thing was I was the one who initiated. I was the one talking shit to Truman. Like, Truman, like, put your money where your mouth is, bro, you know, like. <laughs> Like, I don't know what I was That's thinking. That's why I was like, yeah, we, we shouldn't video this. This is going to be real, you know, and it didn't turn out that way at all. Oh, it's not good. Hey, let's take, let's take some phone calls before we let you go here. The lines are full, as always, when uh, when you're on the uh, on the line. Chris, what's up? What's your question for Chad Reed? Hi, uh, Chad. I was wondering if uh, your sponsorship for next year and how many years to come, you got discount tires. Is it going to be a heavier stress trying to get sponsorship or to secure on things, or how, how's that going? Uh, we're a year one of a three-year uh, contract with Discount. You know, we're excited to keep those guys around for a few years, and hopefully that'll be a you know a, a long, long relationship that won't end after that. Um, yeah, right now, I mean, obviously we're currently currently working with sponsors, current and new, and um, you know, just today put a contract out there for somebody. So yeah, I mean, nice. hopefully, hopefully we'll be a two-rider team next year. There you go, Chris. Uh, we hope to see that. Hopefully, O. Wilson there with you. And uh, I'll tell you what, that people support you, we'll support them. Right on. Thanks, man. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, Wilson's a good kid, man. I'm be on our team. <laughs> What's that? What'd you say? I said Wilson's already taken. Yeah, that's what I hear. Um, all right, Tyson. Tyson, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Uh, Reedy, it's kind of cool watching um, you kind of go to different places, like with the MotoGP and, you know, you were in New York with, with uh, the race. I was just curious, when was the last time that you were starstruck by someone who you met? Starstruck. Um, or, or have you ever been? Maybe the first time. Yeah, you met, I mean, yeah. Go ahead. But, you know, like I think the first time I met Jeremy, um, you know, way back in, when you, Bercy before when you cleaned him out? out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, you know, I was kind of like, I was nervous. I don't know if I was starstruck, but just nervous, right. you right. know. And um, and then I would say probably the next guy that's ever done that would be just Rossi. You know, like I think I, I look up for Valentino. I'm a huge MotoGP fan. and um, You know, and the fact that he's a huge fan of you and, and knows a lot about your races and the sport in general, I think mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, it's kind of like, you're like, whoa, this dude actually – not only do I look up to him and follow him, he, he knows everything about me too. So, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, JT, nothing captures Chad Reed's sort of racing attitude or anything like meeting Jeremy McGrath or being a bit nervous. He just wanted to leave him with something to remember him by. <laughs> but then cleaned him out yeah. when he was in this his way. This guy's going to remember me. <laughs> right, yeah. right. I think that does capture you, Chad, to be honest. Like, you don't care. You know, there's McGrath holding you Wait. up at Bercy, and you're like, all right, I got to go. I want you to take this front wheel home. <laughs> So he was in the way. I want. I wanted to get second. Yep, exactly. I think that just that, yeah. that just captures you in a little bit, uh, and I mean that in a flattering yeah. way for real. Uh, thanks, Tyson. I I I put my cousin being my main competition, and you know, like you bro down with your cousin and hang out. You don't obviously hate each other, and mm-hmm. but hey, if he's in the way, put him on the ground if you got to. Right, right, right. Uh, Mike, what's your <laughs> uh, what's your question to uh, to Chad Reed? Yeah, hi guys. Um, my question is: Is that how, Chad? How do you balance being a husband, a father, a team owner, businessman, and concentrate on racing with all that life going around you? 
it's kind of my normal, you know. Like I think that uh, to be truthful, without that, it's I don't know. I think it's more hectic. I mean, look at RV. I mean, he has, you know, you think that there's so much responsibilities in life when you're what is he 24 to 25 years old and earning millions of dollars, got a wife. You know, that life is so easy. Um, but yet you you think it's so difficult and, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I don't know, I think kids brung perspective to my life, you know, made me more appreciative of what what I do and what I have. And I don't know, it just for me, it brung the passion back, you know, like I love it. The team and the kids, the wife. Um, we're, how are you able traveling to compartmentalize that, though? How am I, what, sorry? You know what I'm saying? How do you able to departmentalize that though? Because like one minute you're you got the hat on for team owner, the next minute you're you got to get out there and race, and the next minute you have to get out there and 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 get more sponsors, and it just seems like a lot going on. And I, I mean, I marvel at you guys that you're able to really put all that aside when you get on the track. Uh, I just find it just yeah, really that, uh, uh, incredible. You know, one of the things that's uh, one one key thing is is obviously having a super supportive wife that's you know got your back and. Um, you know, we don't have a dozen, you know, uh, babysitters running around here. I mean, she does it all on her own, and um, you know, she kind of takes care of the family. Obviously, I'm home, and I'm I try to play dad as much as I possibly can. Um, and then, you know, with the race team, I have Astafin taking care of me with uh, sponsors, and and then Goose and Devo, and and um, though I have to see everything. You know, on a day-to-day basis, um, you know, they, they help me massively. And, uh, yeah, I try to be the athlete when I can and be, be ready to go. Cool. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I need to see um, Bodner this weekend or somebody for a rotator cuff look. Look at rotator cuff surgery. <laughs> so uh, something something happened there. But, yeah. So- something happened there. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, my – you should call uh, double double down on that one and call it next year. Yeah, <laughs> you should talk exactly. to uh, Doc G. Yeah, I could. I could talk to Doc G. Yeah, you dialed in. Yeah, I know for sure. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, uh, uh, Chad, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Always a good time. I look forward to seeing Bowers on the bike this weekend. And, and you know, so there's no secret that class we need. We need some excitement right now in that 450 Supercross class. So, um, and then yeah. of course outdoors. Oh, hurting a little bit. It is a little bit. Yeah, it, awesome. it is. So. Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Hey, thank you. Appreciate. It. Have a good night, guys. All right. Later. See you. Chad Reed, everybody, uh, on the line. Let's uh, let's get our next guest on the line. Surprise caller. Surprise guest. It's what we do here. Yeah, it's what we do. Well, first we start stuff. The show that the stars call into, and then we usually to... pissed off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then we usually get. Then we have to like uh, uh, clean up the mess after. All right, and we're still going to talk about New York City. Lots of talk about New York City Supercross. Justin Bogle. Uh, clinching it this weekend, um, basically clinching it this weekend. Strong ride from him. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't. Well, I don't want to say and no one expected that, but we didn't. I expected right. him to play it a little safer. And yeah. to his credit, I should have. I feel like I was pretty stupid. I should have known better because he's just better than those guys. Right. He could ride nervous and be better than yeah. those guys. Yeah, so the depth isn't exactly there. I underestimated how he would handle it, and he just, ah, he just. Worked, I thought he J- worked those I thought guys. J Mart was going to win. So I did too. When he yeah. when J Mart was kind of behind him, yeah, and then he finally got to second. I'm like, he's just going to go for broke here yeah. and win, and, and, and Bogle's going to go. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Bogle just rode away right. from him. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, absolutely. All right, let's get our next guest on the line here, real quickly. He doesn't have a lot of time, but he does want to clear up some rumors. There's people retweeting photos that uh, maybe aren't correct. Justin Barsha. 
j- just when I think that you and I are on good terms, we're not now. Now I go and do something like that. <laughs> yeah, we're not friends anymore. Like Damn I said, it. I was, just, I was just texting you. I told you uh, we're playing in Vegas for sure. <laughs> oh, man. So, okay, so, yeah, there was a photo. MX Motocross Action put a photo out on their Instagram of what looks like you on a JGR Yamaha. And, of course, lots of rumors about you going there next year and this and that. I think Dirt Shark uh, regrammed it. Is that what it regrammed it? It's called? Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, okay. And uh, and so then I went ahead and like thought that was pretty shitty of MXA to do that because – from what I hear, there's photos of you out there on this thing. And I don't know, you don't have to confirm or deny that, but uh, I thought that was pretty shitty of MXA to do that. But it turns out that's not even you. It's not even you. Yeah, yeah, it's quite the kind of little disaster right now because obviously, you know, the rumors are high about me going um, other places. And, yeah, there's been rumors that there's pictures of me out there riding that, and, you know, that's pretty false also. So so what happened was, I'll kind of throw down the story real quick, Um I'm friends with a lot of people at MTF, and there's one Pacific kid um, there that's a, a big fan, and he has a whole bunch of my gear and stuff, and uh, I give MTF gear all the time for, like, mm-hmm. camps and whatnot to give away. Mm-hmm. And, and um, what happened was he was riding today and uh, ended up riding a friend's Yamaha, and it looks, you know, pretty much exactly like me. He has, you know, the same boots, gear, helmet, but right. just doesn't have the name on the jersey. And um, he posts a picture on Facebook, and uh, someone from MXA is friends with him on there, and they reacted to it fast and stole a picture, posted it on their Instagram, and, uh, you know, kind of took off from there. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's, that sucks. And, and But I, just as we went to show, like 6.02, when the show was starting, uh, Jeremy Albrecht from uh, JGR was texting me and saying, that's not our bike, and he gave me all these reasons why it's not. Um, you know, I mean, like he's like, I'm looking at it too, and it's not our bike. So the bike isn't isn't their bike, and and you know, it's not you. It's some kid wearing the gear. So there's, yeah, there's and a the few kid, different reasons. It's a real skinny rider. Uh, it's definitely, it's you know, yeah, you know, obviously I wouldn't make up a story, and you know, if it was me, I'd be like, yo, that's me riding that bike. But <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. that's not the truth, and uh, definitely sucks right. that you know so, that happened. And I'm mad at you for being a crappy journalist. <laughs> <laughs> You, I can't wait for you to listen to your voicemail after the show because uh, I left you such a nasty voicemail. <laughs> oh man, maybe we should. Can we yes. play it? Can we play it on the air? Can I play it on the? I, air? I don't think we should play it on the air. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's that bad. Jesus. <laughs> That's good. Um, okay, uh, we'll check it out. That well, makes me happy. Well, look, I can I can delete the tweet that I retweeted. Um, but that's, kind of, I mean, people, you know, it's out there or whatever. I also put out there that it was not you already, uh, on my Twitter. Yeah. So, um, you know, the, the, with, with this kind of social media stuff, when you re, when you when you delete it, it's still out there. People grab it. You know how this shit yeah, works. Yeah, it's like, all over the place, but I do think it's pretty funny that this is probably the first time I ever uh, asked you if I could kind of be on the Pulp MX show. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> no, absolutely. I, and, here, and here I thought we were we were making such progress. Well, look. You I, know, I, I think I think we can still we can still fix our relationship. <laughs> I just, I, look, I, I, I was offered photos of you on a bike, on a non-Honda bike. Uh, I never saw them, but I was offered them. And yeah. I, and, I, and I said, Look, I don't know what you have. I have no idea. I do not want them. If it was on private property, uh, that's not. It's illegal. What are you doing? Or it's like in your circle of trust of your friends, which sucks. Also, I mean, JT and I were talking before the show. It's happened. Everybody does it. Nobody signs a contract without riding a bike. Uh, but it's shitty that people would take a photo of you or, or photos of you or whatever. And and like you know, so that basically, I thought that those photos that I'd offered, which I never saw, but a guy said they existed. Uh, I thought that I thought that those were them. So, 
Yeah, I, I remember us uh, talking yeah, about that at one yeah. point, and uh, we we heard about it even before that too. That people were talking about it, and we were just like, yeah, you know, that's... it's not true. It, you know, didn't happen or whatever. But right, yeah, it sucks so, that people are out there doing that kind of stuff. But oh well. Definitely. Um, well, well, now you you just can't hang up, hang up on us. So now we get yeah, to, I now. can hang out now for a little bit. All right. Uh, good. A good look. You got fourth. You lost the Toyota truck, but you still had a good New York race, man. Uh, second fastest lap time of the night. And uh, a fourth place, charging hard fourth place. So you got to be semi happy. Yeah, I mean it was a great race. I think I rode the best I've ridden in a while. But yeah, I definitely wanted to kind of shoot myself after the race. Lost the truck, lost the race, <laughs> <laughs> lost a lot of stuff. So that was disappointing. But it was the the best I rode, and uh, I started in I believe fifteenth place and worked my way up to fourth and was catching uh, you know the guys in front of me. So. I felt good about that, so that was good, but definitely wanted to win bad, especially yeah. in front of the hometown crowd. Yeah, like, I'm interested. How long did you, I mean, did you grow up in New York, or did you head to south to MTF pretty quick? I mean, how long were you in New York racing uh, that district and everything else? So, Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I was born in Jersey and lived there for just, you know, a little bit, one, two years old, and then I uh, lived in New York until I was probably about, uh, I'd say, you know, 13 years old so i did race up there yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah uh, for a long time so and I, I it was crazy this weekend to, to see people that i haven't seen since i was such a little kid and to just uh, look back on that it was really some great feelings this weekend how many tickets did you have to get or did you let lorraine handle that yeah mom handled it but there was uh a lot of requests for tickets like <laughs> way more than i've ever uh expected yeah how's and how's outdoor testing going you feel good yeah, outdoor testing went good. Uh, we tested uh, after Seattle a little bit down in Hangtown, and and that went book. Uh, that went really good. We got the bike kind of dialed in pretty good. I've been I rode outdoors today. It was mm-hmm. fun at home, and uh, we still have two more tests. I head to California after Vegas to really get it dialed in, and you know put a mm-hmm. charge in. Six time. How's everything with six time? Six time, six times good. He, he's actually in the li- he was in the living room just a little bit ago. We were talking, and uh, he's like, "Dude, I can't stay up. I gotta go to bed." So <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's sleeping in the other room right now, and uh, we gotta get up early and uh, work hard. Obviously, get back at it. And uh, are you coming out? Are you staying out in Cali after Vegas? Is that the plan? Yeah, that's the plan. I'm just gonna stay out there, and uh, you know, this uh, outdoor series means a lot to me, and I want to have my bike, uh, you know, perfect, right. and you know, try to do the right things to to make it happen even though you you're going to be dreading it the whole time just so cal just yeah you know i'm not the biggest fan of california no. but like i said I'll, I'll do whatever it takes to try to get a get my bike perfect and uh win races it's funny though jt like uh you know we had you know on the yamaha days villaman lived in socal pretty much all the time uh and then timmy and, and chad would come in and like i don't even know if you go to glen helen on a thursday sure there's half the class there, and it's go time. But I don't even know if it, like, helps. You know what I mean? There's there's other guys out on the track. It, it's Don't tell Mitch Payton that. I know, I know. Yeah, but he loves it. Do you think it helps, JT? Do you think it, like – I don't know if it helps or hurts. It, if, I mean – It depends on if you need it. I think if you need to get in that, get out there and, and find some speed or something maybe. But um, I never was a really big fan of it. I feel like the races are on Saturday, and that's when you really need to be at right. your peak. You know, The rest of it is, is preparation for that, so – I was never a huge fan of it. I don't like people doing stupid stuff when I'm trying to train and do things yeah. to get better. So it's what I, I think. I'm sure lots of people feel differently about it. Lappers and everybody else. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a little bit dangerous, too. Flaggers aren't always the best situation out there, and it's yep. a little sketchy. Yeah. You agree with that, Justin? 
Yeah, I agree with JT for sure. It's uh, it's definitely the danger zone. Uh, I've almost landed on guys just you know guys rolling around or make a mistake. It's uh, it can really bite you. But at the same time, there's there's benefits to it. But I think right. the risk is uh, too much. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I know, like, Jimmy Perry would have the stopwatch out. and Yeah, it like, just turns into a big race. Like, yeah. If you want to have a race, let's make it a race. It's, right. But it's not. You know, we're yeah. trying to get things accomplished out there. And, uh, you know, one lap would be, like, a 212, and the next lap is a 216. He's because, freaking out. Yeah. yeah but he's but somebody's in the way. Right. He couldn't even jump a jump. Or some quad or yeah. something, and you're like, don't worry about it, Jimmy. Like, everybody, <laughs> like who cares, you know? Yeah, I think it's, a, it's always so. dangerous to have guys that – it may be their first time riding ever out there, and then you have Justin Barsha out there set, you know, at a yeah. world class pace, yeah. and they're on the same, going in the same line. And you come up, you come up on guys so fast that they have no idea you're coming up on them, and there is no possible way to predict what they're going to do. That's not a good combination. No, um, Justin, do you like Glenn Helen? I know you made your you made your pro debut there way back oh uh, nine, I guess. Um, do you yeah. like Do you like Glenn Helen? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Glenn Helen. I, I think uh, Glenn Helen's a weird place, though, because on practice days it's uh, a lot different than on race days because race days they really prep it really deep and gnarly. And So uh, some days you love Glenn Helen and some days you don't like Glenn Helen too much. But I'm a big fan of uh, of the place. I think it's cool, and I'm uh, very excited to race there. Well, hey, have fun riding your Yamaha tomorrow, your JGR Yamaha <laughs> tomorrow. Uh, we saw photos, so it, it's out there. Now – Thanks yeah. for thanks for calling in and clarifying it, and and I apologize for retweeting it. What I thought <laughs> nah. was true, but it's not, and you know, but um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, sorry to burst everyone's bubble, but that's uh, right. that's not real life. I mean, it's real life, but it's just not me. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe maybe uh, tell the kid to stop putting photos on Facebook. Be like, hey, listen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. His name's his name's Neil, and he's he's a big fan of mine, and, and right. has all my gear and stuff. But I I, I definitely kind of yelled at him a little bit, but yeah. I'm, I'm 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 over it already. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, it's good. Now we can rebuild this uh, this friendship once again that has been burned to the ground. Yeah, so. you know, I'm coming to your hometown, <laughs> Vegas, this weekend. Maybe we can uh, catch up. Get yeah, yeah, hang out. That might be pushing it a little. Maybe yeah. a couple of coffee. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right, buddy. Hey, thanks for thanks for clearing it up, and thanks for calling in. Hey, no worries. Thanks for having me on. I'll uh, see you this weekend. All right, sounds good. See you, Justin. Take care. All right, Justin Barsha. It's not him. Yeah, I'm I'm totally good with that. Even if it was, I'm totally good with (laughs) it. Even if it was, you're good with it. Yeah, I'm good with it either way. Right, either way. All right, let's take our first commercial break of the night here on the Pulpomex Show presented by BTOsports.com. We still have Vince Freeze coming up and Mike Williamson, Nick Way, you and Williamson are just going to start talking about Purcell, aren't you? You're just going to—it's going to come up. It's going to come up. It's going to come up. Um, and uh, we got much more. We still got to give away give away two tickets uh, to Vegas Supercross from Vortex. We'll do that right when we come back from this commercial break. Thanks everybody for listening. And see you in a little bit. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late '70s, dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserved nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders, and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority, and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. 
Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mm-hmm. Mic check. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Supporting riders like Michael Lieb, Vince Freeze, Chris Blows, Cody Gilmore, and the Motosport.com Spine Chillers Arena Cross team of Nathan Skaggs, Mike McDade, Willie Browning, and more. Join the Racetech team by applying for rider support at Racetech.com. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All and fab products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, There's Atlas, and then there's everything else.
For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. Hey, 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 hey. W-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-
1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? It's time to check out the Moto Company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the Moto Company. MotoCompany.com Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like arena cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. 
You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Some cult Pulp MX show presented by BTO Sports.com. Chattery, Justin Barsha already on the line. I'm Steve Mathis. With me here, Jason Thomas and Devin Gibbs producing the show. We thank everybody for listening. Uh, Vince Freeze coming up here along with Mike Williamson, four time Supercross champion winning mechanic uh, of Ryan Villapoto. And looking forward to uh, giving away some tickets to Vegas. You want to win some tickets to Vegas? Yeah, why not? Uh, so, courtesy of Vortex Racing, we're going to give away some tickets. First person to call in right now, 702-586-7857, and get the correct answer to this question. A Vortex Racing rider won a race this weekend in New York City. He, uh, he won a race. Maybe not the main event. Maybe a heat race. Maybe an LCQ. Maybe a semi. But uh, the first person to call in and name that rider who uses Vortex products, who won a race this weekend, gets two tickets to... Las Vegas Supercross. So, did we get our winner already? Good talk. Yeah. He's thinking. He's on the way. Uh, okay, never mind. All right, listen. Um, A10 Solutions, your one-stop source for the finest performance products for your body. A10 Solutions offer Rhino Power Sports Supplements, the proven performance supplements used by dozens of top MX athletes, including Tomac, Reed, Millsaps, Roxon, 810 Solutions, the number 810solutions.com, and uh, they are the southern United States distributor for Rhino Power. And uh, enter the code PULPMX at checkout to receive 15% off your entire order. And JT, Fly Racing. Did you know, JT, that Fly Racing makes much more than gear, helmets, and casual wear? I've heard that. It wasn't uh, still not totally sure on what's going on there, but I'm sure you're going to fill me in. Fly produces a range of bike stands, loading ramps, tie-downs, handlebars, grips, levers, and more. Visit flyracing.com to visit 
their full range of hard parts. Um, Raining Yellow. What's going on? Hey, I just wanted to, I got a serious question about my break, but uh, I want to say I heard James is all right, and uh, my summer is now going to be back to, uh, it's going to be good. Congratulations on James's well-being of his knee. It really, Absolutely. Uh, hey, I was, I was willing to give my hey, knee buddy. to him. What's the question about your brakes? Okay, so I uh, tweeted you at one point. I rode without my front brake, so I ordered all the the replacement part, the parts, the plunger, the spring, the the whole rebuild kit. Mm -hmm. Still no pressure in the brake at all. You probably have air trapped in the line somewhere. Well, that's the thing. We even took it off the line, like took the cylinder off, the master cylinder. Yeah. Put oil, once we rebuilt it, put oil, the brake oil in it and pumped it, and it wouldn't even shoot out of that. There's a little white cap on the bottom of the master cylinder. It's possible you put that in upside down or it came off. Okay. There's, there's holes in there that bleed the fluid into the master cylinder. Um, okay. you wouldn't, you'd have to pump it a, a, a lot to notice any fluid go down, though. It wouldn't be like a massive fluid drain, you know what I mean? Um, like just, just holding the, cylinder, the master cylinder in my hand and pumping it with my thumb? I, yeah, you wouldn't, really, you wouldn't really notice it. No, you wouldn't really notice it. Why don't you put it back on the bike? And bleed it at the at the master cylinder brakes brake uh, bolt right there. That's the easiest way to do. And then you know, okay. then you know all the air is out of the master cylinder, and then you can work your way down the line to uh, get it all out of the line. Okay, so there's a bleeder on the master cylinder. Well, w no, with the bolt where the bolt where the line bolts in. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, use that bolt. Uh, crack open that bolt. You know, just a little bit while you hold the lever in, and get yourself some pressure. Okay, because yeah, that's, I think we did that though. Because yeah, we took we took the bolt off, the line off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you no, know, you, you put put the bolt, leave the bolt, leave it all attached. Pump it up, pump it up, pump it up. Crack open the bolt. You'll hear a little bit of air, and then uh, then while you still have the the, the lever, uh, put pressure on the lever, tighten the bolt back up, and then repeat pumping, pumping, pumping. And okay, I'll give it a try. Yeah, bro. Come on. You can figure it out. I figured out. if anyone I was going to call and ask, it was going to be you, so I appreciate it. Uh, no worries. Thanks. Good luck with your breaks. Right. Hit me All up right. on Take Twitter. Care. All right. See you. Same, same place Casey Stoner goes for his tech tips. Yeah, no doubt, right? Steve Mathis. First thing Casey Stoner says to me, I love your tech tips. I'm like, what? <laughs> From like 2009 when I was at Transworld. Yes, Devin. Got a winner. We got a winner, everybody, so stop calling in. His name is Ryan Brown. Ryan Brown, congratulations. And it was his first time listening tonight ever. Wow. And Jesus. one tickets to Vegas. And he got Jimmy Dakotas. Yep. The and Ripper. He, and he also asked me, how does he get a job here? And I said, wait till they fire me. <laughs> well, uh, does he like to sleep in his truck? And, you know, that's number one. I didn't get that much information, right. but maybe a courting process right. later we can we'll, get all that. So we'll email him. Yep. Um, uh, thanks to Vortex for that. Hell yeah. All right. And before we get too far into the show, did you know that Vince Freeze is using production CRF250 suspension? I did not. Just upgraded with the Race Tech internals. And uh, Racetech.com, uh, 20 years um, they've been helping, or 30 years they've been helping riders out in the sport. And there's 20 privateers right now that are running this stuff. And uh, Malcolm Smith, McGrath, Brayton, Alessi, Weimer, Wharton, Bloss, uh, all at one point in their career they've chosen Racetech for their suspension needs. And now uh, you can join the Racetech support team by applying online at Racetech.com. And uh, we're going to give away a Racetech shirt, hat, sticker pack, and a free rebuild certificate. Uh, on, on our Twitter, so keep, keep stay tuned to that, and uh, you can win again. Just pays for listening, or uh, pays for listening to the show, people. That's easy. Look, and I know you guys need something, something out there with uh, your suspension. It has to have has to need work. So racetech.com. Here's our emails. 
uh, brought to you by Race Tech. Steve, love your show. I've written before, but you were awesome on DMXS. One of the best interviews I've ever heard. And thanks for going on DMXS. That was classy. From Goon25. That sounds about right. Right. Well, look, people think Goon25 thinks you're amazing. People think I that, couldn't agree more. You like that throw? Uh, people <laughs> think that uh, DMXS and I, uh, we're fighting. We're not fighting. It's like, whatever. They do their thing on Wednesday nights. We do our thing on Monday nights. And we take calls. They don't take calls. Are they, we have segments. Are, I, mean, I know they were the original. Are they still the best? Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. So, okay. yeah, uh, happy to have those guys. Happy to be on their show anytime. Uh, Kip, will someone please disable the RV bot? It's getting depressing watching him get no emotional reaction from winning. I get if you don't. I get it if you don't like it anymore, but just retire and enjoy your life. <laughs> yes, Kip, just for you. It's true, though. Our, I mean, he doesn't have the Showtime personality. The channel? <laughs> the channel or the Showtime. <laughs> late, night, late Night Showtime is, is a good channel to um, be on, I'll tell you right what'd now. What did you think of the interview with McGrath and Villapoto? I've heard a couple I, of mixed I, opinions on I, it. I just fast-forward through everything about <laughs> the racing. Um, I mean, it's just, he is what he is. He's just You've been around him when he's not. He's not that person. He just doesn't want to show that on television. Same with Ryan Dungey. Those guys are so scared of the backlash if they say the wrong thing or offend anybody. So they take the safe route and don't show any personality, which I, I completely understand fans' frustration at that. Mm-hmm. But I can assure you, and obviously I'm preaching to the choir telling you this, but he is a very personable guy. He's funny. He's very sarcastic. Uh, he likes to play around. But they just don't they don't want to show it. And I don't think that's gonna change. I don't yeah. think you're ever gonna see that. No, I just yeah. I, I get it though. I get the yeah. The stuff like with the Toyota and the Ford and the Raptor and yeah. all that's him. Yeah. Like he yeah. let it out a little bit there. That's right. him twenty four seven. Yeah. If he has any way to get at you or poke you or make fun of you or anything, he's gonna he's gonna jump all over it. Yeah. He just doesn't he doesn't portray that and I think fans get the wrong idea of him. But he, I mean I think Carmichael was a little like that, don't you? Uh, Carmichael was racing in the internet age and right. social media age, and as big as the sport is now. Yeah, I think I think I think, very, I think everyone is. I think on they're that. very similar. I think everyone is like that to a point. You see right. guys that have more personality than others, but the guys that have been burned, they they feel like they say the wrong thing and they just get ruined for it. They're just like, okay, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. You're gonna get my sponsors, and I'm gonna say thank you, and I'm out. Yeah. Like it's just not worth yeah, it. Yeah, the, the Reed and Wyndham are the exceptions. Yeah, everybody else is in. Yeah, the, and, and in the you always have differing levels of of media savviness. So if a guy doesn't feel like it's his strong suit to always say the right thing and a guy that you would never picture being in the booth, he's just going to go for the easy route. If you have a guy like Chad Reed or Wyndham or someone who they're confident in their media skills, maybe they're willing to to push the envelope a little bit and, and get a little bit more involved. But I can totally understand where a guy like Dungy or, or what people think of RV is coming from. It's just easier and they're never going to get in trouble. They're never going to have to deal with controversy. Okay, maybe people are pissed about it, but whatever. It's it's yeah. the easy way out. Yeah. Uh, Ken said, uh, tits versus tits. The segment of the show was radio gold and is sorely missed. Wow. I propose that they come back every week and the answers can be sent in by instant messaging. Peter can be live on the phone while Pookie is in studio. By doing this, all the existing rules can be met. Since this is obviously a great idea, my compensation will be minor in comparison to the rewards everyone will receive. I will say the strongest point of having tits back is tits versus tits. Agreed. It's agreed. It's, it's a, a great good segment. segment. I tried. Segment. I tried bringing it, but I'd crush it. Do you it. think we could do like a, a a remote segment, tits versus tits, like oh, that's on what the Ken phone? Was saying. Oh, okay. That's what Ken was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in on that. Uh, Scott says so. With Davalos and Baggett not pointing out, and presumably going back to the 250 class, 
What two riders do you think got screwed out of a pro circuit ride? Uh, I think there's a few guys. I think there's a, there's guys that are on the fence. I think uh, Chris Aldridge. I think uh, Tyler Bowers. Um, I think there's a few guys like that, that that have a chance. I know there's probably a lot of guys that are hoping to go there um, that, that we don't really know about. But there are definitely Cali kids coming up. And then, obviously, Bowers has been on the fence going into last year and this year. So um, it's a little unfortunate, but Mitch is going to pick the best guys, and that's the way it's always going to be. So whoever's yeah. eligible and is the fastest guy is going to get it. I think Jeremy Martin could have gone there to PC, but he's re-signed. Well, he could have yeah. gone. He was going to yeah. go, I think. Yeah. If, if, if he was available, Mitch would have taken him, but yep. he signed his deal. So it's really kind of a different situation. Uh, Jason says, hey, Steve, just a question. Maybe you guys could shed some light on knee braces. Seems like every professional and more and more weekend warriors like myself are investing in braces. Uh, but like RV a couple years ago, Stu last weekend, and recently a friend of mine, where they're having these injuries and putting them on the sidelines. Now, I know good gear can't protect everything all the time, but why these little dabs in slick turns and the smallest little tweak and boom, you're out while you wear knee braces? I don't think it's the smallest little thing. As a rider, I know of a few times specifically where if I didn't have a knee brace on, I feel like I would have tore my knee up. And, I mean, I, I don't. At that level, the guys, especially outdoors, the guys are going so fast and dragging their feet and catching it on ruts and all kinds of things. I think there's a lot of times where it, it does save you. But at some point, the impact and the torque and all these things are too great. I don't care what you're wearing. It's, you're still going to have an injury. So there's all of those different levels where the knee brace may prevent all of these injuries. But once you get to a certain point, you could have a cast on your leg and you're still going to hurt it. So uh, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, there's, yeah. there's some things that are just no brace is going to prevent. Yeah, it's uh, it's just like a neck. I mean, neck braces. We've seen guys get hurt with neck braces. You know what yeah. I mean? It just it doesn't always. We took you look at how fast people are going. How they hit a, a direct impact or anything on your leg. I don't care what sport you're in. There's not you know. Look at football players or anything. These guys are tearing their ACLs. Yeah. Every other you know what I mean. There's guys on teams. Almost every game somebody tears an ACL. If you watch a football game, almost every game someone on the team goes down with. Yeah, a but they're not wearing they're not sort. wearing braces. Some of them are. Yeah, I don't but know. I'm just saying, if you right. look at impacts, if yeah. they didn't have knee braces on like right. football players do, think how much I, I worse it could be. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, let's get to our next guest on the line. Uh, finishes th- third, a career best, third place this weekend in New York City Supercross. Definitely a rider that uh, seems to be getting better and better every year. Vince Freeze, what's up, Vince? What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, congratulations, third place. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm stoked. It was right. a good weekend. Uh, what's Honda contingency for that? Do you know? Did you look into it? Uh, I haven't looked yet, but okay. um, I don't know. It's got to be more than fourth. Right, so right, yeah. I think, well, I, 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 think it was like, I think it was maybe 1000 bucks for fourth or something like that. Oh, okay. Not, yeah, yeah. not too great, really. but used well, to be a lot, man. It, yeah. What, what would it pay back in the day? I don't know. Back It was a lot back then. I remember in the 450 class, like uh, – Yeah, but you can't compare that to – Yeah, but it would have been a, a third in the 250 class compared to a seventh or eighth or ninth in the 450. Like, it was a lot. Yeah. You know, tens of – ten grand, maybe. Ten grand, yeah. you think? Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, back in the back in the heyday. Yeah, in the heyday of when <laughs> there was money in the sport. Oh, jeez. Well, it used to be 50 to win at one point. Yeah. So, it, it was right. a lot. Wow. I, I think a lot of times, Vince, I watch the 250 guys, and I'm like, oh, these guys are just making no money. They're just not making any money. Oh, 300 yeah. bucks? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's brutal for sure. They're definitely not paying us enough. Not in 250 class. There's no doubt. They can, they need to bump that up. There's you know who was very outspoken on this? Who? The Ripa. 
The Ripper, yeah. yeah he's, I'm, surprised yeah. He, I'm surprised he made it to the next race. I'm surprised he made it out of New York. Right. Mafia right, hit. Right. Uh, yeah, the Ripper's not happy. Yeah, he's always low on funds and, yeah. and pissed off about the first night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, but yeah, you got to be stoked. It was an up-and-down race for you, like... It was a crazy race where you seemed to get bet. You had a, like a midpoint or, or early in the race where things looked a little sideways. You were going backwards a bit, but then you regrouped and put your head down, and there was a pack of guys behind you, and you just pulled away from them. And, and, and really, I mean, it was a nice, nice third, like good, good, easy kind of third, which is the best. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. It was kind of a, it was kind of like a mental, like a mental block almost i feel like with with kind of getting up on the podium for the first time i've talked to it with some of my buddies like like jimmy and uh jake canada and guys that are right there that mm-hmm. you know we have the speed to be on a podium but we 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 hadn't done it yet obviously i did it first time this weekend but it was kind of i uh, yeah i kind of got to that midway point and i kind of got that mental block going and uh i think it was after Vogel and martin got me and the sugar was out front and mm-hmm. i kind of saw it slipping away from me and i was just getting frustrated you know and then uh uh, kind of, kind of felt like I, I watched it kind of slip away from me, and then obviously Bashigo, I think, got hung up on that tough block and that little weird rut there, and I was like, man, there we go. Like now I, yep, and I got another chance. That you know, I'm not gonna, I can't give this one up, and that's when I kind of, like, you know, had to had to tell myself to not, stop thinking about the podium and after the race and all that, and right. just kind of put my head down and put in four or five solid laps and get away from the guys behind me. So I think it kind of helped me out. Those guys going by at the beginning and kind of watching it slip away a little bit, you know. Right. 702-586-7857. You got a question for uh, Factory Metalworks, Vince Freeze. Third place in New York City, Supercross. Hey, that one triple coming on that turn, 250, on a 250 with it being slick and, and ruddy, I think got sketchy a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I cased it a couple times, and uh, I had to back off and double it a couple times. It was, yeah, I was definitely, I wasn't counting down laps anymore. I was just counting down how many times I had to jump that triple again. It was it was pretty pretty sketchy. I mean, it was a fun one actually during the day. It was it had a big nice space and it was good. But during that main, yeah, it got ruts that you you had to pick a rut pretty much coming into the turn and stick with it all the way up the face of the jump. So it got pretty gnarly. And how long did it rain for in the early? How many laps did it rain for? Do you figure it was nice a nice little sprinkle, the perfect amount of rain to just really make a track slippery. Yeah, I can't. I, I know. I remember. You know, right before the parade lap, it started started coming down a little bit and uh i don't know I, i'd say right around the halfway point I, I think i don't know i mean i was kind of in the zone i can't really remember but i'd say yeah. about the halfway point it ran up the tail you yeah. know and track was pretty slick till till the end of the race really i mean especially yeah. for you know I was, I was a little bit a little bit tense and, and nervous towards the end too so i was right. sliding around a little bit but yeah no, no doubt hey you got it you got a chance yeah. to get third in the series here and uh, i mean obviously your goal, like you told me after the race, you really third in the series is great and everything else. You really want to make a third in, at a race, and and uh, but you're you're you need one point basically to get third in the series, and that's man, that's a real accomplishment for a privateer like yourself. Yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. I uh, I, I hope I can get it done this weekend. Yeah, I, I think I'm in a tie with mm-hmm. Agate and uh, yeah, uh, Centurella. So yeah, hopefully I can. Uh, keep it on two wheels and, and go past those guys up and get a third. That'd be cool for me, cool for my team, and, uh, yeah, definitely a, a good accomplishment. Yeah, and also, too, um, uh, another podium. I mean, same group, same group of guys on the TV of the East are showing up in Vegas, and uh, I don't know, I've always felt like you were pretty good on that hard pack stuff and everything else, and uh, so you have a good chance of getting another podium. Yeah, definitely. I uh, 
never been a big fan of hard pack, but I living out in California, I'm getting uh, yeah, kind of I'm getting better at it, you know. So uh, I I think I'll be just as good, you know, on the hard pack stuff as I am on the on the tacky stuff. And riding the 450 out west out here, these tracks are are pretty pretty similar to Vegas. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, JT, you said the base of Vegas has been in there for a week, though. That's what I heard. Yeah, I heard it's they've been watering it, but I don't think that's really doing much. <laughs> so it's going to be slick, I think. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Vegas. The only thing I'm a little worried about is we come out like uh, I, I want to say the, our, like our main event will be like the, the opening race. You oh, know, yeah. Like, oh, right into the mud. West. I don't know which one goes first, and it's kind of got that first heat race that kind of slick layer over it. I'm sure, mm-hmm. Jason, you remember right? Oh yeah. Coming out first race, like it's got that like layer of like soft dirt over the top. It looks yep. nice, but it's really slippery, you know. I I I, uh, I know when they first announced that they were going to put the the mains uh, for the heat races. I I was telling Dave, I was telling Dave to get long, Dave to get long, and just into, into row forty. And he said they knew that and they were aware of that and they were going light on the water. And I think last year they kind of did. I think they. They did. They they it used to be really bad. and I think it wasn't so bad last year. So yeah, yeah. Well, I hope so. They they're, they're pretty. They're actually getting pretty good about uh being aware of stuff like that and yeah. fixing it. So what, uh, should be should be all right. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You got a question for uh, Vince Freeze? Hey, uh, outdoors. What's the plan? Um, I mean, right now we're we're I'm planning on riding a four fifty and uh, factory metalworks teams. Uh, mm-hmm. Doing everything they can to to help me out and help me get to them. Um, I know we're pretty low on funds. We're looking for people to step up and and help out for sure. But uh, mm-hmm. um, I'm I want to get on the 450 and at least do the first. I think I think we're trying to do the first six yep. at least, and then uh, kind of go from there. See how it's going and all that. But uh, right. I mean, uh, you know, right now I'm focusing on Vegas, and then uh, you know we got those two weeks, right. two weeks, and and. Obviously, Glen Helen Hangtown's right here, close for me, so so that'll be easy and kind of take it from there. Hey, um, there's no secret you've been involved in a lot of controversy on the track or whatever, and 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 there's been some stuff that you know you've been uh, yelled at for that's really not that bad, but because it's you and you know you 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 get the short end of the stick, a reputation like that is hard to shake. And then other times you have done some dumb stuff, but I feel like I mean we had a little incident first race of the year, but. You're trying to stay away from that stuff. You're trying to ride better, um, and it's it's obviously it's working. You're this year, last year, and this year, you've definitely taken a step up in your riding. But how frustrating can that be sometimes when you know that you know, hey guys, I'm working hard to 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 fix some bad habits, and, and yet people maybe don't give you the benefit of the doubt, or they, they 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 once you've done it once, that's it. You're you're that way forever. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've kind of been just trying to focus on racing and, uh, I think I found a little bit more speed these last, last two years. And I think that's kind of helped me. I think I've, I've really, the you know, the few years before that kind of mentally, I was, I put myself in a place where mm-hmm. maybe I wasn't at speed wise yet. And right. I, would, you know, I would get out there and I would get a good start and, and, and I could ride up there for a minute, but I just wasn't quite that fast. You know, I, I wasn't fast enough to be on the podium or be, you know, top 10 in the 40 class where now I, I kind of, I think I found that speed, or at least really close to finding that speed, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm not so frustrated out there. I, I'm riding, I'm riding, to, you know, to to my potential, or at least yeah. getting getting close to riding to my potential, and uh, I, I, I'm more comfortable and happy with 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 my speed and, and where I'm where I'm at, you know. Yeah, I think that's a good point. You're exactly right. You're just taking up, you, you know, you've te- you've stepped up in your speed, and, and that's 
it's come a lot easier racing with the top guys, right? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I, I kind of knew those first few years, the results I was getting in the, you know, where I was, you know, fighting in the LCQs and, and mm-hmm. you know, trying to even just get top 10 in the 250 class and just trying to make a main on the 450 class. I was like, yeah. man, you know, mentally I was thinking that's not cutting it. You know, I'm 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 not going to be able to make a career out of this if, mm-hmm. if I'm just trying to make the main in the 450 class or just trying to get a top 10 in the 250. You know, I, I know i got to be doing a lot better than that if I want to mm-hmm. really make a living at this and, uh, you know, make it my job. I think JT, I think it was a lot of doubt Weston Pike is the most improved racer from when he started to now. But Vince yeah. may be second. <laughs> Getting there. Uh, you mean, know what I mean? Like, he, Yes. I mean, to get third in the series and – even in his 450 races, you know, he's a threat to be in the top 10 whenever, regardless of who was out there. So I, I would agree. I mean, you know, obviously Vince, one of his strongest points is he can hole shot any time, any race against anyone. So that's uh, that's a big thing that a lot of people don't have that skill. So if he's figuring out the riding part and the, and the starts he has, so you put those two together and, and it's going to be successful. Let's talk about your starts, Vince. Why, why are you so good? What – where do you feel like your strength is and why you're so good at starts? What do you do better than other people? Without giving away your secrets, of course, but, like, have you always been a good starter? Do you, do you follow the same routine every time? Like, what? talk about your success at starts. Um, well, first off, you're going to want to call Todd at TLR Performance and get, a, <laughs> get an engine like mine. And uh, that, that, That's the first step to it. And mm-hmm. then, uh, yeah, I mean, I've always kind of been good since, and amateur days at, at my starts, I, I've worked a lot on them. I mm-hmm. think I've put more focus on on my starts than than the rest of the guys. I practice them more, and uh, uh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not I'm not buying that because I worked with riders that did thousands of starts and they still sucked balls. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure you practice them. I'm not doubting yeah, you, yeah. but I just feel I feel like starts yeah, no. are just there or they're not, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of the eye of the tiger kind of thing. You gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta really, I think, want it a little bit more than the rest of the guys. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, the consistency. I, I, I don't think there's anything specific technique-wise or anything like that. I think it's right. you know, it's kind of it really. To be honest, I almost feel like it's who's ever is the best with the clutch and the throttle. You know, yeah, yeah. kind of what it comes down to. You ever go to those whack-a-mole things in those fairs and see if you can just whack all the moles really quick? Like, maybe your reaction time is just incredible. <laughs> you know, just go yeah, to Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely I definitely think I got a good reaction time, but right. I don't even know if that's that's really all of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Call that the Mathis Privateer Challenge. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, um, the whack-a-mole private. <laughs> yeah, right. I just think, like... You got like I think Alessi and Freeze could hole shot on any bike. No, not you know. I'm sure TL, TLR Todd there does a great job. But and I feel like Timmy Ferry and Mike Larocco back in the day, and maybe Barsha. Or not Barsha was a good starter, but you know a, who's a, who's a bad starter now? Who, who's somebody uh, comes to mind? Tomac. Tomac, yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, not very good. Baggett. Yeah, Baggett. I yeah. feel like those guys just they could go through a hundred clutches and. And nothing would help. You know what I mean? That's just my, yeah. My no, I, I think the thing is the consistency on the starts is a key. Like yeah. you even even Red Dog got a whole shot every once in a great while. Right. Morocco is whole shotted races, but being in the top three or five every single time yeah. is the key. Yeah. and that's technique and a lot of it's confidence. I think and I think so too. Even guys once they and it all kind of snowballs. You get the confidence in your riding. 
and then you want to be up there on the start. If you don't think you're going to ride very well, you don't want to be up the front because it's going to highlight that and things aren't going to go well. <laughs> yeah. So I think it, a lot of things go into it to, to kind of make it work. Yeah, no, uh, I, I definitely agree. Uh, let's get to Alex here. Alex, what's up? Thanks for calling the Pulp Mech Show. What's up, Alex? Hey, um, I actually had a question for when Nick Whaley, and I was just put on hold, oh, but okay. sorry, uh, Vince. All right, well, um, what's your question for Nick Way? We'll, we'll, we'll ask Vince. Maybe maybe we'll right. apply. Well, he, uh, he's a Michigan native, as we all know, um, and there was this local race about how Brawl he used to race, and I was just going to wonder if he ever raced it. Will okay. ever race it again in the future? And I also had a question for you, Steve. All right, go ahead. All right. Since most teams are practicing at Glen Helen for testing, mm-hmm. do you think it will make for better, tighter racing, or will someone find a good line to learn the flow and dominate? No, the Glen Helen practice track on Thursdays is much different from the national track, Alex. Um, okay. But I do think you're if you're good at Glen Helen, like a Blake Baggett or uh, Alessi, yes, Villapoto's good, you're good at – you are it's – a, it's, a, it's a unique track where – if you're good at it, you're good at it. You know what I mean? But I don't think practicing, no matter how many times you practice there, it's uh, it's a little different come the race day. So, but All right. We'll ask Nick that question. Thanks, Alex. All right, cool. What do you think? Uh, Vince, are you going to race the Baja Brawl ever? Uh, I'd like to. I've heard, I've heard good things about it. No, I didn't even know you would have ever heard <laughs> of it. Okay. All right. Hey. Yeah, no, I've definitely, definitely heard of it. But uh, Race Tech, a big part of our show. And uh, you're not even using any kit stuff, uh, Racetech's uh, dialing in your uh, CRF-250. Talk about working with those guys a little bit. Yeah, you know, they're they're awesome. It's, uh, they've definitely been a big key to my success this year. You know, they they uh, one of the few companies that I've had that, that'll come out anytime. You know, I, I call them anytime. They'll come out and test with me, work with me, you know, even if I, I don't have an issue, just to come try to make things better. And for a privateer, that's pretty pretty huge you know it's hard to get companies to come out and do that so uh yeah i mean they've had a really good consistent setup for me every every weekend and uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've been stoked with it it's been a big part of why i've been able to do what i've done this year privateer power man that's what that's what race tech does that's yeah. what i think like uh people don't understand uh you know a lot of suspension companies they'll give you a, a set of stuff and then never never talk to you again or never see you again but the real key which is what race tech does with you is really working with you like they're not going to nail yeah, your setup yeah, I mean, the first they, time. Right. They'll work with me nonstop. It's, it's cool. And uh, how were your X-Brand goggles this weekend? Fantastic, of course. Oh, yeah. they, they were perfect. Yep. Cle- uh, clear vision. Making no, the podium. It was obviously raining the whole main event, so they, you, they held strong. You got a podium bonus program with us? I don't even know. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, good. All right. Well, congratulations. You collected on it this weekend. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. Um, all right, man. Well, hey, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Congratulations from New York. Uh, great ride. I, I see another podium for you this weekend. I really do. You're on it. Uh, you're a good yeah, starter. I hope so. I've been riding this. Yep. I've been I've been riding out here in this dry Cali dirt. So uh, <laughs> yeah. hopefully I can. Hopefully it's paid off. And I think uh, I think you'll get that one point you need to get third in the series. So I also think I'm very confident man, of that. Man, I hope so. <laughs> it makes it nice if we go straight into that main event. If I can just qualify out of practice, I think. Uh, yeah. I think I'll get that one point. You, but I, you, I, I know uh, I know uh, Cunningham's actually really good at Vegas, and he seems to every now and then have a have a crazy good race at Vegas. So I got to be careful. I uh, I think if he wins, I got to get like a yeah. 
I don't know, sixth or seventh or something like that to, to get up there that's in third. A, but it's uh, a good point. Cunningham is good at Vegas. Really... <laughs> he is good at Vegas, and he, he's also ex-brand athlete as well. Uh, JT, do you feel yeah. Vince? Do you feel Vince will get the one point he needs? Yeah, I don't think. I think. <laughs> I think he's riding way too well. And wait, if Cunningham won the race, Vince is still going to get top five the way he's been riding. So it doesn't matter. Right, he's still fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. We all think you're fine, Vince. You're going to get. You're going to get third in the series. So. All right. You called it. All right. Uh, all right, thanks, man. Thank you for coming on. I, I appreciate it. Uh, good luck with everything, and uh, yeah, man, we'll see you in Vegas. Right on. Thanks for having me on, guys. All right, thank you. you. All, right. all right. Factory Metal Works, Vince Freeze. Uh, third place this weekend. Rode good. Yeah, man. He's been riding good. Man, he's been riding sure. good. I, I. He he told me after the race, like he wants to. Some guys are moving out of the class, and he thinks he can win a race next year and he get a ride. And, and I'm just like Vince, go to 450s. Go to four fifties, but you got to admire he's chasing his dream. Yeah, so. you start getting on the podium every time though, things are going to change. No, yeah, no, you're, so. you're right, you're right. Like Lemoyne got one and Vince got one, but yeah, you, you just got to be consistent. You've got to show guys that you're fast enough to win races and be a real threat. Mm-hmm. And not that he's not doing that, but he's still on that borderline of like, yeah, you're riding great, but. Are we ever going to get a title or race win out of you? And if they say no, you're not going to get the spot. It's just how this sport works. It seems like he works hard, man. Yeah, no. I mean, yep. honestly, I, I've gotten into them a lot. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of incidents between right. me and Vince. And uh, <laughs> I, as I'm moving more and more away from my own racing career, I just care less and less. Right. Like, you know, right. I just, right. Yeah, great. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Take everybody out. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> well, he's hey, he's better at that though, man. He's yeah, he has been. It. Yeah, absolutely. He's working at nope. It, so one hundred percent, he is definitely. I've actually seen him check up where yep. he could just clean the guy, and you can see him like go in to do it, and he's like, ah, I probably shouldn't do that. That's going to cost me a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's you. You know, you're starting to kind of go into a different chapter of your life when it just doesn't. <laughs> just don't care as much anymore about what's going on. I mean, as it's more of a, I'm more like a fan now. Like, oh, get him! You know, like, <laughs> I hope they fight. You know, right. so. uh, a chair bees USA, uh, check them out, uh, on their bike builder, uh, feature. You can, uh, select and customize your plastic colors virtually and follow them on uh, social media at chair bees USA, A C A C E R B I S U S A. And, uh, we thank those guys for coming on the show. Re- We're talking about Acrobus. Acrobus. We're talking about Acrobus. <laughs> We're talking about Acrobus, man. We're talking about Acrobus. <laughs> Reed, Dungey, Roxon, all on board with, uh, a chair bees. And, uh, like I said, they got a cool little bike. Builder thing er there. Hey, let's move into uh, the btosports.com Gabbett Gibbs segment here. We uh, got a lot of your questions, and uh, Devin Gibbs, our producer, has uh, picked the best one. So let's do this. btosports.com Gabbett Gibbs. 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 Out of the thousands. Is that a typewriter? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. it is. That's Swiss Corps, bro. Okay. Yeah. It's clever like that. Yeah. Haven't heard it's a typewriter in a long time. <laughs> I know, right? Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs. Hey, uh, uh, these are the best questions uh, from the thousands we got. Um, BTOsports.com, proud sponsors of the BTO Sports KTM team. Pretty much just about everything I do, uh, be it on Racer X or Pulp MX or anything else. We really appreciate it. And uh, use the code Pulp MX to save yourself money. If you. What? If you... Sorry. <laughs> just that red thing right there. It's just the red thing. Uh, if you need something for your bike or body, they got OEM parts. They have uh, anything you need, uh, some of the top uh, gear out there. And, Fly Racing. Uh, Fly Racing yep. is also uh, covered in there. JT, you guys are coming out vented stuff soon, right? Like It's been for- out since Daytona. Oh, I thought there was other stuff coming out. 
Are you releasing another line of gear? Or no, is that, that was nothing uh, for the show. That was a confidential conversation we were having earlier. But oh, okay, just bring right. it on into the show. <laughs> yeah, never mind. No worries. All right, I thought Fly was releasing some <laughs> other stuff coming up just soon. Don't even worry about uh, it. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Devin, uh, these are the best questions you've picked from our at Pulp MX Show account on Twitter. Yes. Let's do it. All right. Uh, Travis Evers wants to know, when did RV start hating racing dirt bikes? He stated on uh, his interview that it's just like a job. I think for everybody, it's a job yeah. at some point. It's a job um, for Jason Thomas. It was. I, and, and it's there's nobody out there that every second of the day that they love what they're doing. It just That is not possible because it's too hard. You, you're doing things you don't want to do. You're traveling all the time. You get home. You have to go on some ridiculous bike ride right when you get home. There, even on Sunday, the travel day, you still have to go on your stupid bike ride. There's all these motos you have to do. In the summer, it's a million degrees. You have all these laps you have to log in on your program. Then you have to do a bike ride. Then you have to do gym work. At some point, it's not fun. And don't get me wrong, everyone loves racing. That's why we did it as you kids. You don't know what it's like to work as a construction worker. <laughs> and that's true. I, I, I am not trying to compare the two. But the similar side that a person that wakes up and doesn't really want to go to work in the morning racers sometimes wake up and don't want to go riding. Yeah. So, and that is no different. Um, I think if you took the average person that loves riding and couldn't imagine it being just a job and you'd force them to do it week in and week out and yeah. race every weekend and get on an airplane and do all the things and go through injuries and do all the things, travel to God forsaken countries and for a thousand dollars, yeah, your, money. your livelihood, depending <laughs> on it, all the pressure and all the things, it just it takes some of the fun out of it. And there, there are days it's fun. Going to the races is still great. Like a new event, like New York is cool. Like yeah. that is awesome to do, but man, you do any, and, and I've told this to lots of people, you do anything enough and it's gonna, not going to be fun anymore. I don't uh, care what it is. Yeah. You do it that much. Banging supermodels? Fun. Porn stars. Yep. I, I don't think they wake up every day nope. and are just like pumped to go to work. No, I know? agree. Or they might get pumped at work. I don't think they're pumped <laughs> to go to work. Right. Yeah. But that's actually the, the reason why I chose that question was the same reason why I asked if you saw the McGrath Villaboto interview because mm-hmm. that's when he mentioned that, that it's yeah. just like a job. No. And you know, my dad actually brought up a point. It's like, um, don't you see the difference between the two from McGrath and Villapoto? When McGrath was winning all of his titles, afterwards he was going to Havasu, and then when Villapoto was yeah. going on the bike rides. Times yeah, are different. A, it's yeah. a different level of commitment now. Thank you, Carmichael. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. No, but look, I've been I've – been, um, well, people tell me all the time how awesome my job. It's a grind, man. It's not always fun to sit here and think about a Pulpamex show and what i got to do. And It's just like you said. You captured it perfectly, JT. Doing anything. Yep. Banging a porn star. Uh, working at McDonald's. Yep. Some days you're not going to want to do Anytime you do something that much, it's gonna, not going to be fun. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I've been with you guys on a Wednesday afternoon at Reed's house, or I've been to Villa Poto's house. You guys barely mumble to each other. You get on your bikes. You mumble a little bit more. You do your motos. You come in. You grab some water. And there'll be, like, ten minutes of silence in the lawn chairs. Yeah. Like, you guys, it's just like... Yeah, Going through the motions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing like, the work you have yeah, to do. Yeah, you're like, yeah. okay, hey. And somebody says, hey. Let's get Let's going, go. yeah. and you get up and you do another moto. And you go out there, and you're, you're. It's not like you're half-assing it when you're riding. Yeah. Like we're putting everything we have into it, but we're also yeah. not like so excited to be there either. Yeah, I mean, it's you like, saw each other yesterday, here. and yeah. you see each other tomorrow. Yeah, and then <laughs> but then like later on, we'll go to dinner or something that night, and everyone's like laughing and joking because we're out of that element and yeah. we're having a good time. It's yeah. just you go to work, you do what you have to do, and you want to be successful, and you want to. 
do well at the races and this is what it takes. And it may not always be the most fun thing in the world to do, but if you want to make this happen in this sport and be at the end of your career, if you want to look back and have be like, man, I, I did it right. I did. I put all that I could into it. You have to go through that. And it's just, you just suffer through it. Some days, some days are great. The track's amazing. Or you go to a different new track. It is fun those days, but there are a lot of days where it's just like, mid, I would rather do anything than this. Mid July in Florida. Some sand sure. track. <laughs> and, and I have people all the time that ask me, do you ride a lot now or whatever? And I'm just like, man, I really don't. You know, I have to do ride days for work, and I, and we have organized dealer days and things that I, I do ride, and it's fun when I get to do those. But for me, there were so many days and weekends that all my outside of racing friends were like, oh, we're going to go to the lake, or we're going to the springs, or we're going skiing this weekend in yeah. Breckenridge, or whatever. And what are you going to do? I'm going to sit home, I'm going to bicycle, and then I'm going to go do motos. And I'm gonna, Oh, you did that yesterday, too. Yeah, I did yeah. it for the past 1,200 days. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to do it again tomorrow. And I'm going to go to Massachusetts this weekend. Yeah. So right. all of those times where I have – I do have spare time now, and I'm like, okay, what am I going to do this weekend? I could go riding, but that's all I ever did. So yeah. I would rather go do all the things I didn't get to do. I would. I want to catch up on the things I didn't get to experience. I, I would like to take – and I don't know how this would work. I don't know how Racer X and all the Pulp MX show uh, partners would feel about me taking just a year off okay. and still getting paid. Okay. Phil Lawrence did that. <laughs> What, what do you mean? <laughs> he just took a year off of doing did nothing. He did? Yeah. Uh, the end of his career. I like to take a year off. Still get paid, though. Uh, that's. I don't think that. I don't, that only works does, in Fight Club. Does, does that exist? <laughs> that I don't only even in know. Fight Club. It's called a sabbatical. You got to go into your job's office and pretend he beat you up. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next question. All right. Uh, Garrett Rockley. Um, since Bowers won in Vegas last year, how do you think he's going to do this year on 2 2? Well, JT's on record 5 to 9. Yep. I agree. Five to nine. I say five to ten. Okay, all right. I'll go five to eleven. <laughs> uh, yeah, somewhere around there. You, you know, you go to seven eleven. They yeah. got some cool snacks. Yeah, mm. put put the candy bars in the Slurpee. <laughs> That's such a gross move. No way. Ooh. No way. Can- right, a candy you bar. Walk right out of there, put- bro. <laughs> yeah, he's stealing to, candy bars. I used to shoplift when I was a kid, and don't do this, people. But I used to put get a Slurpee, uh, get a chocolate bar, stick the chocolate bar into the Slurpee, pay for the Slurpee, and walk out. Like no other. That's it. That would be a good move in Vegas during summer, but that's the only time. Yeah, it would be cool. All Think right. about all the like cockroaches and rats that were crawling around on your candy bar wrapper. Then you just cram it in your Slurpee. Yeah, never. Not true. Yeah. 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 All right. Next question. All right, Tanner Hall, uh, Steve. If you could have one co-host, but you can't have him, who would it be? Carmichael. I think would, him and I would have some good chemistry. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Carmichael would yeah. be a good Monday night host. The here. ultimate host. Yeah, I think yeah. It, I think it'd be great. We're, we'll work on that. There is a lot of UFC in Vegas. You know what? It, I like all the co-hosts. I love the rotating co-hosts. Uh, I miss Kenny a little bit at times. Uh, the good Kenny, but uh, I think this is a better deal. What we're doing right now, where we're rotating our co-hosts, and we're, we never seem to have a problem getting somebody here. And I think it's better, man. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy the different. Kyle Bitterman. I think it's. I enjoy the different. Uh, Aspects of DV and JT arguing. It's fun that way. So. True. Uh, he also he has a two-part question, too, and he also has one for JT. Um, throughout your career, who was one of the hardest people or someone that sticks out in your mind that you've constantly had to battle? Freeze was up there. Uh, I think Freeze may have been the worst. We had a lot of run-ins. Um, Ping answered this was Schnell. He said him and Schnell. Oh, yeah, they hated each other. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, I think Freeze was one. Um Ryan Clark 
we battled a lot, but it was always clean. There was no dirtiness. We were just kind of rivals. I think the question, though, doesn't mean dirty. It just means battle with. Just who was around you a lot. You yeah, know? but I, I was never mad at Ryan Clark. I don't think the question means you – you know, I interpret the question so, okay. as I see fit. Okay, so Vince Freeze is someone who sticks out in your mind mm-hmm. as far as that angers you. Yeah, dirty. Tyler bars. Evans. Tyler, Tyler Evans yeah, well, was that's one. Obvious. Everyone hates Tyler Evans. Yeah, but we were very close, and many, many. He was really good for a, a year or so, and then he kind of. I got a little bit better, and he got a little bit worse. I think, and we kind of meshed into that seven to twelve yeah. spot. And then we just went at it all the time. Who was someone you had a battle with that afterwards? You were like, that was a great race. Uh, pretty much anybody I beat. <laughs> You're like a lessee. Good race. Yeah. yeah. Trying to hug it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, hey, uh, let's move on uh, to other questions after this commercial break. Cause we're, we got to get Mike Williamson on the line, Nick way, many others. Uh, so uh, stop your questions there, Devin. And, uh, I only have two more. So okay. What do you got? Good. Let's do it. What do okay. you got? What do you got? Right. Okay, okay. What is it? The other one, what Rick, is it? Rick Ray what wanted is it? to know. Uh, Rick Way? Rick, Rick Ray. Rick Ray. He's rushing me. Okay. Uh, with Josh Hill thanking everyone but RC in his interview, is it obvious that RC is the one who fired him? No. Wait. I did notice that. Wait. I did. I'm waiting. This We're dealing with this question later. Okay. And fab question of the day. Gotcha. Dealing with this later. Hold on oh, to it. Okay. okay. Oh. Next question. Uh, how does Way and other privateers such as Albertson stay profitable? Uh, Find other people to pay their bills. Yeah, they <laughs> they have great spon- sponsors behind them, and <clears throat> find ways to make yourself more marketable. That is the biggest key I can tell any privateer: market yourself to and, where companies find value in spending money on you. Uh, Jimmy and Nick are two examples. Absolutely, yeah. examples. Absolutely. Yeah. Jimmy has the uh, Albertson project, project videos. Nick Way is. I mean, he's always been I amazing at marketing himself. Yeah, yeah. I can't stress enough to privateers. How much you go into, and my job now, I go into a meeting, and we look at this list of guys that are all very similar, yeah. and we have to pick where we're spending money, and we look at the intangibles and the extras, which are the Albertson Project and all of Nick's, Nick's personality and all the things they do. That's why they get these jobs. That's why we spend money on them. So, I, I can't, like I said, I can't stress enough how important that is. There's definitely some privateers out there that drive me a little crazy with the, woe is me, everyone hates me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like every everyone hates privateers, and like just I understand make it, it up. Well, yeah, but they're not making any money. But that's not no, it's, it's not productive. So make right, it's make the best productive. of what you can do. Yeah. You know. So, um, all right, let's take our second commercial break of the night here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com, and uh, Mike Williamson will be coming up, and uh, then we got Nick Way, and we got uh, X-Brand goggle segment. We got NFAB question of the day. We got more questions, maybe from Devin. Your phone calls at seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. And much, much more. Stick around. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check.
Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today.
Forge Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. 
Construction prints and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? It's time to check out the Moto Company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the Moto Company. MotoCompany.com Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. I got my shades on top back Shining off the cross, hanging from the mirror of my ride. Breeze blowing in, your hair blowing round. You're scanning through the stations, looking for that country sound. The good stuff, I stuff in the back seat. Nowhere to go, nowhere to be. I got my shades on top, back rolling with the music jack. One on the wheel, one around you, baby. Sunset, I bet there's a chance we could get short. Welcome back, everybody. The Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. And the show has reached a new low. <laughs> that song's awesome. You're out of your mind. Dude, come on. You wonder why people what don't like you. Happened? What's that, Tony? What the hell happened? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what happened, Tony. <laughs> Our guest gets to pick the music, and he has picked this. And Fuck it. And, yeah. 
I don't know you're a country guy, though, but you are. You are a bit of a country guy, for sure. You, you picked uh, Georgia-Florida line or whatever last time you were here, I think. Yeah. It's a good song. Pookie says I should have vetoed this. You can't, Pookie. You can't. Yeah, it, let's put on some 40-year-old Halen. Woo! Dreams! Yeah! Let's Dude. do it again. You like, more. You like Dreams. I do, yeah, you like Dreams. Yeah, I do like it, but... You got you to broaden your horizons a bit. I played the cult. There is more I to played life the today, than the tonight. Cabo Wabo Cantina. I played the cult today. Okay. You know? Yeah. Look at this guy, though. Look at his artwork. Like, on, on, like, I, I don't – he didn't – you think he made that? No, he, but look at the way he looks. Singer. He just looks like a frat boy guy. I'm a is fucking this, idiot. Uh, you know? I don't want to be friends with him. I just think the song's good. Atlasbrace.com. Check them out. All new website. Uh, the leading neck brace out there. And uh, we're happy to say that Ryan Villapoto uses it. Jake Weimer uses it. Uh, they just finished their trade up program. It was a huge success for them. And uh, I found out some stuff that they're working on in the future. And it's exciting. Atlasbrace.com. They've got some really cool products coming out. And like I said, the, the sports leading neck brace make uh, kids ones too, specific for kids. And uh, so those guys are on at atlasbrace.com, and they are proud to present our next guest on the line. He is now four-time Supercross-winning mechanic, plus all the outdoor titles. Plus, people forget, JT, that uh, this guy also – I didn't forget. People forget that this guy won the 2003-125 national title with Grant Langston. I didn't forget. Mike Williamson, welcome to the show. Steven? Michael? Yes? You remember you can't you can't talk to me like we're at the truck again cause Oh, I know. Okay, I'll get ripped apart. <laughs> people on people don't understand that. Last time you were on, it was yeah, a lot of controversy. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Uh, congratulations. That's cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Long year, but uh, yep, turned out good. Um, compare this championship to the other ones. I mean. He's he's won more races in the past. I think last year he won the most races of his four year reign. Um, certainly the other ones have been tighter. He had one nail biter, you know what I mean? That he he earned the hard way. And, and this this year, you know, he's got a lot of wins, but uh, not as many as in the past. But then he had the Toronto thing. Like, can you compare them at all? Where does this one rank, or is that even possible? Um, th- this one was tough for sure. I mean, he's I mean he's been beat up all year and. He's had some some tough races. It's it's crazy to look at it and know that our worst race was a sixth at uh, Toronto. But it feels like you know some of the nights it felt like we were we were twentieth, you know, and gave up a lot of points. But uh, the it's been stiff competition this year, and everyone, I mean, you, nobody expected Chad to come in that strong or James because the last year couple of years they haven't been, and right. they came I in did. hot and they I did. they were awesome <laughs> and all year long. I mean, James has been good and. It's kept us on our toes, but, uh, you know, I'm hoping we end this season with the fifth straight most wins and uh, yeah. looking that way. Uh, JT, you, you predicted Chad would be this strong? No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I did, but <laughs> I want to go on the record as right. I did. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Toronto was crazy, man. Uh, that was uh, truly a real gut check race. Sixth place. Didn't practice at all. <laughs> I mean, that, it was – that one was was real tough. I mean, the guy was. I just remember being upstairs and like uh, after the heat race, he he like I don't feel that good. He's like, hand me that trash can. He just starts puking in the trash can. 
And then he <laughs> then he looks he looks at me and he picks up a bowl of peanut butter and bananas and starts eating and goes, Man, I feel better. Let's go. And I'm just like, All right, let's go. <laughs> you know, like whatever. Yeah, We're yeah, just trying to get yeah. one point and right. went down and got second in the semi, so Yeah, you're like at this point it's a clown show. If we can just get a point. Oh, I mean, it was just like, Are we racing or are we not? you know, and right. he was able to, to gut it out and pull it off. So Yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely was a, a, a trying year and you know, James comes in and wins three in a row and but like I mean he had a big points lead and, and you know, nobody likes to get beat. All these guys have big egos. Um uh, but at the same time he you know, he had the huge points lead. So you had to take that into account, I think, a lot of times. And obviously us media guys were blowing up Stu and everything and he was riding great. But when you're R V you're you know, you have that when you have a points lead like that, you can sit back and go, you know what, I've got a big lead. I'm good. So Yeah, I mean it's it's management and it's what it is i mean i work i work with james and we did the same thing you know yeah. and it's uh you you step up and and you put yourself out on a limb when you need to and if you have a big points lead it's it's hard for a guy like rv to go out and say oh i'm gonna get on the podium he doesn't do it he tries to win the race yeah yeah you know but if it doesn't present itself within 10 laps and you do have a huge points lead okay well we'll take second tonight and be happy or take mm-hmm. third or whatever but uh you know, it's kind of if we're in a hole, you've seen RV when he was in a hole last year. The guy just starts firing off wins. He's going to lay it all on the line. So, yeah. for people to say, you know, he hasn't been dominant or whatever, um, I mean, that's I don't buy it. We just we kind of play it how the points go, and mm-hmm. if he's got to lay it all on the line and hang it out, he's going to do it. Yeah. No, I think I think you got a point. You know what I mean? Um, having said, uh, yeah, no, I think I think you're right. Hey, what uh. What do you think is his biggest strength? I mean, I mean, oh, that's a dumb question. Everything's his strength. The guy's one of the all timers. But what, what, what do you think his biggest strength is? Like, what, what separates him? You've worked well, with James. Well, Langston. I mean, I've always said it. Like, uh, the guy has more determination than anyone. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to beat a guy that's not going to quit. And I don't know why it is or whatever, but pain. Like he can, he can go through pain. The guy went through some serious pain this year and raced. You know, when, yeah. when norm, regular guys that I've worked with before would not even, they'd be like, oh, you know what, I'm not racing. And yeah. racing and yeah. he's paid to do a job, and if he doesn't do it, he's a failure, you know. And mm-hmm. he goes out, and the guy is, he's, he, he surprises me at times, trust me. Yeah. I mean, we fight all the time, but when it comes down to game time, that guy, he steps up every single time. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Um, and let's what? not forget, you've worked with the great Tim Ferry. Also. What coming into the coming into the year, um, and you don't have to answer this, but who do you guys look at as being the guys to worry about? I know obviously Ch- Chad and James are much better, as you said, but I would assume it's got to be Dungy, you know, because he's been so strong, and consistent. But do you guys like make a list of guys, or is it just like known, like, hey, these are the guys that are going to be there for seventeen, and we got to worry about, or how does that go down? Because I think there's a, I feel like I know a little bit, but. I like think a pecking a order? <laughs> yeah, or just you guys, like, stress about certain guys or, like, if, if this guy looks really good, you're a little bit more worried because he's going to be there the whole year or what? Um, well, for sure. I think every year I've worked with Ryan, um, James has been on the top of his list every year, no matter what, because, I mean, he probably has the most speed in the sport. I mean, everyone knows that. But uh, over 17 rounds, you know, RV's proven to be – be the better guy but uh it's always james and then dungy has always been there because it's not that dungy is we feel like is you know has more speed than ryan or whatever but 
you can't make a mistake with him around. If you if you screw up and you lose 25 points one night, you're in a big hole with that guy because he's going to be there every single weekend plugging off third, second, fifth, whatever. He's always in there, so you can't mess up when that guy's around. Yeah, I feel like that's how – and that's a resurgence this year, but that's what Chad always was. Um, and I think yeah. he would have – if he didn't get hurt this year, I think that was what – he would have been this year as well as he's that guy where when James and Ricky, maybe they could go faster. But if you screwed up at all, if you open the door, you know, a guy like Dungey or Chad is going to kick the door down, you know, and then you're going to have to deal with them all year. Yeah. And we had to deal with Chad all year in uh, 2011. I mean, he was there all the way till the end. And uh, he was that guy where that kept you on your toes every single weekend. And Dungey's done that to us. You know, a lot of times he's a, he's a great writer and very consistent, you know, in his, in his deal. 702-586-7857. You got a question for uh four, five, six, seven time champion. National- you know what's, you know what's, are you a seven time you know champion? Sneaky is that Mike? Williamson is getting into that, that goose territory. We're going to have to start. If you're, you're, it's sneaky though. Start looking at you titles. You got to start looking right, at it. Right. Like all time winningest mechanic level type guy. He's getting up there when you talk about. James and and now our oh, right. our no. B success and then Langston and all of these guys they they won a lot of races and titles man I think you got eight don't you Mike I think eight but I'll tell you what I'm going to quit before I get the goose's numbers so <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen goose can have it but, but even if you walked live, away today live in Idaho with all those things in his garage and, and love it I don't care even but. if you walked away today man it's uh, it's pretty impressive if you look at the numbers I, I didn't win any titles. Yeah, well, that, yeah, I think that you know, says enough in for itself. For me, like, it was always about just trying to win. You know, it always started out, like, just trying to win some races or whatever. And right. I, I always thought if I could just win one title, I'd be happy. So, right. yeah, if I had to walk away today, I'd be, um, you know, very happy. Who knew that NCY and Donald Upton would lead to this? Still got the poster on the wall. I've seen Dude, it. Dude, he's awesome. Of, of Mike. Yeah. Mike. Uh, Williamson at NCY. Who's got the poster? NCY. Oh, they do? Oh, yeah. Oh. I've seen it. I've been there. <laughs> Been there setting, right. up, setting up a fly display. Like, holy crap, that's Williamson. <laughs> Williamson working for Upton. Right? Oh, yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah, you know what? It's uh, You've got eight titles, and, and like I said, you're a great mechanic, and uh, you've done a great job. And, like, I got one national win, and, and I work for the Motocross of Nations. <laughs> we know. But, no, but I'm saying, like, that is cool for me. Just that one. One I of the imagine. greatest blessings in my life is right. the fact that you didn't win more. <laughs> because it would, we would never hear the end of right? it, right. ever. <laughs> That's a good did point. You, Mathis, did you win a motocross the nation? No, we lost. But just the fact that I got to oh. go, just the fact that I got to go. I'll tell you what. When you win one of those, I've done a few of those, and it's those are actually good to win. It's like, man, the world's against you, and you win one of those. It's mm-hmm. like a year's worth of work wrapped up into one day. Right, right. I yeah. was just standing there watching, and I felt like the world was against yeah, me. Yeah, I was ready to fight my way out of there. I think J- <laughs> JT. This past year in Germany, I think wanted to beat up Ryan Dungey. What are you doing? What are you doing, Ryan? I wasn't happy. You were not happy. No. 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 You know? So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, those races are so tough. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I could. I mean, he would have uh, yeah. dropped me by 10 seconds a no, lap. No, no, yeah. He just had a rough day. But I was, was just frustrated. I know he's so much it's better. Just, it's just so different. Like, when you go over there, the way things are set up and your your bikes are never the same and mm-hmm. those races are tough well and and two he was doing he wasn't riding well which was pissing me off because yeah. i know how good he is <laughs> and then i have to yep. deal with all these people like ah hi you guys suck and all the media guys like snickering at us and like and then all the fans yeah, are like just throwing whatever. beer at us and like yelling i just want i want to freak out 
One thing you're going to learn is you're never going to make the media happy. No oh, you, here we you're go. You're good for a weekend. The next weekend they're going to kill you. Here we go. That's um, only with people yeah. like Mathis who just want to bury you. Oh, God, yeah, bury you. We can deal with Mathis. Uh, easy. Um, let's take some calls. Chris, what's up, man? You got a, you got a question for Mike Williamson? Yes, sir. Um, how you doing, Mike? Good. How are you? Doing good. Well, um, as far as um, – well, I have a question for uh, you and uh, Steve. Well, the um, first question for you is, as far as um, I seen you in Atlanta, and uh, it wasn't a big, a big crowd as uh, James had, but uh, you, you can't compare. You're still the greatest mechanic I think um, ever walked this earth by far. And um, well, how much pressure it is going for? Um, you had the four four times in a row for a championship. How much pressure it is um, being on your back, knowing that you have the number one guy in the sport? What about that pressure? Uh, I mean, it's there for sure. I mean, I'm not going to lie. If I if I didn't tell you I didn't take a couple tums before the main event last weekend, I'd be lying. <laughs> but uh, it, it's tough. I mean, people expect so much out of you, especially when you win so much. Um, they expect you to win, and when you don't, it's like a big letdown, and they, they attack you. But uh, the pressure's there. I mean, these, you're, you're not able to make one mistake, and if you do, trust me, everyone – jumps on top of you so it, it's it's a lot of pressure for sure well or chris what about 24 now never mind the, the win of the you know like you gotta win the title and all that but at near the end of that streak mikey you're like you're like oh man i, I hope i don't screw this up <laughs> i mean looking back at the the, the the undefeated season i mean that was obviously awesome i mean that was a fun fun year for me but uh but i think the fourth title thing coming into this year with how stacked the field was that one was a little yeah. A little tougher because I knew if I screwed up one time, mm-hmm. you know, and let RV down, it, trust me, they're going to remember it for me screwing up, not him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, that one was – I'm glad it's over. Let's just say that. Chris, thanks for the call, man. Hey, and, um, Pope? Yeah? Yeah, um, I have a um, question. Well, if you recently look on Trans World, they have a, a picture of a, this guy named Little Duke and um, a picture with James. I don't know if you saw that or not. No. Yeah, um, well, if you go on there on their, um, on their Monday kickstart, well, Little Duke is having a um, James Cousin. He's having a, um, a ride day in a, a motocross camp. It's on Facebook. Okay. And uh, and if, if you actually go there, um, his Facebook name is Little Duke. And if you actually go there, you can um, talk, to, talk to him for a few minutes. And he's having um, a ride day camp in, uh, I believe it's Indianapolis. Okay. It's, uh, it's, it's in Indianapolis and um. He said that James and Malcolm and um, Sonia and um, Big James are going to be there. And um, he was talking to him about it, and I was talking to him about it in Atlanta. So um, it, it starts June 1st, and uh, I'll see, can, would it be possible if I could be, um, direct message, message you some, um, some flyers on Instagram? Yeah, send me a, use the contact form on Pulpamex and send me the info. Okay. All right. Thanks, Chris. All right. Thank you. All right. See ya. Maybe Michael go. James is having a ride day. Um, yeah, good. Mike, you got a question to Mike about suspension? Yeah, yeah. How's it going, Mike? Good. How are you? Good, man. Hey, congratulations on another title. Uh, first off, thank you. Yeah, whatever. Uh, it's just a title, big uh, deal. <laughs> yeah, just another title. You know, who cares? Hey, uh, My- so I actually recently bought a KX450F, and I uh, couldn't think of a better guy to, to ask the question. Uh, obviously, it comes with the uh, the 14 came with the air fork, uh, which you know everyone has been talking about. The different feel of the air fork, and actually one of the problems I've run into, I've noticed that the air fork actually in longer motos, it, you can kind of feel that it 
gets a little stiffer throughout the moto. Is there a way that you guys have developed to kind of combat that? Go out on the quickers during well, the moto. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stop it. Stop like um, Nick. Uh, you know, well, the, the I don't, pressure I don't actually goes up, JT. Like, I'm just kidding. I was kidding. Off the track I don't have yet. a lot of uh, experience with the standard fork, but the one thing that, that stands out in my mind when you say that is um, we use nitrogen in our forks. That was actually so, going to be a question of mine, yeah, because that's a yeah, lot more no, stable in there, and I wasn't sure if that was safe. Uh, you know? Just nope. your air compressor, it has a lot of moisture in it, and it will build up pressure, just like an old right. tire. You, you know, so we use nitrogen just to keep, you know, stabilize the, the pressure, and, and that works really well for us. I mean, we use it in our tires and our forks. So uh, I would just, if you could buy a little tank of nitrogen, it's not expensive at all, and, and try that, I think that would... Uh, be the answer to your problem for sure. Yeah, no, nitrogen, not helium, Mike. Yeah, yeah. not helium. <laughs> Remember the Hindenburg. <laughs> All right, thanks. Hey, another quick question, if you don't mind, regarding uh, EFI, uh, if you got a second. Sure. Um, another thing I noticed, I come off of a, a carbureted bike, so the, the throttle response is a little bit different, and I guess the only thing I could describe it as, it's a little abrupt, you know? Um, yep. Coming off the bottom, like as soon as you roll the throttle on, it kind of goes from you know, zero to really on really quick, if that makes any sense. Is that more like engine work, or can you maybe use some hard parts to kind of no, fix that? No, it, it's, it's a KX, right? Yeah. They, they, it should come with the uh, different um, plugs, like for the mapping, and they have like a... Yeah, I've tried all three of this. A soft point, right? terrain, hard terrain, whatever, and you've tried all those? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could actually go in, and it comes with a CD where you could remap it to kind of kind of mellow it out you know oh that's, i mean that's, our, yeah, i mean I if you don't want to if way. you're not comfortable playing with that stuff put a smaller sprocket on the back yeah, change, it'll, it'll mellow it out real quick change the gearing yeah, yeah that's that's something i did i went down one two so i did seem to yeah one that. two thank you you gotta go two go anymore. two go three yeah, <laughs> 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 give that a shot man thanks mike hey appreciate it thank you all right thank you take it easy uh david what's up man what's your question for mike williamson hey thanks for taking my call uh, my questions, uh, I guess, two questions real quick. Uh, what's the main difference between a wrench for Stewie and then uh, a Poison Velopoto? And the second part to that is, uh, would you consider wrenching for, like, a privateer if the money was right, or you only pick, like, the top uh, riders, factory riders? Uh, well, the first part, um, the first part is actually really similar because I mean James and Ryan they have a, they have a lot of things that are are alike. I mean, guys are are going for the same thing and uh, a little bit different bike setup. Um, J- James strikes me as probably being more two different worlds. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it, they're they're different people. You know, James is a little more reserved and quiet. And trust me, RV when it comes to me, he's not the the people that the media see. He's he's very outspoken and. Uh, aggressive i would say and um the second part uh i mean at, earlier in in my career i guess yeah i mean i would work for a privateer but at this point i'm i'm kind of past the, what i'm doing right now i'm just kind of trying to finish out ryan's years you know he has a contract that still exists and and we'll go one more year and and that's all i plan on doing um trying to, i'm trying to get out of it as soon as possible just you know I have a two-year-old at home, and and I leave on Wednesdays and come home on Sundays, so I'm gone five days a week, and it's yeah. it's hard. You know, I I want I want to move to where I'm leaving on Fridays and coming home on Sundays, like some of the guys. So, uh, you know, it's it's not an option for me right now. 
Just be, become a media member. It's easy. You just talk shit on everybody. It's super easy. If, if Steve Mathis can do it, anybody can. Right. Words of RV. Right. Drink coffee all day and um, not. F- fuck, we got, we got two. Well, I've been getting hit on Twitter, and we had two questions today, and we had an email about RV just being a robot and not enjoying his job and not enjoying his wins. <laughs> and it's like JT and I just went on this 10-minute talk about it's a job. It's a job. It was a job for Jason Thomas, who was finishing 13th. It's a job for the winner. It's a job for the 20th place guy. It's it's day in and day out. And whether you're a porn star or a supercross star, sometimes work gets a little boring. You know, it's a little bit of a work. It's it's like anything. I, I mean, for RV, I wouldn't say it's boring because if you, if people would actually listen, like when he says what you know, what do you like about it? He says winning. And trust me, when that guy went, he enjoys winning. Yeah, like that's his deal, you know. He he likes winning, but yeah, I mean, yeah. you got to remember this guy that's that's out here racing still has five plates and forty seven screws in his leg, and mm-hmm. that's the exact number because I have the X ray and the thing from two thousand ten when he crashed in St Louis. Like it's hard on him. Mm-hmm. So for people to be like they want more out of him, it's like give the guy a break. You yeah, know? and then he, he, you know he paid his dues. And they don't see him behind the scenes like you and I do or, or JT, you no. know? I mean, the guy's loves to bust balls, loves to joke around, you know? Uh, he's got a zest or a, for life or whatever, you know what I mean? He's, he's, yeah, I mean, he's, he's got a lot, of, a lot of humor in him, which, you know, he's not going to go on the, the – you know, he's, he's told to go on there and thank these sponsors and do all this and do that, and, you know, that's how he earns his money. Like, you know, every, all of us are told to do our job and – um, yeah, I mean, I guess we a GoPro up to his dog or something and follow him around, then people would laugh. <laughs> yeah, I know they really would, right? Um, yeah. So, how's outdoors going? How's outdoor testing coming along? We're still racing Supercross. Mm, okay, all right. So, why do you, why do you guys get so wrapped up in outdoors before Supercross is even over? We're not racing Gainesville in the middle of the year anymore. Some would say you guys aren't wrapped up in it at all. <laughs> really? <laughs> what do you? I worked on an outdoor bike all day today, and actually had to leave early. Why'd you, you helping Dana out? Yeah, you. Get, Dana's got to be pumped. I'm going. I'm going testing tomorrow. J- how's Jake looking? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen that. <laughs> This, all this, all this, all let's, this. Let, let's talk about outdoor lights. Yeah, no, outdoor, we need to. Channel? We need to talk about it. Uh, you are driving the port. You told me this weekend that if I don't get on the Porcel bandwagon right now, no, I will... well, no, you're not on. You're not invited. Right, I, I'm not allowed on the Porcel bandwagon. Yes, that was the word. Uh, JT, you are allowed on. Okay, I appreciate yes, it. He is. Yes, you, JT. You are pumped on the three seven sevens chances. How do you go against a guy with that much talent? When a guy like Ryan Villabuda tells me that guy has is really, really good and he's motivated to race right now, how do you go against him? Why is he motivated to race? What do you like that's the biggest he, thing to me. Dude, the guy hasn't raced, he wants to make a comeback. Those comebacks never work. Remember our hero Bradshaw? Ooh, I saw Bradshaw this weekend. <laughs> oh, I flew. I flew J- like seven hours with him. JT flew back with him oh. to Boise. <laughs> I seen him at the airport. Yeah, me too. What, what, well, let me tell you <laughs> why are you so against him. I'm not so against him, but when do these comebacks ever work? 2014. Well, let, okay. Well, let me ask. You like this. they don't work, Mikey. Here, here. They don't work, what, Mikey. Who, who is your Who is your top three favorites of the outdoors and the light? How can you go against 
Dean Wilson, Blake Baggett, or Marvin Muscan? Blake Baggett can't see. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's like Stevie Wonder out there. Dean gets arm pump. Marvin's Mosquin, Mosquin, I would have to say, is probably the favorite. You are high. The favorite. Dude, the guy won how many how many races did Musquin win last year? I think Three he won or four than two. I think he there's won only twelve. I think he won two. No, I think he won more than two, and there's only twelve. I mean, Dean and Baggett have won titles. Yeah, I know that. How were they last year? Well, they got Dean got hurt. Blake got hurt. Did Blake get hurt? Did he make it through the whole year? No, he got hurt. Yeah. Uh, mm. I, he was really good at the last couple. Like Elson, are you or Utah? Almost yeah. Won. Oh, he did make it through. Yeah, he I'm did. pretty sure he was there. Um, I mean, I just don't like our hero Bradshaw. Come back, didn't work. Mike Rodowski, come back, didn't work. Um. I mean, Austin Stroop, we heard today, his comeback is on off the rails. Um, yeah. You know, I, I just I, – You know what, I'm for, I'm for the underdog. I think that Purcell is the best rider that's going to be in yeah. the race. I'm worried about his team, too, and his bike. You know, he doesn't have Mitch yelling at him or, yeah, you know. factory Yamaha support. You used to work there. <laughs> that's why I'm worried. <laughs> oh jeez! <laughs> no, uh, you know what I mean. I'm a little worried about that setup. Does he have the pressure? I mean, if I if I have to go after work and do after hours and help him out, I'm there. <laughs> I know. I I don't know what happened I, to you. I just want to give him a fair chance. Like I don't feel like you're giving him a fair chance. Like that guy has is one of the best riders. He is. Like if in his prime, you know, maybe he's past. I don't think he's that old. But I don't think he's past his prime. But he is unbelievable to watch. He is so he good. He is. But what about like? Remember, he overheated. He had some problems in the you know, when it got hot. Like you've got two, you're two incidents away from him being a two-time national champion. Yes, yes, very close. Yeah, well, you know what? You said that about Eli, and look what he did last year. He killed him. Remember, yeah, remember yeah. when he came out and he went? Yeah, to, no, he uh, had some Texas issues too. And he overheated. Right. Guess right. what? Now he's a national champion. Yeah. No, I, I know. So I mean, that's not even you can't throw that stuff out there. <laughs> I'm not allowed. The- if you look at 2010. His bike broke. Wasn't his fault at Southwick. Yeah, Southwick. He wins a title if that doesn't happen. Probably. Can't, yes, I, yes. I, I'm not taking no for an answer on that. Right. He wins a title. Yeah. You take 25 points away from him. Then when he crashed yeah. when Trey with Trey, no, that was but, his own fault. Yeah. He crashed, but he had the title won if he didn't crash. But this is all in the past. These comebacks when he's been a, off racing for a year. He raced the GPs in 12. Yeah. That's not a, a year I mean, off. Okay. A year off. No big deal. Uh, Right. He was good in the GPs. He, he was won some races. He was okay. Yeah, he won two of them. He won two GPs. There but was, he's okay. There was certainly lots. Did you see how we did at the Motocross of Nations last year? That that's a GP. <laughs> Not sure if you if watched. You that. You win races in the in the GPs against Caroli. You're good. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Did you not watch the beatdown we got handed a I few d- months ago? If you told me that he got first, fifth, or didn't show up, I would believe all of those. He can only do one. I know, but I would believe I would say anything. You, you obviously don't believe he's going to get first. No, I, I don't. I mean, he could win some races. He could win some races. Do is it true? Can, can I say or that? Not, that you have a Purcell voodoo doll and you stab him <laughs> every no. night before bed? No, not true. Here's why it could work. Super talented, and he needs money. That's why it could okay, work. Fine. Whatever you want. You just named every every what. good rider in the he sport. Wins this title. I'm getting on the podium, me and JT, and getting a picture with them, and you're hanging in <laughs> yep. your house for yep. right. your life. No problem. Yep. No problem. Just like the Motocross of Nations podium, you won't be on it. I you think... won't be standing up there for the group picture. <laughs> they can't fit all the people in there. <laughs> I think that... I don't know. I just want to give the guy a chance before you give up. Well, no, no, no. Listen, as a guy who like likes stories and likes interesting things, Porcel's comeback is, this is super interesting. Like, how is this guy going to do? You know, this is really a really cool story. However... 
24 motos. I just, I, I just, I don't know. Like, well, I, th- I don't expect him to come out at Glen Helen and win. I do. Because he hasn't <laughs> raced in a while. Right. And it takes a little bit to get back into it, but he'll, he'll get in a groove, and I think he's going he's gonna to be better than you think. I think he wins Glen Helen. I mean, obviously, the guy I thought that was going to dominate the whole outdoors would be AC, but he's not there. Right. So, right. you know. Yeah, no, I got to I, I got to look to somebody. I don't I don't I don't see any of those guys as I mean, they're good, but nobody stands out right now. I mean, does someone stand out to you? Yeah, Wilson and Baggett. Class? Wilson and Baggett. Yeah. Yeah. Baggett has an eye patch right now. He's, he's like a pirate. They're both not even like he's be fine. They're not even fine. leading the championships. I mean, how do they stand out to you? I mean, I like them both, trust me. Yeah, but outdoors is where both guys are maybe a little better. I think Dino's right. going to be good. But I, I, I just think Purcell's going to be good. I think he is, he is one of the title contenders for sure. Yeah, I mean, I've always felt the guys that are good in Supercross are good outdoors. I mean, if you look at the guys that win the titles indoors, they win them outdoors. It's not like there's a specialist. You know what I mean? Wow. James wins indoors. James wins outdoors. Ryan wins indoors. Ryan wins outdoors. Chad wins indoors. Chad wins outdoors. I mean, well, Cole they, Seeley? Cole Seeley, you feel like he will be a top guy outdoors? I don't. I mean, he'll be decent. If you want me, if you're if you're saying that Purcell's got to come back and race against RV, Dungey, Chad, Stu, yeah, Tomac, yeah. Roxon, on and on, no, he's not going to win. Well, okay? I'm, well that was four fifty. Right? No, no, no. I'm saying to Mathis, if you if that's the the situation you're proposing to me, I'm not on the Purcell train. I'm I'm yeah, way yeah. off it. Right. Like I'm on horseback we're, next we're to the train, at the laughing at the train. But if you talk about the two fifty class, the guys that are left that he has to beat, I think he's better than them. He's more experienced. He's been in this situation way too many times. He knows what to do. Well, like this, there is a pattern. Oh, he knows what to do to win. If his comeback kick you in the nuts. If his comeback works, on. if his comeback works, it will be the first one. It will be the first one. Perhaps you weren't at 1997 Mount Morris. I was there. Bradshaw beat that? down. Oh yeah, Bradshaw. <laughs> yes, he beat, beat. He won a race in the mud. Yes. Bradshaw is yes. literally oh, giving so you the your finger. Kelly Smith win in the mud doesn't count. No, no, it doesn't count in terms of being a championship, you know, contending ride. No, same person that no. said wow. Chad Reed will never race in the no. U.S. again I in 2010. Say, I did say that. Now, uh, yeah, I just, you guys, you know what? I like the passion. I'm passionate. I like, I like this passion on the three seven seven. It should be interesting to see how he does. I, I'm sure it's going to be an argument every Saturday morning. Oh, I can't wait to be the on, the, on the right side of it every Saturday we, afternoon. That's we will right. be discussing this more for sure, uh, I feel, at the races. When I'm on the um, back of that Yamaha cruising around the outside of the track waving <laughs> at fans. Mike, will you or will you not wave a towel for him during this moto? Oh, for sure. <laughs> if, if I have time in between motos, I will wave a towel. I'll be pouring Evian on his back. Yeah. Oh, He's a joke. He's not Superman no more. He's the Joker now. I thought he was the wow. He was the Joker his second year, so maybe something else. I, I want to be Bane. Well, I mean, I don't. I think he's still the Joker. I don't know. It's going to be interesting, man. I don't know. It's going to be like. How do you feel well, about? I hope the best for him. How do you feel about his team and his bike? Like, I don't know not, much about it. So, but no worries over there for either one of you two. Like, no. I think does, I think he's got a. Larry lot. work there. No. Oh, Who's his mechanics? Yeah. Anybody know? I don't know. Okay. I don't I know, know but I'll take him under my wing. <laughs> I think I think that the star program is going to help him pretty yeah. far along. Like yeah. they've got a they've well, got I a really good motor you know and all that I've stuff. Seen, I mean, all I know is I've seen pictures with Dino and Perry and Oliver and all those guys. So I hope if they're building his engines and doing everything, I think it'll be okay. Those are good guys. 
<laughs> Who knew Williamson? Williamson just attacked me this weekend with Purcell, just, yeah. just, just out of the blue. So I do love French fries. Oh man, it's gonna be. <laughs> hey, like I said, I love stories, and this will be an interesting story. If this dude can do this, if he pulls off well, a the title, best part of the story will be you backpedaling. Well, yeah, no, I, I I'll have to I'll have to go to some sort of Purcell therapy where I go, hello, my name is Steve Mathis. Bonjour, and I, bonjour, <laughs> and I was and I was wrong. Um, yes. Because we'll, I mean, this is going to be something that's never been done before. So, well, you know, the first for everything. <laughs> Who knew Mike? Mike was such a fan. I did not know. Uh, hey, thanks for coming well, on. I'm an AC fan. Yeah, but right. he's not racing, so I had to. I had to go with somebody. Right. Hey, uh, thanks for coming on. You come a long way from when I took you under the rope under my wing um, at KTM. That never happened when you were were a young kid, and I was showing you the way. It's come come a long way. Really proud I'm of you. Still mad at you that I had to come in and clean up your mess. Because <laughs> I was on the East Coast dominating four stroke oh, series. Moen, Moen was so mad at you, dude. You just had a mess of bikes, and I had to what? clean them all up. That was like my first job. I had to go win the East Coast four stroke title, bro. I had more important things to do. I had to dominate with Who'd Kelly you beat? Smith. Did you beat Bud Walters? Uh, no, he was the West Coast. We beat uh, Clark, oh. Clark Styles, Matt Walker. Um, Matt Walker, the stalker. The stalker, yeah, he was out of a ro- out of a ride, ride by then, riding like a four year old YZ four hundred. Um, Clark Styles, uh, Kevin Walker. Um, I mean, you name it. It was a virtual hitters yeah, row. Pressure. Yeah, you got my race reports back then. I did actually. You're the rock. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. We'll All right. talk to you guys later. See you, JT. Later, see, man. See ya. Uh, all right, and with that, let's transition right into our next guest. Uh, who had a little bit of a milestone this weekend at uh, New York City. The Nick Way. What's up? Oh, hey, guys. What's going on? Arguing with Williamson over Purcell. That's what's going on. Oh, uh, okay. He's 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 a fan. He's a fan. He thinks it's going to be the year. He could flip-flop quick. <laughs> Houston 02? The flip-flops? <laughs> yeah, just like yeah, just like – Houston O2 and your flip flop. That flip flop <laughs> could break. Oh yeah. Hey, uh, hey, this weekend you passed Chad Reed, career active leaders in Supercross starts. I mean, that's that's yeah. cool. It's cool. No, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm not that stoked on it, honestly. Okay. <laughs> All right, good talk. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> <laughs> Mafia Moto Crew. You're Nick not Way. that stoked on it. Why not? Well, I mean, I've raced a lot of times with no with zero wins. It's kind of embarrassing, to be honest. I was at Millville. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking Supercross starts, though. I, I was at, I was at Orlando in uh, 06. You were killing it. Bro, you've got millions of dollars in career earnings, some podiums. The fact that you race this long means that you were that good. Listen, if you keep talking about how bad you were, I'm going to dive off the roof of this house tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because what were you? So, <laughs> for my sake, be pumped on yourself. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh and, and, dude, when people have you over to sell garage doors and you're signing, you've made it. You yeah. have made it. I'm, I'm steady hustling, bro. I love it. They had balloons and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mafia Moto Crew, some of the coolest stuff out there. Pulp Crew uh, Pulp Crew uh, saves you 20% at MafiaMotoCrew.com. Um, some of the neatest, coolest stuff out there. I was representing at the Yankee game, bro. Just wanted you to know that. You look neat. You look neat. Yep. Yes, I did. I looked uh, cold too. Fuck, I was cold. Super, super neat. Um. Uh. Yeah. So you. Hey. Um. 
I saw a photo of you today getting carried off by uh, the Asterix guys. I didn't know it was that bad, bro, your knee. Yeah, dude. I know. Like, for, for a hot minute there, I was, like, stressing it. I had no idea either. I was pounding popcorn in the press box. You know, no worries yeah. up there. Yeah, and, everything's geez, good, man. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, well, I like, I like high. I like, I don't know. I hit. I, I don't. I'm, I don't know the guy's name exactly, but he, uh, the Miley Cyrus graphic Oswald. Guy. Yeah, he had. He had kind of like him and I had came together and like I got my Can front he? end like stuck stuck in his bike and it just kind of whipped me down and like I high sided on the straightaway and I barely got my foot out enough to mm-hmm. like try to save myself at the last second and just long enough to like catching my leg the wrong way, I guess, and definitely popped my knee out, but then, I don't know, I was, like, super numb for a, a minute, I definitely wasn't feeling like moving. Right. Then yeah. I sat on the hay bale for a minute and thought, thought thought about how long it took me to do, uh, you know, work that garage door deal just to get the gas money to, to get to New Jersey, and I said, you know what, I'm not <laughs> here. I owe it to the garage door, guys. Mathis had a similar incident with his elbow on Friday night. Dude. I know. I know he feels your pain. I threw a fastball. Relative term. <laughs> Relatively, relative term, and I just locked up. Everything blew out. My Tommy John, my rotator cuff, everything. <laughs> Disaster. The Yankee game. Um, all right, good talk. That's scary, though. I mean, it, I'm, I'm pumped that you were able to get back out there and, and get something accomplished anyway. What are you doing? What happened? What, what's going on? Shock change. What are you doing? I think he's traveling back in time. Maybe he's signing on to the old internet dial-up. Maybe it's a dial-in. <laughs> you there? He's gone? Well, thanks for coming on, Nick. Porcel got him. <laughs> <laughs> right, try to call him back if you can. Uh, Nick Way, Mafia Moto Crew. Uh, saves you 20%. Pulp Crew. Saves you money. <laughs> <laughs> you raped her. Oh, all right. We're going to try to get Nick Way back on the line, but uh, um, we haven't talked really about this race at all, this New York City Supercross race. I feel like we should touch on this, right? I don't know, but we got Nick back. Hey, we don't know what happened there. Sorry, guys. The garage door fell on you. (laughs) You were installing the new one. Yeah, Bridgewater garage doors, man. That's awesome. cool. How's everything going at Mafia Moto Crew? You got one... Race left in your season, right? Because you're not going to do any outdoors uh, as of now. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like uh, last weekend, obviously, I, when I had that crash and I kind of just my my leg was pretty unstable and whatever, but it wasn't like stiffened up yet. I mean, I had to be pretty careful the rest of the night. I had a hard time for sure, and then mm-hmm. I knew I knew it wasn't going to get any better from there. And so I don't know, like yesterday and today, I've been having a hard time just doing a lot of ice and oh yeah, using some. Uh, doing a bunch of therapy, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm having a hard time walking, honestly. Oh, you might not even race this weekend. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't... Oh, man. That'd be a bummer way to go out, for sure. You know, on the year. Well, I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm going to Vegas regardless. I'm yeah. Be real. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Is uh, RV having a, another championship party? Did I did I miss my invite? Uh, oh, I have no idea, honestly. Okay. All right. I got invited last year, you know. I'm actually on my way to Tyler Keith's house to get a, a game-ready knee strap because I think RV has my game-ready knee thing somewhere oh, yeah. lost. So you'll never get that back, right? Yeah. It's one of those, deals. those things are expensive, too. I don't know what they are. I don't know what you're talking about. You wrap your leg in this thing, and then it there's put ice in a machine, and then the water flows through the coils, then the wrap, you wrap your leg in it. 
Oh. So it circulates ice cold water. So it's basically like icing your knee and then yeah. it compresses it. So it put keeps us pushes the swelling down and then freezes it. Huh. Works good. Yeah, the com- the compression thing's next level. It's pretty it's yeah. pretty it's pretty, pretty rad. Uh what'd you think of the the race this weekend? What, what what'd you think? Racing in New York uh, City. Honestly that was a lot of rain we got for how good the track was. Right? I think that yeah. was obviously due to how dry it was when they built it and stuff. I mean I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, man. And there was like a there was a few spots like those S corners after the first turn or after the finish line that were like yeah. so hard and slick underneath the couple inches of I guess good dirt. Can you tell but me the what... rest of the track was pretty rad, honestly, the dirt and everything. Can you tell me what was up with the uh the red dirt on the start straight and then the other dirt on the other sections? That was a bit weird. Yeah, I never really got like a big look away from it, but right. the start the dirt on the start straight was super hard. And the dirt everywhere else was pretty awesome, honestly. Because I mean, I, I don't, I can't remember a race in which I spun so badly off of the gate, besides it being like a yeah. wet, wet concrete start or something. With all the rain and all the mud and everything, it's a good thing you wear X brand goggles and your vision was clear, huh? Yeah, I was stoked I didn't have to use the roll offs. Why? What do you mean? Roll offs are great. Zip offs, but actually they're called zip offs. Yeah. So. JT, will you get off your phone, please? Will you get off the phone? Thank you. Contribute to the show. He just threw his phone. There's no way you're dying right now to get grab that phone. No, I'm pissed off that you care. Like I'm. You gotta doing be my deal the, here. I'm doing my deal this. here. You gotta be into this. Pookie, pick up his phone that he threw. So. He's on Tinder, bro. He's on Tinder. Are you on Tinder? No, I'm oh, freaking okay. sitting there answering emails. Okay. Well, we gotta. I just Tinder. I just Tinder work, JT. Like when you go to each city, like you can go on Tinder and be like, "Hey, how's it going?" You tell like me. We have the same. Can I go on I'm, Tinder? Uh, I'm on Tinder. I have no idea. Devin, you're on Tinder? Yeah, I'm on Tinder. Can I go on Tinder or is it not? You can go like, on Tinder, like but it's getting the fail no ratio is going to suck. I'm on Tinder or Snapchat, so it's kind of like, yeah. I, kinda like I learn a little bit about this stuff, but I don't think there's any reason for me to be on Snapchat, and I know for sure there's no reason for me to be on Tinder. <laughs> I've heard people have said, Matt, that you should get Snapchat, and I'm like, I have enough. Snapchat's where it's you know? at. Now, maybe get some Snatch chat. Now we're talking. That's pretty much what it is, I think. <laughs> I don't need tinder or, you, dude. <laughs> or anything so all right pookie oh uh, pookie's gave me a dirty look right now you deserve it i do right yeah yeah for snatch chat <laughs> hey I'm a uh fucking idiot. hey can you do some x-brand goggle tarot with us yeah yeah for sure all right let's sure. do this x-brand I don't, know, I, don't know, I don't know what that means but yeah i can always use some extra tear off <laughs> you know you never know what i'm gonna get a bath yeah. down here and then my stuff I have to redo it Shh. all right let's do this It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. Hold on, we have that. Can I have some pap with some rapid-fire questions? <laughs> <laughs> All right, these are questions submitted by Corey Moser. Uh, 15 seconds or less, JT. Sorry, I'm on my phone. 15 seconds or less. I'm busy. No, you're not. It's good. I like busy. it. You're, you're into the show now. Um all right, so let's do this, Devin. All right, Nick. Pookie says Mrs. Way is the hottest chick in the pits. How do you keep from getting jealous of guys hitting on your chick? Uh, I don't know. Mo- Mosher's probably never talked to her so much. She's she's not super friendly to people she doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> not super friendly to people she doesn't she's know. She's not super friendly in general. Um. I don't know. I disagree with that. Yeah, I disagree. But I don't no, think I'm, she's I'm not kidding. she's not having anybody hitting on her either. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no. All right, Steve. Yes. Um, 
due to the whole Barsha Yamaha thing and all that that happened. We clarified. Yeah, we that. all yeah, clarified that. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. We clarified it. Nick doesn't know anything about it. It, it was Can you Barsha. Break that down with me real quick. Barsha called in tonight into the show to clarify. Oh, that. Really? Yeah. He's mad at you. He uh, he said he left me a very ugly voicemail. Um, we should play it on commercial break, JT, so we can. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, he it was his buddy riding a, a bike, uh, a 250F or something, um, that he gives gear to. He said his name was Nick, and uh, he seemed like his story checked out. So, yeah, but yeah, because Why, of all that, of him riding a Yamaha or something. Yeah, yeah, it's a picture of him riding a Yamaha. Yeah. Well, uh, because of all that, uh, what do you think is the biggest media blunder that's happened in our sport? Uh, hey, what, 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 who, is this, this Mathis? Yeah, my Mathis. question. The biggest media blunder I can think of recently was J Bone trying to direct message Andrew Short. <laughs> that was a good one. Saying, "Do you need a ride? Call what's Fred's number?" <laughs> Thinking it was a direct message, and it wasn't. That's was pretty my, good. That's probably my favorite. Pretty good. Yeah. So that was right on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Good oh, job, J Bone. We still laugh about it. <laughs> Could have been the Yankees game on Friday. Yeah, yeah really, right? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't too good either. No. All right. Next question. All right, JT. What was the craziest thing you saw in New York? Uh, thirty-six miles an hour. <laughs> I don't know if that was the craziest, but that was the, my most enjoyable moment. Hmm. All right, uh, Nick. Uh, did the two types of dirt make your uh, consider any bike changes? Uh, I mean, more bike changes than normal. Everything makes him consider bike changes. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, you know, he's searching for perfection. That's it. Yeah, uh, I mean, that, there wasn't really any bike changes going on, honestly. Because, I mean, the first practice, I was like, I felt like it was, I, had, I had a good time. It was fun. Yeah. It was like the you know, whatever, and like kind of getting used to it, and you did, like, a couple hot laps, I was, like, pissed because people were in the way or whatever, you know, I'm trying to lay one down, there's some dude here tough blocking my way there, and then the second time it was muddy, and then I just kept riding, because I'm like, well, there's no there's no brainer that it's going to be better than this or worse than this later, so that our lap times from the first one are going to count, which I was like, whatever, yeah. I didn't get my best lap time in, but I was, I knew that was just kind of how it was going to be, so I just kept riding, I pretty much did a mud moto, mm-hmm. had, a good time, had a good time out there, and then after that, I was just you know, selling garage doors in the pits and waiting to race. Uh, do, you, do you still get a little grief from some fans saying bike changes and shock changes and stuff, or is that died down? No, I haven't. I haven't heard any of that. Okay, good. Thankfully, because right. it's it bothersome. Because I, have, I haven't really gotten too crazy, honestly. Once you figured out the shock shaft uh, dilemma that you had going on, you figured that out. You were much happier. Yeah, exactly. All right, next question. Steve, uh, while in New York, you bought Pookie a uh, Louis Vuitton. I did. Mm. What was you the... did? Look at you go. Yeah, I did. I did. What I was one. the uh, the last nice gift she got you? <sighs> yeah, it's not air appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know? No. I, oh, you just made yeah, a joke. Okay, yeah. I don't even know. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She got me. She got me a cat ring, so it looks like a fuse, and I pull that thing off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I wish. I... Pookie! I don't know what happened. She disappeared in the bedroom. Um, I can't remember. I honestly don't know. I, I feel bad. I feel bad. What did she... <laughs> You're asking me? <laughs> oh, man. Blowing it. I'm going to ask her later. There's got to be something, though. Yeah. You have Dre Beats headphone, headphones on. 
I do. Are you trying to be like trendy? Yeah. <laughs> no, really? I needed new headphones. I blew those things. So you went and you bought some Dre Beats. I wanted to see if they would make a. You know me and my audio quality. Wow. I wanted to see wow. if they, it would make. Do you a walk difference. into the studio like he's the man, he's the man, or I'm the man, or whatever that freaking song is they play uh, on their commercial? Yeah, that Garnett commercial. That's pretty good one. Though. Yeah. I like that one. But he, that's what he's thinking. Like, yeah, I'm walking in here, walking up the stairs. Where's my snare? Have no snare. I have no snare. <laughs> I have no snare. I got snare. no snare in my headphones. I got no just snare. Just you my... having Dre beats on is like the biggest weird <laughs> scenario ever. I wanted to see if they would make a difference in my audio quality. You know me and my audio quality. Did I heard they? that Dre beats aren't Did very they? good though. Did they? Like the the components aren't very good. Well, they were used to be made by Monster, mm-hmm. not the beverage, but the uh, company. Hansons. No, and uh, Josh. And yes. Josh and Donnie. They took them away, though. They got in a fight, and they upgraded their quality, apparently. Okay. But still, I don't know. Yeah. You look good, anyway. Thank you. All right, next Shug question. Knight took the company over and decided he wasn't cool with Monster Audio. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, JT, what will you miss and not miss about not having a Supercross banquet this year? Uh, I didn't even go last year. so You were the reason why it's canceled, motherfucker. I wasn't even invited. You I couldn't could, go. You don't no, think you could have gone? I could have gone. I had to be at work Monday. Uh, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed going when I was a part of it. Um, I think it's a good time because the riders get to actually enjoy themselves and let loose a little bit and not have a lot of consequences. Like we still, there would have been a break this year. So guys could actually had fun at the banquet. And maybe if they wanted to have a few drinks and not stress about the consequences, they could have done that. So I think I, I'm in the position that it, they need to have something to recognize these champions. I really feel that the fact that we don't, they don't have an, a formal way to show the admiration and the, and, and congratulate them is, eh, I'm not a big, I'm not really too hip on that, but it's a big expense. And if they felt like people weren't going, then eh, that's their prerogative, I guess. But I don't know. Um, I thought it was a cool deal. My favorite. No, I, I agree with, I agree with you, JT, for sure. Like, especially like these, uh, you know, whether it's Seeley or whether it's Anderson, like they they haven't won a championship before, and then it looks like Bogle's going to win the East Coast title, and he's obviously never won one either. And it's that's a huge deal for them, and like for them to you know have their family come and be recognized by the industry is a huge deal. I mean, yeah, they will never forget. Reg- regardless, for sure. I mean, like RV acts like he doesn't care, but I mean, you know, it's nice to have your peers, you know, be there. The and, the biggest uh, thing, yeah, the biggest thing I've thought is like, okay, after the race at Vegas, everybody's like, all right. See you later. We'll see you at Anaheim. Like, there's just nothing. It's yeah, like, yeah, you know, got, like, what are they going to do? What are they gonna I don't do? know. Like, there's yeah. nothing. That's that's the cheesy thing to me. That, that's a, that's the only part I'm not. My okay uh, my first year as a mechanic, they had the season-ending banquet uh, on a flatbed trailer with in, hay bales. in Denver. Yeah, exactly. Denver and I mean, they're not even doing that. Yeah. You know, it's just it just kind of devalues how prestigious I think the sport should be. I'm going to miss the random award given to Dino. Because he was Yamaha, and they hadn't given anybody from Yamaha anything. You really hate Yamaha for no, I don't. This whole oh God, I just loved You're it. They're brutal. They, they looked around. They were like, "Oh shit!" Everybody. They gave him the award for the same reason Purcell's going to win the title because that whole program is on fire. They give him everything. They give him everything he wants. <laughs> everything he wants, <laughs> bro. <Bruh. laughs> uh, we had a we had an industry person that was uh, really inebriated, and what did they tell us, JT? You know why Purcell's going to win that title? Because Dino no. gives him everything no. he wants, and Purcell's like, "Bruh." <laughs> so this is so this is Knowles. <laughs> we cannot. We're say. neither here nor there. Yeah, we cannot confirm or deny that. But uh, Knowles, Knowles may be his biggest fan. Or Williamson. We just had Williamson on. That could be his biggest fan. Either one. Those I two. Don't, 
Oh, I don't know. Williamson can flip flop quick. Right. Oh, he, he could catch wind that Porcel might have said something in '97 about him. <laughs> exactly. All right. Next question. All right, Nick. Uh, you know RV pretty well. Is he having any fun uh, racing? It comes across that he just looks at his job. RV. Yeah. Uh he has a lot of he has a lot of fun riding and racing. I don't I don't he likes he likes to pump it up like like he doesn't. I don't know what he's thinking. I hung out with him today actually. Him and uh Casey Stoner's been around oh, the last like month or so and he <laughs> him and Casey Stoner and his wife and little girl came over and they went swimming today while I was just icing and therapying down. Um Stoner's oh, it, Stoner's a regular groupie at this point. He's gonna he's a he's a team shirt and like he just loves it. He's on tour. Well, I was like because I mean he's been to the track like a bunch, like when mm-hmm. I've been practicing and whatever. And uh one day he was telling us we needed a short shift because he would whole shot us, no problem. He he started off doing dirt track, so I said, I know your number is twenty seven, why don't you just hop on this thing and show us how it's done? <laughs> uh Pookie. And, yeah. Oh, oh, sorry Nick. Were you done? No, no, but then, uh, but today I got into some uh, details about MotoGP and all this stuff that I was interested in talking to him about. It was, it was cool. JT told me that that's one guy that he he gets a little he's not nervous, but he really wanted to. I think you want to talk to Stoner more than I he, respect him a lot. Like, yeah, he's a bad dude, right? And and so you had the chance to, but you, you yeah, don't I don't really want to know make him, it weird. right? Right. I mean, I've I've talked to him with Chad before. I've hung, talked to him with RV. I've talked to him with you. I, yeah. I just I don't want to make him. He got out of MotoGP and he doesn't. He likes being kind of anonymous, and I don't want to make it weird for him. But I respect him a lot, and I'm when I see him, I'm like, dude, that is a badass dude right there. Like he likes he, my he likes my tech tips. Yeah, yeah, no, I I agree with JT because I've like I mean I've I've hung out with him maybe like ten times, but I'm not like in a position where I like I'm at the track like working and like riding and stuff. So I don't want to like just be like, oh hey dude, what about this? What about that? Oh that, whatever. He, so today I like you know, got to sit down with him and you know like. Yeah. After we hung out for a while and talked to him about some stuff, and it's pretty cool that just just about like the Ducati and how he was able to make it work, and nobody else has since, and how uh, Rossi in interviews was talking about how he didn't have like ton of respect for Stoner until he rode the Ducati for the first time. Yeah. And was like, wow, this guy got it done. Uh, uh, the first time I saw him, I didn't know who he was at Houston, and he said, "Hey, I really enjoy your tech tips on YouTube." I swear to you. No way. I swear no to way. God. I swear to God. My Transworld motor. Ask uh, Chad was there. Yeah. I'm sure Chad remembers. But uh, um, swear to God, I didn't even know who it was. And I'm like, oh, hey, man, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Like, And I just kept walking, like, go get some food or coffee. And then someone's like, hey, there's Casey Stoner. And I'm not a huge MotoGP fan or road race fan in general. But obviously, I know who Casey Stoner is. I'm like, I went back to him like, hey, I didn't. Thank you for the tech tip comment. I didn't really. Not, nice to meet you, like Casey Stoner or whatever. But that's that's what he said to me. I like. I really enjoy your tech tips. Do you think that Stoner knows who Jeter is? <laughs> yeah, he does. I think so. Get off your phone, bro. I, I, I get got, off your phone. I got a text. About get a into the show. About a potential. Get guest. off your phone. I got a... <laughs> Pookie. Hello, hello. Uh, the question that Moser submitted for X-Brand tariffs. Oh, jeez. Was what was the last? I obviously bought you a Louis Vuitton this weekend. Right. Um, what did? What was the last thing that you bought me? That, and I didn't <laughs> remember. <motherfucker. laughs> I mean, not. This, bir- is not the, this is not the best way to ask her. Let's be real. <laughs> not birthday. You're gonna catch flack later. JT says it was a cock ring, but it wasn't. That. Listen, Nick said that. Oh, Nick said that. Nick said that. Impossible yeah. to shop for. Impossible. But was there? I got you that picture. Yeah, but that doesn't count because it's my birthday. 
Or anniversary. Anniversary. Oh, like it just because? Just a just because gift. And I gave you the Louis Vuitton just because. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Anything about yeah. if you want anything, you'll go. You'll go get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was the question. Hey, what she, what she, the thing that you really appreciate about Pookie, the gift that she gives you every day, she gives you the freedom to get what the fuck you want. Yeah, right. no, she hey, does. Get what you want, bro. You like those You like those headphones? Go on with your back. Yeah, you no, know? she she never. Audio equipment comes in and goes out, and Project 90. Oh, lots of boxes coming in and out for Project 90. Project right 90 now. is getting fully revamped, and she's not not a, not a word, nothing, not a peep. So, and right now, give her like a couple, give it like a couple more weeks. She's gonna want to start seeing some invoices. <laughs> yeah, I know. Huh? Uh, yeah, just trust me on that one. Uh, Weston Pike just tweeted: 10th place in Jersey, not what I wanted. Start sucks. Start sucked. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Weston. Thanks for the update. <laughs> All right. Do we have more questions, Devin? Yeah, we're yeah. Okay, Steve. Yeah. Uh, if you got the Tommy John surgery, how fast do you think you could throw? Oh, uh, without a doubt, I'm in the mid 60s. You'd need a year <laughs> off, like Purcell. Yeah, then you're screwed. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I need a, I need a year. Uh, I need something. I threw that first pitch. Everything went numb. Shoulder, fingertips. You know what went numb was all my head because the oxygen was sucked out because I was laughing so hard. I don't like something happened to me in that throw. There I, were there were small <laughs> children. I would say five to six years old, and then there were there were elderly Yankee fans in their eighties, and all of them were losing it <laughs> at this pitch. I don't. I've never seen comedy across that reached such a what wide demographic. What do you think I did wrong? What did I do wrong? <laughs> um, you picked up the ball. To throw too hard. You didn't. Your arm didn't go past like straight up and down. Like you want to yeah. go all the way back and around, yeah. follow through. Yeah. It was like a wind up doll. You went like this, <laughs> but. That's my rotator cuff that I did in '94. Then why would you start first, spraying first of all, smack? You're from Canada. That's your first problem. I mean, you should have seen Mathis. He's like uh, walking around, like, "Who wants some? Who wants some?" I was. Yeah, I was a little <laughs> bit like that. You never do that either. Like, why I, would you be uh, like that? I just felt like I, I used to throw some heat, so I felt like, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Moser. All right, what else? Uh, okay, JT. Uh, why did RCH clip Hill for the outdoors? Denny Stevenson wants to know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I didn't read that before I asked it. I don't even know if I want to touch this because Denny might hunt me down and Denny murder me in my sleep. getting a little ridiculous about this. Yeah. I He's feel... not an agent anymore. Denny, you're not an agent. You don't have any commission coming. I don't know with the Tedesco thing. The Tedesco thing has me a little uh, mesmerized. I'm not sure. I think if you look at... They, they looked at with Pike and Hill, who was going to do better outdoors. I think they felt Pike would do better. The Tedesco thing, I'm just unsure of what their Tedesco's thought process is. Tedesco's replacing Tickle until Tickle comes okay, back. Okay, and that, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. If you look at Hill versus Pike outdoors, I think that Pike has proven he's a little bit better. And that's what I think they looked at. I really think that's what it comes down to. Period. Whether that's right or wrong. Right. If you're on whosoever side you're on, if that's stupid, smart, whatever, I think that was their Watson decision. had a point, though. They got enough, nothing but shit for why don't they give Weston Pike a chance. Why yeah. don't they give him a chance? You hire these guys. <laughs> fuck you, Watson. And then they get Weston Pike, and it's like, what the fuck? Are you <laughs> fucking over Hill, right? Like, yeah. Kenny's right. He had it, you know, he, yeah, so. You can never win. No. Especially for Chris Blos, apparently. <laughs> really? Gotta bring that up? <laughs> why well, you gotta bring up old shit? <laughs> Why don't you go buy me something, Pookie? 
Like what? Go buy me something. I always have a running list of things that I want. What? Is, what's on your list of things you want? I need a new. Wah, wah, wah. I need a new ulnar ligament. He needs some pants. <laughs> no, I do not need pants. Yeah, he does need some pants. Uh, no banquet this weekend, Poogie. I know. One less banquet chance was for me good to make too. A fool like even if you weren't like, down to hang out at the banquet, it was like a, it was like a. Hey, what are we doing now? Yeah. Uh, no. It was like, hey, hey, so I found you. So, uh, you know, because every time I called you before, it didn't work. Or, you know, somebody spilled a beer on my phone, so it doesn't right. work anymore. Yeah. Everybody was there. It was like central place. So, yeah. All right. Next question. Is that it? Oh, that has been. Xbrand.com. EKSbrand.com. 30% off uh, goggles and grips. Pulp Show 14. We now have grips, people. Soft titty. Soft titium half waffle X-Brand grips in exciting brand new colors. And uh, Albertson. Give Patterson, Lieb, uh, you name it, they wear X-Brand, along with our very own Nick Way wears X-Brand goggles. Uh, Kenton Zaro wears X-Brand. Vince Freeze, podium. Suck it, Scott. Shut out of a podium, X-Brand with a podium. Suck it, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> um, yeah. So, good good weekend for X-Brand. Cunningham, Alessi. We're all real happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Hey, Nick. Um, anything else, or are we done with you? No, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not like that amp today. I mean, I'm not in the right. You got the knee smack talk. I'm not in the super smack talk mode and whatnot. Well, maybe people can go to Mafia Moto Crew and pump pipe uh, order some shit and punch punch in Pulp Crew to save themselves money. And maybe that maybe you, you can rub that cash on your knee. You got the summer off. I'd be pumped. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got a lot of stuff going. This summer, but, I mean, selling garage it's not doors like, and whatnot. I really like I really like racing. I enjoy it. So I mean, like I would I would like to race if I had like good support and I was healthy and whatever. But it doesn't look like that's happening. So uh, yeah, I got a lot of other stuff to kind of shore up. Garage doors got, and like, stuff. I got like five for sale bikes from last season. I need to get rid like do something with. Is is the uh, is your mechanic mohead? Did he secure a summer job or what's the uh, what's happening with him? No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. So you a summer can... job. It sounds like he's gonna be like a waitress down at the beach. Yeah. No, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep him working this summer. But he's gonna do. I think he's gonna do a little bit of stuff here and there. But yeah. Um. Hey, we got some calls for you before we let you go. Uh. Nash. Gentlemen. What's and up, lady? Bloomberg. And lady Bloomberg Press. Hi, Nash. Bloom, Bloomberg. Bloomberg Media. Sorry. Bloomberg Media here. Sorry. Hey Nash, you never been to Bridgewater Overhead Door Company because they're pumped. They're no, important. No, no, but Nick, you probably go down you, there and you, look into it. Nick, check it, check it out. Hello. I was at, I brought my little girl over to meet you, and I got this kick-ass blue folder. I might be buying some garage doors from them. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Did you get a you balloon? <laughs> you know it, JT. What'd you say? I said you get a balloon. No, but I, I got this. I'm, I'm standing in line. This lady. I'm standing in line. My little girl goes up to meet Nick. And this lady hands me this pamphlet. I'm like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, oh, cool. It's some garage doors. I need some garage doors. You're right? It. You never know, bro. Yeah. Deuce. That's B2B. Hey, are you, are you, are you upset about getting uh, called up by Brotocross? No, not Who? at all. No. Uh, Nash. Nash got called up. Oh, yeah. Because well, the, the, the press conference was televised, and Nash asked a question, and he said, Bloomberg, uh, Bloomberg, uh, Media? I was there representing Media. Bloomberg Media. That is totally true. So then, I did not fake anything. So then Brotocross wrote, this is why our sport sucks, are the mainstream media asked dumb questions. 
and this and that. He didn't realize Nash was, you know, a super fan of the sport and everything else. And Brodo's a good dude and all that. But um, He was cool about it. We talked about it. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? If, if you're watching that press conference and, and you don't know, you know, not that I'm anything or anybody, but if you don't know that I am have at least some passion for the sport, it did sound like a dumb question. But I saw Dungey talk more at that. I was sitting there, and Wygant was the only one asking good questions. Him and Kiefer asked some good questions. And I'm like, dude, this sucks. Give me that microphone. And i got to ask Dungey something. And I thought of DV, and I thought of DV going off about tires. Oh, here we and go. And I was like, you know what? what? Let's do it. I liked it. I liked it. I think Nick's uh, in the middle of a garage door sale right now. but. He, uh, no lie. I was I, honest to God, I was sitting there, and he hit me this blue folder in the line. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah, bro. It's the door company. You could awesome. Garage door for your house and then yeah. get, get, get like a parking yeah, yeah. lot. Get like a pay for gas from Seattle all the way to New Jersey, back to Vegas. Dude, I'll tell you what. Hey, overhead. You need a garage door to get one. Nick, I will buy garage door head, uh, garage doors off that that company. Uh, no doubt. Is is nasty in town? When does nasty get into Vegas? Well, he's on a sprint. Him and him and Mohead are on a sprint there now. Uh, Evidently, we... they're they're going to be there first thing in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get them in here. Into this hey, studio. hey, was Big Nasty there on on Saturday? Oh yeah, you see me, Big Nasty's around somewhere. <laughs> oh, I love it. I was going to tell my daughter to ask for some pickles. Oh, yeah. All right, Nash. Anything else? Oh, well, I'm at I'm oh, at yeah, uh, the team manager that's in contention for the championship this weekend with Cole Sealy. I just showed up at his house and he's giving me some, uh, I don't know, some recovery products. This thing here. He's interested to see what you guys are up to. What are, you, what are you working on, TK? What do you got? Some habit for the weekend? Something awesome? Oh, not much. Just got a race for you. Hey, yeah. JT, hey. sir. JT, your mom is a is a really nice lady. Careful, I mean, Nash. <laughs> I'm being serious. I'm not being funny. I wouldn't. I wouldn't insult your mom. She's I know. A nice I'm just lady, man. I'm just kidding. Cindy's awesome. She was really cool. She was. She was really sweet. I had. A, I. I was doing something. I had to get walked over. And we all met over at the AMA thing. And I had to. I. I went in the truck. I didn't know what was going on in that truck. I looked at it, it looked like NASA Command Center. I was like, whoa. I walked in the door, and all the ladies started laughing at me. I go, hey, is JT's mom in here? <laughs> and, and your mom's like, yeah, that's me. And I was like, hey, how are you? Nice to meet you. Nash. <laughs> so anyway. Bloomberg Media. <laughs> JT's mom. <laughs> JT's mom's an AMA trailer, Pookie. Yeah. Yeah, Frank. Yeah, I know. Frank <laughs> will be around at some point, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Hey, you know what? And hey, you got a you got an exclusive sit down interview with Kenny Watson this weekend. Uh, you know what? K Dub was really, really, really down to earth and genuine. And we lost Nick. It's really cool. We lost Nick. What's that? We lost Nick. He's uh, gone. A, oh, bummer. Now K- Kenny was really great. And to be honest with you, I I mean Kenny and I talked and all that, but I talked to this other guy, man, and. It's a pretty cool thing. That team is really, really dynamic and pretty cool. So Kenny didn't tell you, Kenny didn't you know didn't uh, yell at you or nothing. He didn't do anything. He didn't. Love well, no, I was very right all right. Here's in the two second story. I got there a little early because I didn't know how much the traffic was going to be bad. And I'm pulling through the parking lot and I see Kenny walking over. And Kenny's never met me. Uh-huh. I roll down the window. I go, "Hey, man, what's up?" He's like, "Hey," and he just turns around and walks into the rig. So I'm like, "All right, whatever." And then I see Hart. And I get out of the truck, and I introduce myself, and I said, 
look, I want to I want to talk to you guys about your team because that's what I was there to do is talk to three different teams on the team model, and that's what I was told to do by Bloomberg. So, yeah, Kerry was doing the day show. He's like, look, I, I said, look, I don't want to bother you. I said, Kenny's in the ring. He said, go and talk to Kenny. I was like, all right, cool, go and talk to Kenny. And uh, he was like, well, wait a minute, you're Nash. And I'm like, yeah. And I go, he, I, he goes, how'd you get off today? I said, I took a personal day. And so I said, hey, let's talk. And next thing you know, this other guy came in and we talked. And it was, it was I, didn't, I didn't get out. I was in there for an hour and a half. It was very cool. Hmm. Ah, you, never know. you never know with Kenny. You never know what you're going to get. Uh, I, you could write the book, Steve. Mm-hmm. You could write. Will you write a book, Steve? Why don't you write a book? <laughs> On what? To make like what a children's book. Pitching one hundred and one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could write uh, fast tips to the fastball. Yeah, yeah there we Baba go. Uh, oh fuck! Thanks, Nash. Appreciate it. Thanks for hey, calling in. Li- hey, glad- living the dream, brother. I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, disappointed. I did not see you this weekend. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I'll be sniffing around Bud's Creek. You never know where I'm gonna. Turn. Yeah, I, I know I, you're. I know you're holding your breath, waiting. Uh, Wygant saw you, and uh, JT's mom saw you, and Kenny saw you. JT's, but, yeah. JT's mom is really nice. Anybody out there stopping the AMA trailer? Very nice lady. Poke your head in there. Maybe there'll be some. F you, dude. Maybe some tea and trumpets. <laughs> Thanks, Nash. Uh, all right, cheers, guys. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye. See you, Ackerman. Hey, what's up, Steve? Nick Way let, hung up on us, so. Dude, are you going to get him back on or what? No. Who's Why? No, he's done. we got to move this show along. we got lots to do. Yeah, well, then you should have hung up on the last call. On Nash? Yeah. Let me, let, me, let me text Nick and see if we can get him back on. If we get him back on, Nash, or Ackerman, call back in. No, I'm going to hold on. <laughs> well, no. No, hold on, but. Just get him on the phone. Uh, the Pulp and Mech Show, where the callers decide what, <laughs> what goes on. It's like Burger King. Right, yeah. You get what you want. Fuck Have you it your and way. your show, Mathis. Uh, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right, Nash. We'll, we're, Na- Nash. we'll put you on hold, wow. Ackerman, and, uh, and we'll see if we can get him back. No, I'll wait on the air. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm Keep talking you. to me. No. Hey, uh... Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, a Cherubis FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, The Moto Company, Optrix, and Guts Racing all on board with us. Why don't you tell us about Optrix a little bit over there, uh, Devin, because, uh, you know, it's what, what we do. Yeah, it's going to be hard to talk about Optrix since we had the Titch Legendary here talking about it last week. He kills it. But I uh, just came back from uh, the lake this last week. No, you didn't. Yeah, it was okay. actually warm, finally. But uh, I took uh, my Optrix case and I actually hooked it onto my wakeboard, which was very sketchy. At yeah, first. really, right? At f- just, yeah, I'm at just, first. Because yeah. like, it, like, it's one thing if you hold it because you have the wrist strap or if you attach it and strap it. But when it's on the wakeboard, it's just sitting there. There's nothing to strap it to. So if the mount goes wrong or whatever, mm-hmm. held up great. Still have my phone sitting right here. Optrix. Killing it. Optrix. And uh, you can use the Pulp Mexico to save 15%. Do it. Do uh, it. Let's call the NYK back. Do it. And then Ackerman can talk to him. Uh, yeah, thanks to the folks at Ox, uh, uh, Optrix. Hey, sponsor deals on com. You can save with all of our sponsors, uh, Racetech and X-Brand and Tech One and 810 and Optrix and Guts and 
I mean, just just about everybody on the show, uh, you can save something with with using a code or contacting them directly. And Fab, anything you need, um, they can help you out. Don't forget to Thursdays noon. Moto 60 Show, Fly Racing, Moto 60 Show. JT, you're on that a lot. I am. And we thank you for that. Uh, presented by NFAB. So you like this kind of stuff, you want more bench racing, more talk, um, don't check out, check out that show at pulpamex.com. And um, you can uh, get some more moto knowledge. And also, too, Amazon. Uh, if you're buying something from Amazon, go to pulpamex.com, see the Amazon banner, click on that, purchase your lube or sex swings or whatever you got to do, and uh, we get a small chunk of that. So we appreciate of that. Of the lube and sex swing? No, of the purchase price. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would be weird. Nick, welcome yeah. back. Uh, real quickly, Ackerman is on the line. Chris Ackerman, he's got a question for you. Oh, hey, guys. Nick. What's up? Nick. Ackerman, I got a helmet for you, dude. I need to get it to CeeLo. Oh, I know, I know you got me. I know you got gotcha. me. Okay. Two questions. One, hey. you're basically the Rick Nolan of Superpods. So, who would be your mechanic, Wally or Goose? Well, they're kind of a dynamic duo, Wally and Goose, to be honest with you. They're kind of like, you know, if you just saw Wally, you'd be like, ah, that guy's nothing. But then, you know, same with Goose. He's just like that goofy-looking redheaded guy. Just Judy, like, Judy the was hat? a mechanic, though. Just, yeah, just like, just like Revere. You know, just what I need is a total lot of pets and I geek jinx in my bike. They're kind of a, t- they're kind of a tag team, so... It has to have both on the. They would have to be, you know, you know, one's like a man friend. I'll call it a trainer, training partner. Was more like Wally because you know he, he carried goose up that one hill. Remember? <laughs> Good trained. God, you, 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 it's ridiculous. The yeah, not- so I mean, I kind of would need to have them both because I don't know. Without with, without without one, each other, they're kind of not going to get it. Yeah, you know, you saw goose hit that one dude who hit, you know, the the hurricane guy who hit Wally off the bike with the log at the, the rattlesnake yeah. run. And then, you know, the dude, then a goose had a cast on, so then he clotheslined the dude and with his cast and then knocked him off the bike and they high-fived. It was sick, you know, they came back together and just rode out. Can we do a classic commentary with you, JT, and Nick doing winter steg off? Just hard to get us in the same area, but it, I'm down. It, it is. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> you two are just out of this world. I mean, I know I didn't clear that up, but I think you're probably with me. Hey, my other question. Okay, I know you love, you love Feist, we all. We all love Feist. But if you could bring any freestyle rider over to Supercross other than Feist, who would it be? Well, you're right. First of all, I would bring Feist in his, um, the gold van that had the gold leaf. That would be a no-brainer. I'd probably sell my truck and pit up in his van with him, to be honest (laughs) with you. But don't forget about the silver tubes. Yeah, there's that too. But also, I'd probably. Um, I'd probably know better that I'd get Clifford out of contact on the team with me. And then Mad Mike Jones. Clifford and Mad Mike. Solid, yeah, solid Mike pick. For sure, because he's just kind of gnarly. If anything goes down, he's definitely going to end up hurting somebody. Let's be real. And he's good. He's probably right. good for, like, on the track walk, he's probably good. <laughs> yeah. Well, right know, on that. Mad Mike. Hey, thanks for taking the call. Thanks, Ackerman. Uh, all right, man. Oh, uh, hey, Mavis. Now this. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah, we're here. Yeah, I got Hey, instead, so it's the first pitch, like, for entertainment. What? When people do a first pitch. A first pitch. for entertainment? First pitch? No, I think so, yeah. It's for entertainment. Yep. But then they should have 
how do you run around the bases? I probably could have run around the bases better, faster than I, I, I threw the ball <laughs> at this point. So, although although you are right, that is pretty good. But he is actually okay. he's an he's a big man. He's a crazy good athlete. Let's be real. I you know I was talking mad crap about my volleyball skills and I proved it, and then I just got maybe a little overreached with this fastball thing. Just went a little far. So, uh, Nick Way, thanks for coming on, man. MafiaMotoCrew.com. Pulp Crew saves you 30, 20%. Good, good deal on that. And uh, we really hope you race Vegas, man. I hope your knee gets better, and, and we need to see you out in Vegas. So, that'll that'll suck if yeah, you can't uh, race. Yeah, I'm working on it. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, when you lost I'm at a pit stop. At and yeah, you're, you're going to help me out. Sorry. All right. All right, you're, you're breaking up. We got to go. See you, buddy. All right. Later, guys. Later. See you. Nick away, everybody. Last commercial break of the night here on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Lots more to talk about and some New York City talk. We'll take your calls at 702-586-7857. And uh, don't forget, uh, send out those emails to uh, contest at pulpamechshow.com. We're going to randomly pick somebody for a race tech uh, giveaway on that. So Jason Thomas is here. Devin Gibbs is here. Won't you stick around? Can we come back to my song again? No. Yes. No. You didn't. Even, you played one verse of it last time. You're supposed I to play the whole thing. Shit. I played the same amount Crap. as I. Dude, one verse was one too many. Devin. <laughs> All right. That's a warning. <laughs> Let's go to commercial before <laughs> things get out of hand here. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserve nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority, and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Fly racing. Fly racing.
MenFab is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MenFab Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All and fab products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Theed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. 
The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Hey, 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 W-Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. W-USA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W-Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Intonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? It's time to check out the moto company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the moto company. Motocompany.com Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. 
We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out Vortex Racing Talking Talk Nitty Voicing Product. Nitty Voicing Product. Just email.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call them at 800 440 3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Mech Show coming at you. 702-586. Pulp. 702-586. Pulp. Give us a call. We're not here for too much longer. Jason Thomas in studio with us. The great Jason Thomas. From Violins from Moto Triple X soundtrack. I think this is Lagwagon. Yep, Pretty sure it's it Lagwagon. Yep. yep. And uh, good stuff. Moto Triple X feature story coming out in Racer X, written by yours truly. Cannot wait. Excited to, excited to see that. So that number I gave you guys, you can call at any time, leave the voicemails. Uh, we take the best ones, and uh, we, uh, we put them all together. And um, feel free to leave a message anytime about really anything. And uh, these are the best ones of the week. And, uh, hey, by the way, we'll take your phone calls right now if you guys have something to say about uh, Christophe Purcell, uh, Josh Hill, um, New York Supercross, uh, Devin Gibbs, Jason Thomas, anything like that. But in the meantime, here's some voicemails. Chicago land area, long-time listener, long-time motocrosser. The reason Justin Bosch is riding better is because he knew Trey Kennard was coming back. He always has that ability to want to put more time in and more effort when he's going against his own people. Uh, I know he started doing better the week before, but that's because he knew Trey Kennard was coming back. So, Great show. Awesome to listen to. Uh, take care, guys. What do you think? I don't know if I buy into that. <clears throat> I just think uh, 
I think they've gotten the bike sorted out a bit and, and, uh, that makes a big difference. Um, I, I, I'm just not sold on the Trey coming back. He's doing better thing. I'm just not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he started doing, he was doing better at Dallas. I mean, he rode better. Trey wasn't even close to coming back. I think there's something to be said for ri- team rivalry and wanting to be the number one guy on your team. But yeah, yeah I don't think that's, that's I think, yeah. I think <laughs> if you don't think that the pressure of him doing poorly was enough to get him in going, yeah. get him in gear, yeah. then I don't think Trey changed that dynamic. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, I, everyone's me. expectations and Honda looking at him like, what are you doing out here? Yeah. That's plenty. Do you think he was too busy riding Yamaha's? <laughs> I'm staying way away from that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's go. It's Mr. Yellow. When I say snowman, I'm thinking no, man. Everybody knows truckers drive with their junk in their hand. Stop talking about your contraband. My boy Seven's always in the power band. Snow conversation is very bland. It's raining yellow in my home, man. I ride every day while his bike's still parked on the stand. Raining yellow is the paddle while snow stuck in the sand. Snowman. You ain't got nothing, son. Stop talking about that junk, that garbage. You ain't got no good conversation. No one cares about truckers. Lester Sylvester Stallone, and you want to put me in an arm wrestling match? You ain't got nothing, son. You're melting away in the summer. Yeah. I heard him talking about me yeah. on the show. I'm flattered. I'm going to send some followers his way. Because, uh, he ain't nothing. Snowman ain't nothing. Rain and yellow, baby. I'm uh. bathing in the yellow vein like champagne. Yeah. Talk to you guys later. Rainy snowman, uh, snowman wants to be the—I uh, don't know what he wants to be on the show, but he, he feels like he, the raining yellow guy is taking over his shtick. You do have Dre beats on. Yeah, I do. So you're like right in that crowd. Yeah, yeah. that 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 right. music hit home for you. Yeah, that's probably a good point. Um, so is those magazine pages picking up on the show that you're turning. You can hear them. You can literally hear those magazine pages. It was me crumbling up a piece of paper from an email. No, but that's supposed to be that. That's yeah. This is supposed to be a magazine. Um, so yeah, Snowman, uh, the trucker, uh, haven't uh, had her from the day, but uh, I don't feel like you can uh, just deem yourself the uh, the show court jester. Um, all right, let's go. Hi, Steve. My name is Andrew. I'm a big time fan. Just had a funny story. I thought I'd share with you today. I'm a police officer, a motor officer in California, and I stopped a person from Canada today, ironically out of Manitoba, uh, for doing 55 and a 35. And I mentioned something about that. I knew somebody from Canada and the Pulp MX show, and we ended up talking moto for 10 or 15 minutes, and he didn't get a speed citation. So kudos to you and your Canadian, fellow Canadian there, uh, for knowing something about your show. That was good. I did have a question for Kiefer. Um, I was listening to the most recent show, and he mentioned something. You know, I had a Cowie, and they do eat chain guides. I was wondering why Kawasaki hasn't fixed that and if their engineers even know that they eat chain guides. So um, if it's such a big issue and everybody knows about it, why don't they fix it? Thanks. First of all, 55 and a 35. Probably deserve it, right? Yeah, without a doubt. I think you're going to get it 99% of the time. You're going to get a ticket in that spot. Manitoba guy, though. It broke down about the Pulp Mesho in Moto. Oh yeah, we're, we're bridging, bridging uh, all boundaries here. Uh, Cowie chain guides, uh, yeah, I've heard that. Uh, if you look at the factory Cowie guys, they their chain guide does not look like yours. So uh, <laughs> and then there's a reason for that. Um, I think these things, JT, a lot of times production runs. It's just like they know about it, but it's not scheduled to be fixed or whatever. Tell GM you know, that. Like, yeah, I know, right? Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't, it's a good reason. I, I do know that there's a problem with Cowie Jane Guide's production. Uh, I've heard many people talk about it, but don't know why they don't fix it. No idea. But my Project 90 is sweet. Hey, guys. I have a question for the show. I was wondering about Las Vegas, how they do the, you know, for the 250, they have the, the heat uh, count for the championship. Wouldn't it be a better idea to leave the heats be a regular heat race and then have the the main event count for the championship? So whatever place they finish, uh, no matter what coast you're in, you get those points. That way the last race actually has more like weight and people are excited about it instead of, Oh, uh, we already raced, we wrapped up the championship, or we we're going to do it again anyway, and then half of the riders care and half don't. Um, all right, just wanted to know your thoughts about it. Thank you. Bye. Uh, I think that would be awesome, but it would never happen. Teams would never agree to that. So just, you know, basically you run, run one East-West final, mm-hmm. and, you know, Anderson wins, Seely wins, Anderson gets fourth because the 250 East guys beat him. Seely wins the title. It would take more than that, right? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, you know what I mean? Like like the final in Vegas, this guy just wanted a free-for-all. Both coasts, points given, and everything, the whole deal. You know, like a gator pit in there. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Some, some, yeah. Jump through some flaming hoops. I mean, it's, it'd be exciting, but teams would be pissed. They're not going to let that happen. You're going to race seven rounds, let's say, and invest all this money to get a points lead, and then the last round you're going to throw in the other coast and – Jack everything yeah, up. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a West Coast championship. It's not a it's not a East West champion. You know what I mean? It's yeah, no, no. I think you. Yeah, I, mean, I can understand I, the I'd guy. Like it. I'd like the guy it. wanting to add excitement, right, right. which I'm on board with. But I don't think you can change the whole dynamic of the championship in one round. I don't think that's right. No, no. I, I'd like it. It'd be fun, exciting, and I do think that. But you get that. You get that in the next race in the shootout. Yeah, in the shootout. Yeah. Although I feel like the shootout is not taken that seriously. Um. J Law. I think the guys that Whipping yeah, <laughs> if the guys that are in title contention, uh, I agree. It's kind of the yeah, it's yeah. just an also ran like whatever. Okay, like, I'll go yeah. around this thing. But I think the other guys, I do. I think yeah. they take it very seriously. They had a shootout in Daytona, didn't they? No, a while ago. No, no. Oh. You're thinking of NASCAR. Maybe on A1A, like 3 a.m. There was a shootout. You uh, you do any wet? <laughs> do you do the wet the shootout? As a lights guy? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 97, 98, and 9. Okay. Yep. Uh, oh, they've been around. Oh, yeah, they were. Around. They started '97, didn't they? Uh, I don't know. Carmichael, sure, but Carmichael was out there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next. No, '97. I didn't do hey. it. '98, '99. Ah. Okay. Hey, it's Donna from Arizona. Here to make a uh, public apology uh, to my wife, who was kind enough to get me a Pokemon shirt and hat for Father's Day. However, when I got home from work last night, I saw the box and I popped it open and uh, ruined the surprise. So. Anyway, good job, Donnie. Thanks, Steve, talking to my wife and uh, getting her the shirt for me. It was awesome. You're out of your uh, element. And, uh, man, I'm going to wear a Monster Cup. Don't open up packages that don't belong to you. Monster Cup. Donnie. Uh, What's, in What's in the box? What's in the box? You know, fucking nation nowhere here. So, love the show, guys. Thanks, Bye. Donnie. Mathis, it's Maley again from Maryland. Um, my final point is the uh, hiring the Supercross star for the weekend. Uh, a slight variation. I want to hire three Moto Media superstars for the weekend. Bucks Creek, uh, 
motocross national i want to hire you weech and jt i'm already going to be with jt for the uh, fly behind the scenes um event at bud's creek he's got all my information but hire you guys for the weekend party it down you guys choose either uh a party in dc in annapolis or baltimore uh start with dinner uh steamed crabs lots of seafood shrimp oysters clams uh any anything goes what do you think, Here's the deal, though. Maryland's team crabs, I'm, I'm confident we each knows about them. They're, they're a, a really, really good. Uh, you've got to drink uh, Natty Bow while you're eating the crabs, so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good time. So, anyway, I want to hire you guys for the weekend. The offer's out there. Uh, cell number 42326. Uh, I should have added that up. And um, <laughs> love what you, you do at the uh, Paul FMX show and all the other – uh, media stuff you put out. Keep up the good work. Chat with you soon. Take care. What do you think, JT? Uh, they want, he wants well, to rent me and Weege for crabs. Weege was down when Sh- he said dinner. Soft shelly crabs, yeah. Saturday night, maybe. Friday night. It's it's such an early morning Saturday. I'm not going out with this guy to God knows where. But Saturday night, I'd do it. You would just go meet random fans. If for, we're if it's dinner. all three of us. Yeah. If it's a group effort. I feel weird, Not man. just me. It's a little awkward. I feel weird. But I'm going to be with them for VIP, so yeah, it so won't be You're going to be blowing down with them, yeah. right? Let's talk about the VIP program. Okay. Let's talk about that. Uh, I have two spots left for Vegas uh, this weekend, I so if anybody wants to do that. Uh, and then outdoors, obviously, is wide open. We have spots going, but uh, lots to left. So if you're interested, email me, tweet me, email Mathis. He can forward it to me. Whatever you want to do, call in, get at me. Give it to me. Taking care of it. Give you what? A Vegas spot. Give you a Vegas spot? Yeah, why not? I can't give them away. Sorry. Yeah. Seven hundred fifty. I'm, I'm responsible for all of them. You so. get a signed gear. You hang. You I would if I could become a yeah, team no. member for the day. You get a free set of goggles. Mm-hmm. You walk the track. You get press box access. You get behind the scenes uh, with Andrew Short and Matt Kirky, though he's Kirky's not racing. Uh, really, you get to be a team member for the day, and you get the whole enchilada, good and bad. So, um, yeah. It's kind of cool pro- program. It is. It's been successful. Uh, I actually, yeah. I enjoy doing it. It's been a learning process for me, um, and I really do enjoy it now. You meet a lot of really cool people. Real, these are true fans of the sport. To yeah. do something like this, you got to be into it. And, yeah. And these people are man. They're. It's been awesome. There are listeners too. A lot for of them. sure, absolutely. And that's awesome. I mean, this is the only. This is the only outlet I have for it. So. What's the What's the coolest experience you've had doing this? Um. It's that's tough to narrow down. I mean, I've gone through probably at this point it's about 160 people I've I've met with, um, and I can't. I've only had a couple people that have been you know less than ideal. And everyone just you're dealing with that many different people, so you've got all kinds of different personalities and things that they're interested in. Um, the coolest thing overall has just been that they've made it easy on me you know for me i'm going into this thing dealing with four strangers or six strangers or whatever the number is every weekend and creepy it's a little stressful for me because i'm i have to make sure that they don't get themselves or myself into trouble uh, or do things that are gonna get backlash on me or whatever and, and everybody's just been awesome so it's it's just been cool to see another aspect of the sport um that I, you know, when racing, I really didn't get that much interaction like I do now. So it's cool. Well, you were yeah. so angry all the time. Yeah, and, and I was busy doing my own thing, and I really didn't want that interaction. Which, I really don't care. Yeah, shut up, tits. Um, no, it's just been awesome to get more involved with the people that drive this sport, which are the fans. Yeah, all right. Let's... 
Hey, just going over the heat races again for uh, this past weekend and just noticing that uh, just when James Stewart was battling with Trey Kennard, it's just unbelievable how much Ralph just sounds not intelligent, just saying that Trey Kennard is so slow. And, you know, James Stewart is just going that fast, tripling where no one else is tripling. And Ricky, and Ricky pops in and says, no, James is just going that fast. Trey's not going slow. Just want to hear your input on that. What do you think, JT? What, what the thumb of the heat? Deep. Right now, obviously. Fuck. Um, with James, eh? I think James is just just fast. <laughs> but do you think Ralph was downplaying Trey's win? Yeah. I did. I honestly haven't seen the the footage. Like, I, oh. to do our podcast thing. I went straight to the main event and did that. I think Ralph's a huge James fan. I do. So right. um, I can't really I – don't, I don't want to comment too much because I haven't seen it. Yeah. But I know right. from listening to Ralph in the past, he's a big James guy. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to go either way because I haven't seen it. So it's unfair. Fuck the Nets. No one cares about the Nets. Let's stop talking about the Nets. Other than that. Job. The Brooklyn Nets? Uh, no, I think a, I think the the your net idea my, my theory. Nets. I know. I'm yeah. kidding. Yeah. It's fucking brilliant. <sighs> no, it's not. Yeah, let's build the let's get the berms back, bro. Bring berms back, BBB. Bike could get caught in it. Oh God! So what? Your bike gets caught in it, you're done. You're done for the night. My Sorry, guy Dave, my guy Dave Prater said it's flawed. It's it is not flawed. Going with flawed. It is not flawed. They do it in Australia. Works fine. If Dave said it doesn't you know how work, it's flawed? it doesn't work. Because it costs money. Therefore, it's flawed. That's if Dave it. said it doesn't work, it doesn't work. <laughs> All right. I like Irv. I do like Irv. All right. Hey, this is Robbie from Arkansas. I want to know if you could ask Reed or JT or you, uh, what's the biggest differences? I like how he goes, you can ask Reed or JT or you. <laughs> like, you know. If you can't get a hold of him, <laughs> yeah. just ask right. a bum. Right. Between a factory practice bike that they practice on during the week or their race bike during the weekend. I know Travis Preston, or Keeper said Travis Preston said his race bike with so much more power than his practice bike. Is that normal or was that just for JGR? Thanks. Good show. Bye. Practice bikes, the reason that riders say their race bikes feel so good is because they put tons of hours on their practice bikes and so they get to a bike on the weekend and it's got a brand new frame with very little hours on it and the motor's tip top. And, you know, it's just, this one of those things where the, the bike feels so different. It, generally speaking, the factories don't send their riders out with much different practice bikes. Maybe the wheels might be different, but I think that's changed a lot. The, the aluminum frames and everything back, you know, years ago, uh, the steel frame stretched a lot. Yeah. So they, the feel was totally different. Um, and, and they're really, I mean, there was something to it. The bikes were different. Um, but I think now that uh, teams have gotten a, m- a lot more sophisticated, uh, the practice bikes are almost identical, if not identical. Maybe mm-hmm. a few little handmade parts that you don't want to spend the money on that really don't make a huge difference. But I know the last year or two, um, you know, the BTO team got to that point where the bikes were the same, and I couldn't tell. I'd get to the race, and yeah. on and off, they felt exactly the same. So I think that's that's where most of the teams right now is they you get on 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 your practice bike, on your race bike, and they're 
there's no difference. The, the better of the team, the more your practice spikes yeah. going to be just like Yeah, and I think spike. most of the teams are at that point right. now. The, yeah. the upper 80% of the teams, the bikes are the same. All right, all right. All right, let's do this. That's it. That's it? Yep, in fam. All right. The unfab question of the day. Bacon. JGR NFAB Toyota Yamaha with uh, Josh Grant, Justin Brayton, Phil Nicoletti. Uh, Brayton's going to come back for outdoors, he hopes. I talked to him this weekend. Um, he's going to be a little bit behind the eight ball, but, uh, yeah, he hopes to be back for out- outdoors. Anything you need for your Jeep, truck, or SUV, n-fab.com. Proudly made in Houston, Texas, and uh, big supporters of this and the Pulp M- uh, Fly Racing Moto 60 show presented by NFAB on Thursdays at noon. So question of the day from these guys at NFAB. Also, too, uh, NFAB, but big supporters of the uh, GNCC, uh, Randy Hawkins team. Okay, didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. That's cool. Title sponsorship there. Okay. Jessica Patterson and... That makes sense. Randy yeah. Hawkins? No, Hawkins doesn't race anymore. <laughs> uh, Ed Lojack? Who? Ed Lojack? Lojack? Yeah. That's a car stealing You don't thing. know who Ed Lojack is? Oh, you got you need to learn up in your mid-80s Enduro history. Like car sa- auto, like Used car sales. So, question of the day. Let's talk. Like, this is a big thing in the... Josh Hill, third place this weekend in New York City. Fantastic ride. Great ride by him. Jersey. Um... Denny Stevenson's upset about it. Fans on Twitter are upset about it. Like we touched on earlier, uh, Kenny Watson and the RCH team, you can, you know, they can't win by they hired Western Pike instead of uh, Josh Hill for the outdoors. But here's the question. Did RCH do Hill wrong? Did they? I don't think so. Did they so. do an injustice to Josh Hill? I don't Hill? think so. I think, they've, I think they've done more than you could ever ask for for Josh Hill. I, I think agree. they've stood by him when 99% of teams out there would have dropped him. Yes, I agree. With the Chisholm thing, when they were going to hire Chisholm, they kept Hill. They paid him good money when he was didn't even race. He didn't race for two years. Yeah, and he'd, they still were paying him. So, I don't know. I, I love Denny Stevenson to death, but I don't know, man. I You know. Yeah. No, Whether the decision is right or wrong, I don't think you can just go off on RCH. They've they've helped that guy a lot, man. They really have. There's no – I don't think it's a coincidence that Hill seems to be buddies with Hart, Instagram mm-hmm. photos, thanking him, buddies with Watson, thanking Watson. Leaving out Carmichael, though. I think that you can read between the lines definitely, easily. Definitely yeah. seems like where there's smoke, there's fire on that deal. Yeah. You know, he hasn't come out and said it, Yeah, but he's excluded him in a way that would make you think there's something to it. But – Look, Hill has ridden like two outdoor nationals in four or five years, five, mm-hmm. six years maybe. Hasn't gone real well. No. Yeah. And even when he was on the 250F, I mean, he, he podiumed, I think, his second race ever, and I don't yeah. think he's ever made the box again. Um, Weston Pike, if you line them up outdoors, Weston Pike will beat Josh Hill. 22 out of 24 motos? I don't know how you put a I number mean, on it. I don't Definitely know. Definitely more than, he's, than Hill's going to beat him. Yes, yes. Weston Pike, we saw last year, he got some top fives and – and he's going to be on a works factory Suzuki. So if you are a team looking for results, you're going to go with Pike outdoors all day long. And it's hard to argue that. If you're well, RCH, you're like, we did everything we can for Josh. There's no way he can be better. Bitter. You know, they let him go. They let him know he wasn't performing. And he, they, if you talk to some insiders of the RCH team, they're, they're like, Josh doesn't seem that happy here. But they're active, and they were actively pursuing help for Josh Hill outdoors. Actively, because I know they contacted me. So, 
to just say they're just like, hey, Josh, you're out. See ya. That's not how Oh, like they're looking down. to place him on a team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're trying yeah, to yeah. help him. Right. You yeah. know? Yeah. Okay, we can't. Whatever the, the, the scenario is behind the scenes that yeah. they decided not to go. Yeah. They haven't just just kicked him out the door and said, see you later. They yeah. literally have are calling around trying to get him help. Yeah. So, I mean, what? I don't know. I'm going to dig myself a hole here, and Denny's going to be yelling at me or well, whatever. But. Denny's going to be in that chair a couple of weeks, and you'll yeah. be on the show then. So yeah. It's not, I my, mean, Denny, not my deal. Denny's thing is, like, the sport doesn't want any personality or anything in it. But, like, what is Josh Hill personality? Like, I don't think that has anything to do with it. But, I mean, I don't. when I think of Hill, I don't think of some big – personality that everyone gravitates to or anything nice guy seems like he has fun on the bike and i i don't think it know, was anything I mean, like that i just think they thought pike would get results and maybe josh wouldn't yeah that's all i think it is yeah yeah yeah. no i think so too so part two of the nfab question of the day i'm springing this on you now jt um, we've been reporting myself you davy coombs racer x rv will not be doing the nationals uh over and over uh, from people we know in the industry. So RV comes out this weekend, tells me he will be at Glen Helen racing. I made sure to say, are you going to be racing? Yes, he told uh, Jason Wygant he will be racing. He was smiling during this. Mike Williamson could not have danced more around that question tonight. I'm, st- I'm not convinced. Though. And you heard a phone call that I got before the show. Yep. I did. I'm not convinced, though. I haven't been convinced since... I was told what everybody else heard on Saturday night. Still not convinced. Yeah. I mean, I, God, you hate to come out and call the guy a liar. I'm or not whatever. doing anything like, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But just not convinced. I, mean, I will not believe it either till I've I see him on the line. I've had lots of people tell me things, and I'm like, okay, I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, you're telling me, oh, you could tell me the sky is green. I don't believe you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Not anything to be angry about. No. Yeah, I guess we'll just see. Well, in two weeks, we'll see, or three weeks, we'll yep. see, or whatever. Yeah, and there's and people on the message boards are going nuts and whatever. And if he's on, if he is on the line on May 24th, that's awesome. It I, is. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah Like yeah, it's not gonna, yeah. it's not gonna change my life at all. But you know, if I want to watch the guy race. But if you had to lay money right now, what do you think? If it was the last week, I would have. I would have. Made a huge wager that right. he wouldn't be there. And now after him saying that. I'm, I'm like 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really can't yeah, I, I think I think I'm more than that. I think I'm 70-30 that he's still not going to be there. Maybe so. I just hear things yeah, behind the scenes. So. That yeah, are, no. I, other yeah. teams are doing things. And lots of people. Yes. Are, it's not just – I mean, there's people, yeah. big sponsors of teams that are like, yeah. okay, we got to go this direction now. Yeah. They have good info. They have yeah. – I mean, they talk to the right people. Yeah. This yeah. isn't just yeah. – Hey, did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. Oh, let's go with this. Like there, these are there yeah. are real talks it, it, with real people with real writing, real checks that are on board with this. RV's a little peeved at me for, you know, he's asking me why are you putting that out there, and I'm like, well, listen, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't expect you to tell me or whatever, but uh, you need to keep it quiet, better quiet. Because I'm hearing from people that have nothing to do with you or your team. It's not family. It's not mm-hmm. Williamson. It's not your sponsors. It's someone that has nothing to do with you, but is in the industry that is telling me. RV needs knee work. He is going to miss the series. So, like, I'm like, dude, you need to keep this more quiet. He's like, keep what quiet? Who told you? Who told you? He, and he wouldn't. And I'm like, well, what's going on? This is off the record. Mm-hmm. What's going on? He would not say. He just kept saying, who told you? Who told you? So, um, yep. I'm like, don't worry about it. I'd I've say, heard from lots of people. Lots and lots and lots and lots of people that all had, were like, oh, yeah, you heard about that? Like, it wasn't like, yeah, 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 I heard from that person. It was the same person yeah. that I had heard from. 
You know, it was yeah, like yeah, this yeah. person because they sponsored this guy yeah. and they write checks to this team. Yeah. You know, like it's yeah, yeah. just. Well, hopefully he makes it. Look, yeah, it'd be like a better I said, series. If absolutely. He makes it. Like yeah. I said, I will be, I will be excited if he's there because I think he adds to the series. I don't care either way. It doesn't matter yeah. to me. No. So, if he doesn't line up, and now James is racing Vegas, it seems like James's knee is okay. Yep. It's fine. It's all good. I yeah. like I said, there's there's no downside to him racing for me. I don't, you know, no. whatever. Yep. Just trying to. I'm trying to relay what I have heard. That's all you're trying to do as well. Yep. And I, I would bet if he races the Nationals, he's not going to motocross the Nations. He's getting some work done. We'll see. Try it's happened to, before. Try to make it work. That, that month break after the last National. Yeah, the, it's a the, long time. Yeah, these guys, that's a, a month time. of healing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, We're in the same situation where we hear lots of things. Lots and lots of things. Some are true. Some aren't. Some we can talk about and some we would never, ever, ever talk about mm-hmm. publicly. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where sometimes you hear something and only a couple of people are like, oh, yeah, I heard something about that. And you don't know if it's true or not. Yeah. This seems like not that situation to me. Yeah. And that's kind of where why we've it's come out and why people have talked about it, and why people know. A lot of different people talking about it for lots of different reasons that have lots of different consequences. And like, okay, this is happening. Mm-hmm. The RVS thing is happening. So we have to now go do this. And those people are being contacted for that reason and, and talking about being paid to do things. Like there's so many things that are happening because yeah. of that that it's hard to just say, oh, yeah, it was just a rumor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there, I haven't read uh, Vital MX. I'm sure there's something on there about us making it up. Oh yeah, making well, it people up. talk. Well, Davy reported it as well. Davy was talking yeah. about how he was having he was listening to people very important to RV's program at MotoGP talk about this. Yeah, that's why he reported yeah. it. Yeah, so no one's making things up. Yeah, that's you know? the worst though. Like, yeah, they just made it up. Yeah, we just we really just made it up. Yeah, just completely fabricated <laughs> it for what reason? Like yeah. what? Oh, and man. I know exactly who Davey was with, and I know all those things. Yeah. And I, it's not my place to talk about any of that, yeah, but yeah. those are very good sources for these, this info. So whether that changed, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go. I'm going to race and see yeah. how it goes. Maybe yeah. that, that happened, but this whole thing was based on some sort of real situation. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I think that's where people get it's like, oh, you guys are idiots. You guys' sources are terrible. You're just ah. – that's not right. I'll be surprised if he's on the line. Like I said, 70, 30. Yeah. I won't be shocked, 80, but I'll be 20. surprised. Yeah. So. Uh, you know what? The the, the indicator is going to be. Well, okay, but l- l- let's play devil's advocate here. Let's play devil's advocate here. Why does he not just say, I'm not going to be there? Why does he lie? That's what he is, lying. He's lying. Um, Why do you do that? I think there are there are other factors at play with politics, uh, sponsors, press releases, um, monetary things that have to be sorted out, uh, mm-hmm. payments, replacement riders, lots of things that need to be in place before he makes an announcement like that. If he was going to make that announcement, I think they would want to have their secondary plan in place to present to their current sponsors. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. No, I'm just wondering. I mean, I'm guessing just, yeah, I'm yeah, speculating, yeah. but I, yeah. I've been, on the inside of those situations sometimes and that there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes before they want to 
put out a, a release like that and make something because then all those questions get asked mm-hmm. and none of them are sorted yet. So it just seems like they're mm-hmm. super disorganized. Just got a text from somebody right now, mm-hmm. somebody in the industry. It'll be announced on Thursday at the press conference. Oh, wow. So. Wow, we'll see. Yeah. So, um, anyways. Yeah, the uh, the interesting thing to me, I think the indicator will be, because we've seen literally everyone else in the sport testing outdoors. Mm-hmm. Have you seen anything on Ryan Villapoto testing outdoors? <laughs> nope. I haven't. Yeah. I haven't seen a picture. <laughs> I haven't seen a video. I've seen him test at Supercross. Yeah. He had a 48-point lead. Yeah. He's still out there. Still doing laps. Right, Supercross. Right, right. I haven't seen him test once. Yeah. And – I'm not sure how much you've been around factory teams or riders. A lot of testing goes down. Yeah. Alex Martin tested two and a half weeks already. <laughs> Ryan Pilpoto, none. Yeah. No. Just, you want to add it? You want to start adding things yeah. together? Yeah. What makes sense? The, the picture gets painted for you. Yeah. Well, we'll see. See what happens. Should be interesting. No doubt about it. Um. What else? What else can we talk about? Uh, that's the NFAB question of the day, by the way. Jo- Toyota JGR NFAB Yamaha. Josh Grant, Justin Brayton. Phil Nicoletti. Nicoletti, I think, is doing the first four for the team, and then we'll make a decision from there. Okay. And I hope it goes better than Supercross. I love this idea of benching a guy and putting Phil in. It's, it, it hasn't worked. I out. would leave Phil at home this weekend. You would? Yeah. They can't. They need – Brayton's not there. I don't care. <laughs> leave him at home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what happens this weekend? Does Does Anderson win it? Not not because I don't like Phil. I just want to be right. healthy. Right. Get, stay healthy. Don't yeah. crash. Don't go to the race. Don't do anything stupid. <laughs> it's going to be icy, slippery, treacherous. Does uh, Anderson win? Does he Title? Get, yep. Yeah. Does he get what he needs to yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, gets the eight points. And sticking with that team next year, from what we hear, going to be Husky is what the rumor is. So Yeah, I'm, we'll see about I'm that. told it's signed and done. He He's pointed out if he wins. Yep. Yep. So it'll be a big, big bike. Yep. If he didn't win the title, he's staying down. Yeah. If he wins the title, he's going up. Yep. Sealy's going up no matter what. We hear factory Honda for yep. him. Heard that signed and done. Yep. So uh should be interesting to see. Neither guy has, you know, anything on the line as far as that goes is next year. They're both yeah. look like they're both taken care of. Deals are quietly being done. Yeah. They are. Yeah. You're not gonna hear just uh one of our guests tonight, I think my opinion, personal opinion, he's signed somewhere else. You're not gonna hear about that for a long time. Yeah. I think Ken Roxon's deal is signed. You won't hear about that for a long time. Uh I think there's a lot of deals that are done that are mm. have happened in the last week or two. Probably won't hear about them for a little yeah. bit, but yep. the deals are getting done. Uh, Maybe Han has a new home. I think Maybe. Han has a potential deal on the table. I think uh, Wilson has got something going or done. Um, I don't want to give away too much, but I think he's done as well. Yeah. But it, I, I think, you know, there's not been much talk about it publicly, but uh, there was a ton of open spots and deals, and I think those are those doors are quietly closing. Slowly going away. Yep. Um, what about the shootout? Who do you who do you, who do you got in the shootout? Uh, John Wayne always. Okay. Um, I would never go against him in a shootout. I feel like uh, Bogle has this thing on rap. Martin Davalos will not on rap on a rap. Yeah, he has a rap. He, he has his yeah. on second on iTunes. Uh, I feel like Davalos will. I mean, it'd be an awesome story if Davalos showed up. He broke eight. Bones in his calf. <laughs> That's why I'm saying, give him the number one plate at New York. Yeah, give him the number one plate at New York. Yeah. You won, Bogle. Bogle, it's done. That, that series is done. Um, the the Anderson thing, I, I do. I think Anderson's. Yeah, he's not. He's been so damn good, man. And he's been able to work. He gets a shitty yeah, start. He gets wherever. Yeah. yeah, and the conditions are good for him. Slippery, icy. He's just been. Yeah, he's really good at that. Good. Home hometown whether, race. Whether Steely wins a race or not is anybody's guess, but right. I think Anderson's got it. I, obviously, Sealy. There's a ton of potential for Sealy to still win this title, but 
my money's on Anderson in a big way. Um, and then, obviously, the 450s. Done, yeah. So. Don't you feel um, – and we're going to be having a pulp show next week and uh, after to wrap up the series and everything else, but – Man, it's been tough the last two, three weeks to write about the series, to talk about the series. It's the air's been let out. Yeah, RV's yeah. been had this thing on lock forever. And yeah, like the East Coast thing. We really was... needed that that Davos Bogle thing to to shape up more. Some banditos. Yeah. Wow. It's been a. It's it's almost a revolt down there. A lot of political unrest <laughs> in he, Ecuador. He gets to go back to the class next year, man. We'll be ready. Oh, we'll be ready. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think Wilson wins the the shootout. Hmm. I think Wilson will win ten the shootout. Laps. Yep, it's only ten. I laps. don't care about the laps. Oh, okay. Fifteen. He's he's proven he can do fifteen on a two fifty no problem. So conflicted about Dino. Hey, we were in the Cowie truck talking about this Porcel thing. You know, all of us, RV, Weimer, everyone, all the team, every boss, mm-hmm. and like, it's not it's not that they were talking crap on Wilson. They were not talking crap on Wilson. But I'm like, are you guys serious? Do you know Dean Wilson has a title and, like, incredible rider and, like, hauls ass outdoors? And, like, no. They, none of them. They don't, they don't see it happening. They do not see Dean Wilson winning the outdoor title. Who was talking about this? Everyone. What, which team? Me and Cowie guys. Oh, oh, oh. RV, Weimer. Outdoors. outdoors. I'm like, he's got to be the favorite for outdoors. He's won one of these before. I think he's up there. Nobody, nobody on, has faith I'm in on him. Team Wilson. How do you not? They're talking Moosecan. Remember, Mike said Moosecan's yeah. a favorite. Moosecan will be good. That's what they're saying. They'll be good. Yeah, but not Dean Wilson. Good. I don't know. They're pretty. I think they'll both win races. I mean, I got Wilson and Baggett covering everybody. I don't know. Osborne, Moose, Moose good. Moosecan will be in that next rung. Eh, Moosecan can win, but yeah. you know. I don't know. I think man. I think Muscan will have some off races, which will hurt him. I'm shocked by some of the industries uh, riding off of Dino. Oh, you were you were leading that charge six weeks ago. No, not riding him off, saying this was not, not like I agree that he's super fast and all that. But I'm saying like I was wondering, does it hurt him? Does it cancel him? Does it help hurt him for you know a further ride? I feel outdoors though. It didn't hurt him for a further ride. I know. Just it in case you're wondering, I know. I know. Oh, should be interesting. Um. All right, everybody. That's it. That's it for the show. Uh, we're going to wrap this thing up. Chad Reed, Justin Barsha with the surprise call in. Uh, Chad Reed, Justin Barsha, Vince Freeze, Nick Way, Mike Williamson, all on the line. Uh, Alex Martin, too. Don't care about that. Amart started in uh, 10 minutes in with uh, Alex Martin, the Rock River team. And, of course, uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing. Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Cherubis, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, The Moto Company, Optrix, and Guts Racing, all on board with us. Uh, thank you, JT. I appreciate it. I love having you in the no studio. No problem. Uh, much funner than over the phone, for sure. You should just move to Vegas. Oh, okay. I'll get right on that. Don't you feel like uh, Fly Racing, Western Power Sports, They'd put a lot of value in you moving in there and staying here. I would the say show. they would put less than 0% value on me moving here. Less than zero. Yeah, that means fired. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> uh, thanks to Vortex for the two tickets to Vegas that uh, Ryan won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan won. Yeah. And, um, and we thank uh, all you guys for listening. We appreciate it. We'll be back this Friday. This Friday. Special Las Vegas Supercross Pulp Show. Uh, five to eight. So a little different. We're going going earlier, 
ending earlier, 5 to 8 p.m. Pacific time uh, this Friday, Pulp MX show. We're going to uh, do so – we did a Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday afternoon, Friday night, Saturday afternoon, Sunday night, Monday night. I quit. <laughs> You're right. You just nailed it. Holy shit. Right. Wow. Well, you people keep listening, so we keep doing it. Um, this will be the fourth or fifth year in a row for our Vegas Supercross show, so looking forward to it. Guests for that show, not confirmed. This sounds like a um, Hollywood premiere. <laughs> Jimmy Albertson, Georgia Lindsay, David Villeman, David Pingree, Adam Cincerillo. It's a pretty good lineup. Yeah. It's almost as good as DMXS. The, the original? Yeah. And still best. the best. And still the best. Uh, um, so, yeah, looking forward to having you guys uh, join us on Friday. Uh, same com and uh, same everything. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, keep keep this thing going through the Nationals, man. We appreciate it. Uh, don't forget iTunes on Stitcher on Pulpamex app. You can get it on there. You can listen live on the Pulpamex app on your phone. You can listen live on, uh, on um, TuneIn Radio on your phone. So, um, and you can get this on the archives and that's it. Thanks, Devin. Appreciate Always it. Always a pleasure. Thank you thanks for having to, me. Uh, thanks to Swisscore for his help, Killing uh, it. getting this thing done and up and everything else. And thanks to Moser for those creepy questions. And as usual, everybody, we thank you. See you Friday. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Concho.